Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is your your brother Garfi Reed. As you can see, I'm I'm eating my, you know, for the real Jamaican them and you know mackerel, banana, dumpling, Sunday morning breakfast. Hey, you don't know nothing about this Monica. You know nothing about this Monica. I sure don't. Say that again. What is that? Mackerel, banana, dumpling. Got some Jamaican stuff. Oh wow. <laughs> I guess. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, I'm relaxed. Um, there's a couple of things that I need to show before I even start the show off. Um, last week, somebody had asked about, um, what do you call it? Um, they asked about the video with the clicking sound for the, um, for the, what's the name of the group? The, uh, let me go to it right now. These people here, the the sand people, sand, the koi sand folks. So this is it right here. Let me just play it so folks could hear how they talk. And the word for zero? Kora. 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 They try to teach it to me. And for two? And three? Money. And four? Is this strange language a window on the past? Did our ancestors speak like them? Merit Rulin, a linguist from my old university, Stanford. Bushman is the only family which has clicks. Those kinds of sounds. None of the other world's language families have these sounds. So this is really what makes Bushman, uh, Bushman languages different from all of the other world's languages. There's a reasonable hypothesis that these clicks are in, in fact ancestral sounds which have been lost in all of the other uh, world's languages. Probably lost just once in Africa. And then the group which lost these clicks left Africa and spread throughout the entire world. When I ask another colleague, Paleoanthropologist Richard Klein, also from Stanford, he goes even further. Speech is, is more than just communication. It's also the way you model your world. You can ask what if questions. What if I mounted this piece of stone on the end of this shaft in this way, and I put a string across this boat thing, and I tried to shoot the, the shaft with this boat thing? What if? You know, it's, that kind of question is something that probably requires language to be answered effectively, even if it's just one person talking to themselves in their mind's eye. 50,000 years ago, click was a new and complex language. There'd been nothing like it before. But there were other innovations too. They showed me this. It's a spear tip finely crafted from bone. It might not seem like much today, but when our ancestors right, started so using it, it was the clicking sound from last week that we forgot. And let me go into something else. Um, my brother, um, what's his name? You know, you know who I'm talking about, Rob. <laughs> That's him right here. Listen, I don't want to duck, I just want money. I'm 
Anybody want to work out? You know who to who to who to holler at. Now here's my sister. Please one disadvantage business enterprise. Sister Monica on her channel, Monica Lamb. Talk about government certifications. Check her out. Fifty one percent owned and controlled by a socially and economically disadvantaged individual or individuals. The disadvantaged owners must be a United States citizen. Or lawful admitted permanent resident of the United States. The firm must be a small business that meets small business administration size standard and does not exceed $23.98 million in gross receipts for disadvantaged business enterprises and $56.42 million in gross receipts. The personal network for all owners claiming disadvantaged status for the DBE must not exceed 1.3 million. Then the firm must be organized as a for-profit business. So if you want to qualify for the DBE certification, which is housed at the Department of Transportation in any state, even though it's federal money, because a lot of the contracts, the DBEs, that come out for DBE are, are usually construction type contracts, not limited to others, but the majority comes out in construction. So it's housed at the Department of Transportation and it's the DBE program. And all states have the same similar format eligibility. No state is different from another because keep in mind, it's a federal program. So the application is pretty standard. The only difference is probably the name of the state on the app. Then you have the Service Disabled Veteran-Owned Small Business Certification. Now, this certification is for service disabled veterans. They must have a service-connected disability that has been determined by the Department of Veteran Affairs or Department of Defense. The Service Disabled Veteran-Owned <clears throat> Small Business must be small under the North American industry classification system, which is that we call NAT codes assigned to by procurement. The small disabled veteran must be unconditionally owned 51% to be on that certification. And then the service disabled veteran owned must be controlled and managed in daily operations by that particular veteran. All right, so that's that's Sister Monica dropping her knowledge about um 
the issues on government contracting, make sure you subscribe to Sister Monica's channel. She has a lot of information <clears throat> that goes out there. Peace and love, Sister Monica. How you doing? All is well, Garfield. <laughs> uh, she laughing. All right, let me, let me show the audience again. I'm eating my, my, my macro and banana and dumpling. And this is in honor of my man, Fidel Castro. And a lot of people got to I got to say rest in peace to Fidel. Because a lot of people might not know the politics of Jamaica, but growing up, I was a kid, and some of the stories I heard from my mom. My mom was a historian, you know, Jamaican historian, whatever. She was a teacher of history, Calabar, all right? This is Macrillan Banana from a man, Fidel Castro. Listen, Fidel Castro built a school in Jamaica called Jose Marti, right? Whoever he was, he was a big time, big time. So they had to name the school after him. And if you study history in the Caribbean, Jose Marti was a legend, a big timer, right? When it comes to history. Now, my dad is from Cuba. So I'm Cuban and Jamaican. <laughs> if you never met one before, <laughs> you just met, met, uh, met your first Jamaican, Cuban, or Cuban, Jamaican. Whatever, whichever way. Same, we came from the same West African spot. So it don't make no difference. These are the sort of islands, the names to divide us. But Cuba and Jamaica were very close. A lot of people don't know why, though, because Cuba was a communist country. And the People's National Party in Jamaica under Norman Manley and his son, Michael Manley, were considered socialists. So the CIA started to spread propaganda in Jamaica that we're trying to be communists like Russia and Cuba. So they had their person who they backed, the CIA backed Siaga, who was a member of the, the other party, JLP. So what happened is the United States government, Russia and Cuba used to, to ship products to Jamaica, food and flour, all the basic essentials that we used to cook. So you see, I got my little flour dumpling here, right? They would stop the, the ships. The U.S. government would stop the ships and let the people starve in the ghettos because they wanted Siaga to win the election. So what they did was they stopped the ships and said that if you vote for me, Monica, this is what they used to say, if you vote for me, I'll make sure you could eat food. Cause they would stop the ships so the people didn't have basic foods like rice and so forth to eat. The government of America is wicked, man. People don't understand this. So, but CIA tactically thinking, the US though said that we didn't want another communist country in the Caribbean, but Jamaica wasn't communist. We were socialists under the PNP. And the socialists didn't care about America. They weren't on America's side. So what America did, they supplied the JLP with guns. People need to understand this. They supplied them with guns. And when they supplied them with guns, what they did was they, um, the, the, the PNP now had to arm themselves. Well, who, who were they going to get guns from? They had to get it from Russia and Cuba. Cuba had our back. So it's like the Republican and the Democratic Party. The Republican Party is JLP and the Democratic Party is PNP. But our parties run like the Bloods and Crips. You see how they fight and shoot guns and so forth? Mm. That's how they run the shit. So people need to understand this, that, hey, you know what? You might not know this history about Jamaica, but it gets deeper than you really think. So think about this for a second now. You live in a country 
only one side of the government got guns. So they had to protect themselves and that's how the guns got into the country. So people would come to America and ship guns now to prolong this war that's going on between the two parties. I'm gonna give a quick example. I came to America in New York around 1993, right? I was, I was working at a bank. I think I was working at a bank as an intern or some crap. And sometime in the 90s. And I had a badge with Michael Manley on my badge at 213th Street in the Bronx. That was a known JLP area. The dudes brought the politics from Jamaica, Monica, and brought it to America. So now there are certain areas. They call White Plains Road in, in, in New York City, in the Bronx, they call it Kingston. Because it's where a lot of Jamaicans are. So they said that, yo, bro, you can't wear that around here. It was a picture of Michael Manley, who was the leader of the People's National Party. So you couldn't wear two colors. You couldn't wear orange, and you couldn't wear any type of thing that signifies Michael Manley. And I'll show my respect for him, because my parents loved him. So I'm like, yo, let me wear this dude on my, on my clothes. Just a button. You know, in, in America, you couldn't wear red in certain areas. You couldn't wear blue in certain areas because of Bloods and Crips. So you see the similarity in the fight. So the CIA is the one that fostered this division between us. There was two parties, one that loved America and one that didn't F with America. You understand what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. at that point now, we had to, people were across the line. They was fighting, they were shooting each other, stealing ballot boxes to make sure people win elections. So it was, it was crazy in, a, in Jamaica because of the guns. And we, and Fidel Castro always had our back always had our back the pmp always and people need to understand this if we had medical issues they would send doctors people would go there and get their their doctorate and, and learn how to be a doctor and so forth some of the best people in, in in that learned about being a doctor from jamaica went to cuba and he taught them for free people from america went to cuba taught them for free you know what i'm saying so praise i gotta give my boy Fidel Castro, man, and he said one of the greatest things. He said that if the, the God that we pray into is the same God that the slave masters have, he don't want no part of that heaven. Mm. Oh, no part of that. He said, I'll pass. I mean, of course, I'm paraphrasing. So peace and love to, to, to um, Fidel Castro and his family. Sorry for the loss. It was a long time coming, 90 years old, and they have held off the biggest beast for over, what, 50 years? They have held off America. So big up to Castro and Cuba, whatever they're doing. I know a lot of people want to say, what about the people that suffered under his government and so forth? In every governmental system, you're always going to have haves and have-nots. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're always going to have that. But one thing we missed, though, my dad was a dark-skinned African, very dark-skinned. And a lot of that is in Cuba, and it's, it's under the rug. 90% of those people are dark-skinned, look just like me and you, Monica. But really? Light-skinned ones in public. And wow. that's craziness about Cuba that people don't understand. Look at the people that's cheering in Miami. All of them are light-skinned Cubans. All of them. Those people love Castro in Cuba. He may not, he, they don't, they, a lot of them might not grow up and understand the struggle or what he was trying to do by fighting against the regime of America. This powerhouse that's want to beat everybody up. But the brother is more relaxed. So, you know, it is what it is. 
You know, what, what you got to say about it, sister? Anything you got to comment on that? No. Hey, Nate, I need you in the chat, bro. Do you want the link? I need you in the chat. Hold on. Let me see if I could send you the link real quick. I'm going to send you the link, Nate. I need, I, need, I, need you, I need you in the chat for something real quickly. Because we got to talk about some metaphysics today. I didn't put it on the agenda, but we got to talk, talk about some metaphysics, metaphysics bro. You know, the, the metaphysics stuff that these people are talking about and people are scared to tell folks that they're pseudo and, and whatever. If you want to get your feelings hurt, well, hey, keep teaching that crap around me because I don't believe it <laughs> and I will refuse to accept it. I'm fighting, I'm fighting, I'm fighting the, the, the good fight because I'm putting out information to, um, to, to, to free people's minds. I don't care about, I'm not debating nobody about their God. You could believe whichever God you want to believe in. That's your prerogative. But don't tell me your God is better and is blessing you because you believe in him. So that means all of, everybody else is a, is, a, is a dumb and we ain't got no sense except you for following your God. Stop. Um, hold on, Nate. Uh, all right, Nate, I'm going to put it in the back chat right here so that you could get it. Anybody want to jump on the panel? I don't know where the rest of my um, Dagger Squad crew is. They, they're over there chatting, but they ain't coming on the link. I don't know what's popping with them. Um, let me get this link for you right now, my brother, and get you in this back chat right here. Yeah. So for anybody who want to join the panel today and have a discussion, we're going to go in a little bit on some craziness. And um, I want people to understand, I'm not trying to... To just take people out of whatever they believe, but you know we gonna we gonna get this right. We gonna get this right. Nate, the, the link is there. Anybody else want to jump in? Mmm, this tastes good. Mm. <laughs> Not that I don't poison myself while I'm on the air. Of course, anybody want to get their credit repaired? We have a no money down credit repair here at Dagger Squad, and that's what we're offering. Show the card. Front, 1-800-518-2817, extension 901. We've been getting some real good results. And <clears throat> you go, you, I'm telling you, I'm going to do an arm of video with all the people so far. Well, I can't do a video of that, but the people who have been getting some real good results. Everybody's been getting good results. I haven't got any any negative results as far as people not happy or whatever, but... <clears throat> what's up, Nate? What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? Nate, Nate the Great. I'm going to ask you a question right now, straight up. Thank you, man. Man, you got the police hat on, too? Damn, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yo, listen, man. This ain't, this ain't real police. Hold on for a second. I know, I know that, I know that, bro. We know you're a rental cop. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rental cop. Look, this is, this is a... Uh... A pseudo cop. <laughs> yeah, look, look. Security, security. Security top alert. Like, top fight security of the world, of Craig. The world. <laughs> world, Craig. That's what's I die up. for this shit. I die for this shit. Nah. <laughs> Let me ask you this, right? What's up, what's up? Shoot. I noticed... Nah, don't show that. Don't show that, bro. Don't show that. Don't show that. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't show that. Don't show that, bro. Don't do that. Don't do your job like that. Oh, you got a lot of haters. Got a lot of haters. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'm trying to switch my camera around. All right, cool. This is what I'm going to ask you, though. Shoot. Do you think we're being invaded by the wrong folks to, 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 to push knowledge to the community? And how do we answer that? 
Because I noticed oh. um, certain videos don't get to um, come on the air when it comes to certain platforms because it's anti whatever is popular. I noticed, um, I'm not hating on nobody, but Ghana Grills, this dude is in, um, in, in Las Vegas charging $800 a pop to get in and come in and get readings and all type of craziness. Um, I've been, a, I've been a, a guy that follows, um, Valentine for years. I love the brother, man. I, I used to be at that dude's house and, 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 and that fat dude would come on. I'm fat, so I could call people fat. For, um, what's his name? Bobby Hemmett. Bobby Hemmett. <laughs> oh, bro, we would fall asleep, bro. And we yeah, yeah. Bobby Hemmett so, speaking, man. They, called it, they used to call it somatic death. Put you to sleep with that shit. Mm-hmm. So how, how, what do you got to say about these metaphysics, dude, man? Because I'm going to try, I'm going to invite Red Pill on and Bobby and that I mean, on at the same time. I mean, you know, I got the, I got a, I got a big problem with this shit. Uh, hold on one second, give me one second, y'all. All right. Yeah, but um, I'm not gonna say they're hustling people. But if you look at Young Faro, you look at um, um, Ghana Grills, you look at Red Pill. I'm not disrespecting them, but I'm like, Are you hear me? Yeah, it's a whole bunch of crock, crock, in my opinion, man. Yeah, you know, you know, I ain't going front, right? I came, I came up the same way. I, I, I used to, uh, I used to be under Phil Valentine, you know, uh, uh, Red Pill. That's my boy, man. You know, I like Red Pill. Uh, uh, I'm not a fan again, though. But, but um, you know, mo most of it, you know, what I'm saying, uh, it's like a rabbit hole, you know, just like they describe it. That shit had you going deep, 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 deep. You just keep looking, looking. You come up with nothing. It's like it. It's harder just to, to simplify your life and, and get get uh get straight to business under under the metaphysical program. You know what I'm saying? To me, uh, you know, like like uh how can I say it? I'm not mad at them for what they do. Some of them I really think they believe that shit, you know what I'm saying? But um, you know, uh uh we got we got a lot more information that'll offer, you know what I'm saying, to like uh replace some of them concepts, you know what I mean? Um that that's that's mainly, that's mainly my thing, you know what I'm saying? So I came out, you know, with my beef with the against the metaphysics. I started off, I was calling out KT. Uh KT didn't want to see me. He he didn't want you know, well KT's related to somebody, right? Yeah, he's related to Red Pill, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, they sent the buffer in between. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I hollered at Red Pill, it was a respectful bill. You know, we was talking, you know, I was just telling him I got a problem, I wanted to do a little debate. I wanted to just like uh you know get it out there in the community just to have you know the the community to kind of decide what's better for them, you know uh you know my thing is right I I like pop science that's my, that's my shit right um it's it's science the only difference with pop science is the budget you know what I'm saying so it's like mostly DIY you know uh do it yourself projects you know you 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 work with what you got and I learned that from Cuba you know what I'm saying uh Cuba. They actually got a manual, a DIY manual for the whole country. You know what I'm saying? But that's how they survive. So, you know, I looked at things like that and I said, okay, is that more, more, uh, you know, beneficial to the people than, you know, some stones or, you know, some quartz crystal and copper, you know, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I definitely found, you know, I, I could see some use in the, in the, in the copper wire and the crystals when you're doing DIY, but not in jewelry. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not uh accelerating you. And and um, you know, we got out there, you know, I, I shot it up with him. Uh, you know, he, he was very combative. He told me, Oh, I'm not gonna let you come in the community and, and mess up the community. 
And I, I kind of was like, damn, mess up the community. Like, shit, how you going to mess up the community with science? You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, it all goes back to their pockets. You know what I'm saying? Uh, these, these guys make money off it. I'm not mad at that. You know, they got to do what they got to do. But, you know, uh, uh, I refuse to sit back, you know what I'm saying, and be a, a, a viewer, a listener, and, and listen anymore to the, to the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Especially not in this, time, the, this point in time. And, and, and you know, I will diasporic experience. You know, so um, you know, that's my thing, man. And I did all I did all the necessary studies to, to squash this shit. You know, um, to tell you the truth, like I tell them, I, I call them Doctor Who's. They all magicians. You know what I'm saying? It's like hypnosis. You know, they like NLP practitioners. You know what I mean? It's not fair. I, I don't think the people really stand a chance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, that's my thing, man. But Red Pill, yeah, we had a nice little build. You know, I went out there, I ran up on him, so I never shot it. And uh, as soon as I walked off, you know what I mean, some, uh, somehow footage gets deleted or, you know, something happens to it, you know. And then I shot the other video, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe a few days later, I shot the video in front of the school, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, nobody, nobody, uh, you know. I got to interrupt you. Look at your screen real quick, right? Okay. And we're going to evaluate this video right now. Let's take a look. Things, oh, man. I went into a meditation. There was a woman that I met, can't say her name. And when I first started speaking publicly at 444 Atlantic Avenue, you were there, right? She comes to me and she says, Gano, the ancestors are pushing me to you. She's a mystic. And I look at her and she revealed to me that she had six abortions. So I looked at her and then I saw the overlay of her children following her that were never allowed to come into this reality. And I said, um, have you had any abortions? She admitted it, and I said, I can see them in your aura. So I went back into meditation, and there's an archangel that I work with, and I asked, how can I help? Now, let me ask let me ask a question. Yeah. Well, how many women in the black community had an abortion? Oh, man, uh, uh, a lot, a lot. In 2010, more women had abortions than actual children in New York. Mm -hmm. so you're telling me, Ghana, you made a guess. I said, okay, you had an abortion. All right, let's move on. This woman. I'm staring at the wall right on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on you. Then I went back to the same archangel and asked if I could have the permission to provide that ritual with the world. And the archangel said, Yes. So I produced a candle called Forgiveness Unborn. They can take. Is he mixing up ancient African Buddhism with some new age shit? Is that what he's doing, family? Say it again? Is, yes. Is he mixing up ancient African Buddhism with some new age shit? That's exactly what they're doing. And, and yo, you know, you know what's crazy? I, I'm really pissed off because. You know, like, like, uh, uh, it kind of, it kind of like discourages. It's gonna discourage a lot of people, uh, who who just now starting to study uh, ancient Egypt and uh, you know, Africa, African cultures, because uh, uh, this this shit is false, man. It's it's all fucked up. <laughs> Word up. It's very discouraging. Uh, to to equate, you know, our 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 illustrious past with this. You know what I'm saying? With this, uh, you know, coonery, man. This is foolery. This is just straight up foolery, yo. Word up. It's it's an educated guess. It's like what you get when you go to church 
and the pastor talks about poverty in the middle of New York, you know, to black people. Everybody in there can relate to it, you know. Uh, that's why I get mad, man. Uh, you know, it's like pushing buttons, you know what I'm saying? Really, to tell you the truth, they use Kabbalah, man. That's that shit they're using. They're not blending no ancient African shit. That's Kabbalah. But, hey, and oh, so maybe that's why he is, he's um, Zion Lex's best friend. Maybe that's the Yeah, that's a... That's a fact, man. Now, now this is the thing, man. I'm anti Kabbalah too, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm big time anti Kabbalah. Why is Kabbalah, that, bro? Explain it. It's 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 uh, cause Kabbalah to me is anti anti natural. Uh, and, and the reason being, uh, I, I give a simple a simple uh dissertation. Uh, we we look at a concept called Maat, which stands for for order, and then we look at Kabbalah. And you you see Sephiroth, and you can choose, you know you 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 have paths and the, and it's infinite paths and infinite combinations. So it, it actually, to me, it's like equal to the the power of what we know as God, the Invoker. You can skip over my eye, you can go straight into the tap into it and call upon this shit, but it, it's going to come with some backlash. You know what I'm saying? In the universe, you know, it's, it's going counter counter balance, counter righteousness. You know, counter order. It's it's uh manipulating you know what i'm saying it's like yeah it, that's how i see it and so the, you know the kabbalah that's exactly what it is you know it's the tree of life they push people's buttons they determine our, our emotions you know uh using triggers you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and, and it, like i said it goes it goes uh counter african african you know african spirituality is mostly a cultural system uh where where they use the, the same therapy of suggestion but to suggest you know uh uh Reorientation into. Uh oh, uh oh, is that your CIA lab, man? Is it CIA? Pro they probably on me, man. They probably watching me right now, yo. Back up, you back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, let me play this part. Hold on a second. Let me play this part right here. Hold on. The candle, the energy of the candle, follow the ritual and excuse that pattern that they're walking around. I sit alone in my four cornered room, staring at candles. <laughs> What I can say is that the leading authority of religion in this world is the Vatican. And also, there was a very real reason why he came here to America and visited certain latitude and longitude lines. As I said the last time I was on Sonnetta. And we're just so ignorant. I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope. Let me give you an example, right? You know... By the way, this video is brought to you by MBK TV. I just got to shout out to MBK, man, because I, I I never watched this brother before, before MBK. And look at what it's on. It's on Sonnet University. This is where you're supposed to keep knowledge and educate the people. Wow. I have some of my students. <laughs> they can feel wings on their back. Now, look at Blue Pill's face. Like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? You got you got people with wings on their backs. What the hell? They can feel the energetic fluttering of wings that are locked into their physical makeup. Why would people have wings on their back for? We're humans. We're not no damn alien from outer space, man. This guy's talking like you know G Force back in the days in the eighties. He's talking like when I was a kid watching G-Force, they had wings on their backs. Where did they get these stuff from? And then they come to me and say, Gannon, well, am I going crazy? And I'm like, no. Yes. <laughs> Yo, Nate, I, I don't know. what 
I don't know, man. I'm not hating. I hope nobody thinks I'm hating. I'm not hating. I'm like, this is our future. Higher your version of yourself, right? That I saw the tape. This brother had a spaceship that uh. was in the sky. Blue pill was talking to it, was blinking its lights, moving around. Now, I didn't tell you this. I told the world. Now, this seems like a new religion because I'm going to tell y'all something that you don't know about Garfield. My brother, um, Alwyn Beckford, right? He was my brother's best friend in high school in Jamaica. And he took us to a Pentecostal church. They have you kneel at the altar, right? And you start praying. I've never been to a Pentecostal church in my life before that day. I used to, I grew up in a Moravian and I grew up in an Anglican, like Calvary Gospel Assembly. That's where I got baptized at. Now, when you go to Pentecostal church in the front, they had you repeating the same thing for like a, a thousand times. I love Jesus. Jesus saved me. I love Jesus. Jesus saved me. Some craziness they had me saying. So by the time you get out of church, your mind is programmed into whatever they're trying to tell you. So if you repeat the same thing over and over, it's, even if it's a lie, um, um, my brothers and sisters, if you say a lie over and over to yourself, you start believing that lie. That's a fact. You guys know that. If you say to yourself, yo, I really ain't, I, I, I'm going to give a quick example. I used to work at this job and it, it was working with children on an overnight shift. This was in the nineties and social work job. And one day, one of the children snuck out the room and went in the girl's room. When they went in the girl's room, we all were sleeping. We caught him when he was coming back out of the girl's room. We ain't see him because we were sleeping. Do you know that me and my boy made up a story? Got the girl who was working with us because she slept through the whole night. We made up a story, got her fired, but we made up a story to the point that we started repeating that story till we thought it was true. We, <laughs> said that we went to the kitchen and we made a sandwich. And when we was coming back, we saw the dude coming back, coming out of the, the, the girl's area. And the reason why we had to snitch on ourselves technically, because we can't trust these little 10, 11 year olds. They'll go back and tell their therapist. And the therapist go like, oh, the staff on the overnight is sleeping. And people going to bulge in and, and try to catch us sleeping and get us fired. So we like, yo, we got to report this like we was up. And when I reported the story, we said we went back. They said, where was the other girl? I said, we don't know. She probably was sleeping. We basically just, hey, we just told a story and we stuck to the story. Two years later, I'm telling the story like it's true. My boy said, yo, stop that, man. You know that's not how it went. But, but because I had to tell these investigators this story like 20, 30 times, I started believing the bullshit story. You understand what I'm saying? So when you repeat something long enough, it's like it becomes truth to you. So when you go to a Hebrew or more or whatever, they go, you can't tell them they ain't true because they repeat the same life of 10, 20 years. How about Jeremiah Yohanna say, yo, Jeremiah Yohanna, Yahweh ain't real, bro. Yahweh, Yahweh Shah is lies. It ain't exist. How am I going to go to you and you preaching that every day? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, let me finish up this. But I hope you guys get the point that I'm making, that when you repeat a lie so long, you're going to start believing it's true. So all these guys that we see here, they're repeating this thing over and over. It's it's true to them. You can't tell them it's a lie. Oh, this, But that was a future version of you that was doing that. You were on that ship, mm -hmm. and it came back into the past to just wink in on you. This might be very hard for some people to swallow. I was trying to explain it external to myself, but when I started overstanding that it I don't want to hear no more, man. I'm good. You overstand your goddamn Yo.
you know what's crazy about that situation? I was just uh uh you know, I was doing some studies the other week on mirror neurons, right? And they were saying how you don't really have a choice. It's just follow, they fire off. Like, you know, if somebody uh, uh eats a, a lemon or some shit and you watching them, you might make the face, but you didn't eat the lemon, right? It, uh, uh, it's, it's something that's occurring subconsciously. And, and people got to really watch out. Uh, you know, I heard, I heard the word voodoo means uh, being in the moment, staying present, right? Uh, like not letting no shit fly over your head. We got to really watch out because you find yourself going on a trip with somebody based on, you know, the words that they use and the way that they describe something. You, you start to seek. And that's that's the problem with metaphysics. It's defined by two questions. What is there and what is it like? And, and it skips over all everything that's involved with the scientific method. You know what I'm saying? The observation, the, the experimentation. You know, so uh, we're dealing with a lot of people that's, uh, uh, you know, uh, how can I say this? Um, they don't really have a choice. Uh, they, they're going to lean on what the popular belief is. Uh, the thing is, we need we need uh, we need to really start addressing these metaphysicians to give some more viable uh, explanations, right? To take people on some you know some some direct paths to, to enlightenment, not taking them through the whole gauntlet or the, the rabbit hole, and you know people losing themselves. You know, what I'm saying they get caught up in other people's mirrors. You know what hey, I mean? Hold on, hey, peace. Uh, sorry, more tip in the building. That's my that's my linguistic teacher. You know, although I ain't paying him, <laughs> he's my linguistic teacher. Out of love, out of love, as as um, what's his name would always say, out of love. Um, Asar, what what do you think of all these new age people, man? I mean, you we got Young Faro, we got Ghana Grills, we got um, Red Pill, Blue Pill, we have YK um, KT Arch Degree. We got all these people, and we're not hating on them, but we're saying that this seems to be where the money makers are are the guys that's pulling in the most crowd. You know, my dad always said, the people that's the most popular, you got to watch out for them. So what, what, do you, what do you think about this, Asar? Uh, first and foremost, I just want to say uh, peace to uh, you and the, um, and the panel and your uh, listening audience, um, you know, for being, um, for having a show and um, allowing me to be a guest uh, on your show. Yes, sir. So, um, <laughs> and, um, as it regards your questions, um, I think it's a very complex mm -hmm. question and, uh, you know, which will require to a certain extent some complex answers. Um, I, I heard the earlier question uh, related to your question. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as, as a scientist, the first thing that I, you know, would question was even the integrity and the truth of the most ancient traditions. For some reason, people have a, a mindset that because it is old, it is true. And because something is new, it is not of higher quality. And this puts us in a serious dynamic where we cannot critically analyze the the truths and non-truths of a particular tradition. So let's say we have Voodoo, for example. Although we respect it as our African tradition prior to the introduction for many Africans to the European and Arab and their forced ways of life, 
you still have to um, analyze and critically assess the validity of voodoo. If we're if we're true seekers of truth, and what seems to be um, a, a taboo is putting our ancient traditions to scientific scrutiny. Like I would always say that what we need to do is we need to get, for example, a gang of Babalawos together to do divinations on uh, some particular questions. Like they'll all be separated. They'll all be doing it at around the same time. Like we schedule them to do it around the same time. We ask them, you know, say some critical questions, which we know the answer to, but they don't know the answer to. And we see how many of them and how consistently they get the correct answer through the divination. And it will tell us that if it's reliable or not. You know, um, we also seem to neglect, for example, that there may have been people in each society that didn't believe any of that stuff and said it's all, you know, BS, even though it's their ancient tradition. Because we didn't have writing and because a lot of the names have not been passed down to us, we don't know those rebels if, you know, they did in fact exist. The only one that I can recall to mind is Tashaka Zulu. Tashaka Zulu, you got to understand the story of the Nguni people. The Nguni tribes are a, a collective of, you know, uh, pastoral groups, Bantu-speaking pastoral groups, who migrated from the areas of like Uganda, Tanzania, Ethiopia, on down to South Africa. Um, and this, of course, is through a particular duration of time. And when they found themselves in Southern Africa, Certain of the Nguni tribes, uh, including the, the Amazulu, uh, found themselves in a bottleneck between um, a, a certain mountain ranges and the ocean. Now, when these populations begin to swell, you know, when uh, every single time there's a, a, a large population and little resources, this is a prime environment for war and other conflicts. And so the Nguni tribes found themselves in conflict over fights over accesses, over accesses, uh, or access, I should say, uh, to resources. And there were several kings who came into prominence who promised, in essence, you know, peace. But their efforts, you know, went, uh, were not successful. Here comes Tashaka Zulu, who, you know, was ostracized because, you know, he was the son of a king, but he, the king did not um, claim his mother. So the king went, you know, amongst the... Um, amongst the people, found a woman, you know, had his business with uh, her. She becomes pregnant, gives birth to Tashaka, and then he no longer claims her, which means he no longer claims 
him. And so as a result, all throughout his life, he was ostracized because the 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 king wouldn't claim him, you know, that there was no father to claim him. And this uh, created a, a an environment of isolation and uh, disdain for the community. And so um, he became, you know, a, a very, he, a, as a result of that, you know, he grew up fighting really, really, uh, really hard and against everyone because everyone was ostracizing him and so now he comes up he grows up he becomes a general in the army um and you know i think after uh if i get this aspect of the story correct i think after the current king dies tashaka takes over the the amazulus and he sets on the mission to unite the nguni tribes but he does it by force unlike his predecessors who tried to negotiate and, and stuff like this. So he had it in his mindset, like, look, we're going to force everyone to be under the banner of Amazulu. Everyone has a choice to do it peacefully. If they don't, we're going to roll over. And, and in part of that mission that he done, that's why it's a mixed feelings about, like, we have, you know, romantic uh, feelings and ideas of Tashaka Zulu, but the people there and the descendants of the the people who he killed, you know, they have different uh, ideas and feelings about Tashaka. So it's very mixed down there. And so in that process, he actually starts killing off the priest because the priest, you know, was doing all these rituals and and things of this nature to bring, you know, uh, peace and all this other kind of stuff, and nothing was working. So he wanted to show them as charlatans. And in that process of taking over these other tribes, because the Zulus, technically the real Zulus, was only a small group of individuals, you know, a small community. But because they were warrior pastoralists, and these other folks were, for the most part, farmers, they didn't have armies like the Zulu had. So that what the Zulu would do is go around the territories, taking over the territories and incorporating them into Zulu uh, culture and things. And so um, as a result of, you know, killing those priests, he was showing them that, you know, these people do not have magical powers and do you do not need to fear them. You know, it is you who takes your own destiny in your own hand. And that if we want to, you know, be great and to stop all of this, we have to do it ourselves. We can't depend on no gods. Wow. You know, and so um, a, a good book that I would recommend for that story, if you can find it, is, is kind of out of print. It is called uh, A Conflict of Minds by Jordan Ingubani, who's a uh, South African Zulu. Hey, I appreciate that, brother. That's some deep stuff right there. I'm going to have to listen to that after the show is over. <laughs> hey, trust me. I listened to you four or five times after the show, brother. You, you trust me. You know, you know. It's funny. Um, I want, I want to let you know this: that there are people out there that don't like you, which you, of course, you're used to that. Yeah, of course. And, and there's people that don't appreciate your gift. I, I think you have a gift for language, and I don't care what nobody says. But uh, I, one thing I disagree with you about, and I think Ank has the same. The whole Hebrew thing, you know, that's a whole other subject. We talk about that. We just got to do a show about that one day, just straight about yeah. Hebrew and language. We can't just drop a little ten minutes here. 
we just gotta do a show basically saying Asar versus Garfield and Angus. <laughs> just, just, just to draw the attention and then just you just drop your knowledge. You know what I'm saying? You know how these these gossiping people are. They want to see yeah. But um that was deep, man. Let me let me say this to everybody, man. I'm gonna move I have a lot of things on the agenda and um I'm gonna move past real quick. I don't know um sorry if you saw the, the post that um I don't know. Does anybody want to drop anything on what Asarda said? Anybody want to add on? Oh uh, yeah. First, I want to say, uh, uh, yo, Asar, man, I need my books autographed. All right, uh, I got a few <laughs> of your joints. I need some autographs. That's number one. Now, second, um, I, I want to say, yeah, um, uh, you know, what you saying, what you was just saying just now about the Zulu tribe, how they, you know, at some point they challenged the old gods and and uh, they said, you know, we need to take our destiny into our own hand. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say right now to these dudes, uh, you know, to the metaphysician community. Um, uh, is it, you know, I really don't have a beef with with metaphysics itself. I just think that I, I just don't think it belongs public. I think that uh, it should be a little more controlled. It's more of a cultural thing. It's more of a family thing. Uh, it should be like family metaphysics. You know, uh, your, your elders should program uh, your, your you know your questioning of what is there and what is it like. You know, the elders should answer those questions for you. Um, but as far as like, you know, putting it public and, and uh, you know, putting a stain on things that people have surface understanding of, I think it's very detrimental to this community. It's actually uh, very discouraging too. You know, it makes me want to run, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, you know, to tell you the truth, that's where I find, I find that there's a, a thin line uh, between metaphysics and science. Uh, uh, because at that point, you know, if, you, if you're using science, you know, you, you start to infer. You start to just draw your conclusions pretty fast based on what you're seeing. You know, <laughs> it looks like it looks it's looking pretty bad out there. But um, you know, hopefully, you know, what I'm saying this, this work that we're doing now, you know, it continues. You know, I'm I'm, I'm putting myself on the front line. You know, I want to go right at their heads. I'm hating. I don't care. Yo, I'm trying to get you and Red Pill on on the data squad probably on a Thursday or something. If we could, let's do it. He he running from. He don't want to see me, man. Yo, you, you know what it is? Cause cause like uh like I said, me and Red, we came from 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 similar schools of thought he didn't i don't think he i don't think he likes that i outgrew that shit you know what i'm saying uh you know i, I chill with reggie reggie my boy you know uh, uh reggie be getting picked on out there man and so you know uh that's why i left that's why i left the metaphysics alone you know what i'm saying hey, reggie hey, hey, hey let me jump yeah. into this real quickly since you're on the line you're at work um aquaponics um oh, cool, I, cool, went, cool. I went to um what you call it the other day i bought some fruits and i saw aquaponics i'm like damn this is what nate talking about so they grew yeah. these vegetables with aquaponics, and I bought it, and I'm like, damn, can you, can you talk about that for a little bit? Hey, well, 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 pretty much. Um, uh, aquaponics is is, uh, it, it's the it's like the aid the the oldest way of uh, uh, farming. Um, you know, I, I learned about it from from studying ancient Kemet. You know, I would look at the pictures of the black soot. Uh, I would look at the you know just just reading up on the inundation of the now, how the how the water would bring bring the black soot. And, uh, you know, then they will watch the, the papyri and everything grow, you know, or watch what they plan grow. And so, uh, you know, it, it made a lot of sense. I started looking into it from there. Then, uh, you know, I started to, it, it gets deeper. I mean, to tell you the truth, uh, I learned quantum physics through aquaponics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I learned a lot of things about just the study of, of watching things happen, watching bacteria form, uh, you know, watching the nitrates get removed. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a whole deep process that encompasses a whole lot of stuff. I think if people would just uh, uh, get into it as a DIY, 
uh, learn about it a little bit, you will understand a lot more what's going on around how, how, us. How long is your video? The video that you have. How long is it? Because I got to play. About, it's, about, it's about five minutes or so. Oh, about three okay. to five minutes. I'll, yeah, play, not, I'll play it intro next week. I'll start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. It's not. It's not a long video. Um, right now, you know, I'm, uh, I'm looking to. Uh, trying to get a uh, uh some type of product you know to sell to people you know what i'm saying an aquaponic kit you know, right, so um, of course you're fixing your credit so you got the sisters on the line cheryl and and and, and my power team mochi they're on the okay, line okay. right now yeah 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 they help you get that money bro on that government let's, contract you never know let's do it ladies <laughs> let's, right. do it, let's do it all right, all right but, but yo look so so yeah one, one more thing i just want to uh share about the aquaponics uh and, and this is very important uh, you know, when we look at, you know, uh, you go to the supermarkets nowadays, you see an orange, uh, you know, the thing, the, the nutrients is very important. You know, we, we talk about the mineral realm and gimmick, right? Uh, the minerals, most most fruits and vegetables that are sold in average uh, supermarkets, they contain high levels of what we know as NPK, nitrogen, phosphorus, and uh, potassium. Uh, they don't, they, they very seldomly uh, have the complete uh, spectrum of minerals in these vegetables. But these are the things that are, 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 are you know, um, how can I say, making people sick. Uh, we're eating food without without full, full uh, how can I say, element balance. And, uh, you know, it's causing, it's causing a lot of problems with people. Uh, Stowing off our levels of nitrogen, potassium, you know, things like that. And so um, uh, what, what I found in, in aquaponics is that you get, a, you get to add on those extra minerals you know you get to make your own fulvic acid your own humic acids in the water uh these things add uh 77 you know the, the missing 77 minerals to your food so you definitely taste the difference you feel the difference uh it's just a big recommendation of mine all right uh, but you know I, i'll get deeper into that too uh you know because I, I i want i got a lot to say to red pill you know especially you know regarding all the pseudoism uh kt makes these products you know, uh, he makes these uh, like herbal products. You know, I, I call it alchemy. I want to talk about that too. I want to talk about a lot of things. So I'll save some of this stuff for later. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's deep. Um, especially studying minerals and like I said, quantum physics just in in, in uh in general can be found in aquaponics. Uh, and you can eat. So you know, it's a good way to teach your kids. You know, uh, uh definitely my son. He, he's he's like a you know, he's my little princess. You know what I'm saying? He has a window farm in his room. He's growing peppermints. Oh, and you just say your son is like your princess? He's he's my apprentice. My apprentice, not oh, a princess. Oh, it's not like you said prince. Oh, Princess Garfield. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's my... That's an accent. My, my apprentice, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm teaching him the crafts now. You know what I'm saying? Let me, um, move, on. Let me move on. I'm doing this fast. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of things to cover right here. All right? Yeah, do you think? Y'all got to drop out, y'all. I'm going to see y'all later, man. Uh, y'all enjoy the Sunday. What's up, yo? Saw man, I need my autographs. Okay, again. Ah, All right, I'm, I'm, I, I, Come to the debate. Huh? To the debate. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm be there. I'm definitely gonna be there. Y'all see y'all soon. All right, cool. All right, cool. All right, if you look at my screen, right, I have um my boy Sanjay's timeline. He made a post yesterday. I, I saw. I don't know if you saw this interaction with him and Wesley Muhammad. Man, I was like, I don't want to jump in, but I wanted to jump in, but I, I sat back. Sanjay is my dude. If anybody knows that Sanjay is just my dude, anybody come to Sanjay, I feel I'm obligated to respond, even if I don't know what I'm talking about. But he made a post yesterday, right? And this is the post. He was talking about, one cannot be Afrocentric and adhere to Abrahamic religion. 
Therefore, there's no such thing as an Afrocentric Christian, no more than there is such thing as a Mayatic Islam. But now, because he said Mayatic Islam, a certain individual who you are very familiar with, Mr. Wesley Muhammad, or I should say Dr. Wesley Muhammad, um, wrote back a response. You know, he was like, you are, you are the definition of Afrocentric dogmatism. Every time you post this cowardly backhanded shade, I shake my head and lose more and more respect for you. You know I won't waste my time engaging with you because I'm dealing, I'm dealing with your teacher. But you, bro, illustrate perfectly that today's Afrocentrism is as religious as the so-called Abrahamic religions themselves. That's why you're mad. You're fighting to get some of the dogmatic lies. Carry on. You already know I'm not going back and forth with you, but I need to register. I need to register that I see you, dude, and you quote me. I guess you meant that, right? Now, um, he, he continued. He basically continued on the post. He went back at Sanjedi over and over. Sanjedi went back and responded and, you know, so forth. He brought out his scholarship of how he had an interaction with you and, you know, rise a lot, but I, I don't understand. Does he own the right to say Mayatic Islam? Because that's what he was implying, by the way. He was implying in his response to what um, um, Sanjeli said. He responded and said that um, he has the right, knew that Sanjeli was talking to him, in other words. Not, he, Sanjay said he wasn't coming at him personally. He said, that's why I say you corny. You and everyone else that know that Mayatic Islam and Islamic Ifa are, are my copyrights. Stop playing at least man up and own your shade if you're going to throw it. Not Sedi, that followed. I was going to say the same thing to you. Come to you for questions about African studies. But anyway, let me go to um, Assam. What do you think about all of this? Wesley coming at Sanjay and what's the update on you and him and the whole raw is a loss. Yeah, I, I saw some of it. I didn't get to read all the comments. So I, I, I saw the first, you know, reactions. Um, but, you know, I, I was, you know, kind of coming and going. So I, I didn't get a chance to really review the, the entire thing so I can get the entire context. But um, to Wesley Muhammad's credit, you know, he is the reason why he says copyright is because those two concepts, Ma'atic Islam and um, what's the other one? Um, Ifa or something like that. Yeah. Ifa, yeah. Ifa, yeah. Mm -hmm. Those those are his brainchilds. And so when when Sanjeti made that comment, even if it wasn't aimed at him directly, like, you know, like he put his name in it you're still talking about him because he's the origin of that concept. And so I can understand Dr. Wesley Muhammad's response and need for a response, you know, because regardless, they're, they're Facebook friends. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm pretty sure it would have come up on his timeline. Now, as far as the update between him and I, I'm just waiting on his third response. And so I have read, uh, and, and for those who are unfamiliar, um, in 2009, Dr. Wesley Muhammad published a book, Black Arabia mm -hmm. uh, and the African Origins of Islam. 
And in that book, which I possess, he made a claim that the God Allah is the God Ra and that uh, Allah, excuse me, that Ra was an import into ancient Egypt uh, via black Semites. Mm. In other words, that Ra is a uh, ancient Egyptian, in essence, corruption of the God Allah. Now, let me ask you this before you go any further. Uh -huh. Now, I'm an outsider looking in, and um, I'm more of a historian, more than an um, inside medianeta. If you ask me about a war about Egypt, I could probably mm -hmm. answer you. Um, as far as a god, I'm really not an expert on the theology or the cosmo cosmogony or cosmology of Egypt. But let me ask you this, though. This is the first question that would pop up in my head. Mm -hmm. What is the oldest reference to Allah and what is the oldest reference to Ra? Not saying that that's going to be the outline to prove it, but did he make a case that Allah was predated um, Ra and that he could show the migration of the Arabs migrating into Egypt and bringing it and show that well, he, did that can he show Allah in Egypt or is he using that guy that guy that had this YouTube about how Allah is found in Egypt on the walls is he did he use that no no he didn't use that, oh. that and I know that video you're talking about from the the brother from Senegal who yeah. was out here in Philly at the time um and he was at the Penn State Museum you know, um, given that lecture. Now, the it would imply that Allah is older than Ra if the the black Arabs came into Egypt, you know, with their uh, idea of Allah, and the Egyptians adopted it and then uh, transposed the pronunciation. Mm -hmm. um, so, but. As far as details and how that went, he attempted to make a linguistic comparison between mm. the, the, the two, um, but didn't do a, a thorough linguistic analysis. And, um, and then the source that he used was some old, like 1920s, 1930s uh, journal article by some Europeans who made the suggestion that Ra, Amin, and some other gods were imports from um, the Levant and or the Arabia uh, into ancient Egypt. But when reading the source, they give no indication of how that was supposed to be true. It was a suggestion, but it basically was an opinion that they ran with. So nobody even checked them in the peer review process to demonstrate that fact. Well, hold on, hold on, Asar. You, mm -hmm. I, I want people to pay attention to what Asar is saying. He's basically saying that the same issue that I brought up a couple weeks ago with Michael Cremo, when I said that Michael Cremo will show an article from a science magazine or from a newspaper and say, this is my source. So what apparently Wesley Muhammad did, he said, hey, I got sources to back it up. So this is my source. It was from a journal claiming, of course, it's a journal, so it's peer-reviewed, mm -hmm. but it's credibility. So that means Asar now has to accept it, but Asar has methodology that's 2017 
all the way in 2016. Our methodology flows and improves annually. And, and is, we are ahead of the game. So what Asar did was he checked the source that Wesley Muhammad used and saw that there wasn't information within that journal to actually make the claim other than those people just basically saying it. If I'm wrong, just, just correct me. And this, that's the same thing that Michael Cremo did with his book. That's why so many people are running around saying there's older people here in America because the claims are made in the Americas that were just made, but nothing to back them up. But we're too, as you know, to quote Dr. Issa, sometimes we're just too intellectually lazy to go behind a source of what somebody does. Asar don't have a problem doing that. I don't have a problem doing that, but some people have, do. They just take it as it is and say, see, I got proof. So, but, but carry on, Asar. Yeah, uh, to your point, this is why, you know, having a source is really just a first step. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this has been adequately, 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 adequately explained that a source is just, you know, again, the first step, but then you have to critically analyze the source. And that it having a source in the final analysis really means nothing because I can write something down on a napkin and you go see the napkin and the napkin becomes a primary source for what I said. But if on the napkin I have an equation, two plus three is 25, just me having the source doesn't mean jack. You have to be able to assess the methods and how the source demonstrates and supports its arguments. If it is an, an analytical source outside of a primary source that just simply is expressing itself with no intention of being included in some kind of academic analysis, you know, like the ancient Egyptian, you know, uh, writings on the wall, they had no intent to be uh, critically scrutinized by future historians. They're just uh, living their life, explaining their truth. And so, you know, when it came to that particular source and just the entire argument, I was not convinced. So I decided to, and um, there was a, a, a gang of internet articles that I had um, that seemed to be popular among, you know, folks who were, you know, checking some of my earliest work. And what I did is I kind of updated them a little bit and I compiled them in a book called Aluja. And uh, um, Aluja is a Chiluba Bantu word for to uh, uh, go back, trace one's steps, and to repair that which has been broken. And the idea is to go back to and trace the steps to, to ancient Egypt um, and critically analyze some of the major themes of ancient Egypt. And if it warrants a, a reinterpretation, you know, um, then I provide and then a reinterpretation of, you know, some of these major themes. And within that book of these old compiled, you know, blog, basically blog article, internet articles, um, I decided to, actually one of those articles was uh, a first critique of Wesley Muhammad's argument. I decided to add the second article, because I, I wrote two, the first and second chapter, are, are, you know, articles, one, 
showing um, or asking certain critical questions regarding his analysis of, you know, the, the claim that God, Ra, is Allah. And then the second article was my hypothesis of, of where Allah came from and what the word Allah means. And that Allah and Ra, from a linguistic standpoint, are two different words. By the way, and so, let, let me interject real quick. Um, okay. Your analysis, which is it? Is that in your book, Alajwa? Is, is, it, in, is it in that book? Yes, it's an illusion. Right. And that's, that's the book that came out in 2013. All right, so let me ask you this now. Okay. Where did you say Allah came from? If you could tell, tell me briefly. My argument is that Allah is an old word that simply means tall, at its fundamental root, tall, big, wide, great. Mm -hmm. And that uh, it had derivative meanings of like sky, mm -hmm. you know, heavens. Um, and so it's, it's, it's equivalent basically to saying in English, the most high. Mm. Okay. So that was my argument. <laughs> and uh, as far as Ra's concerned, find some mutual. Go ahead, brother. Okay. Uh, as far as Ra is concerned, um, I argued that, you know, again, there was paronymy at play. And that paronymy is paronymy is a a phenomenon in linguistics where a population assumes that there is a relationship between two or more words that sound the same or sound similarly. What what and, time period? I'm sorry. What time period did you say Allah came in though? What time period did you? I say that uh, I don't give a time period per se. Mm -hmm. I argue that Allah is pre-dynastic. And pre uh, proto Semitic. Okay. Okay. And so, and then I go around showing what I believe to be uh, equivalents and cognates for Allah in African languages. You know, like for example, um, you know, when you say Ola in, in Yoruba language, which means, you know, basically tall, great, you know, an exalted one. You know, like we say Ola Femi or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, or Olu, you know, which is a word like for king or something like that. And and then I give some other, you know, saying examples. <laughs> and so, you know, but uh, I, and I have to mention this as a result. So as a as a result of those two articles, of course, Dr. Wesley Muhammad got wind of it. Uh, he analyzed them and then he wrote two articles in response to my articles. And so in one of his articles, he even notes, because remember that art, that book came out in 2009. I wrote the first article in 2010, but the second article was included. I forgot if it was 2012 or 2013, um, but I think it was really 2012, but it was included in the 2013 work. Um, and so in that time frame, Wesley Muhammad had changed his argument fundamentally mm -hmm. he, he still has the same premise so uh he instead of arguing he had abandoned um and i hadn't read and, uh, and i should say that i hadn't read an article that he wrote or a book that he produced where he he demonstrated where he changed his mind on a particular point wow. and that was that raw 
was an import into Arabia, excuse me, an import into Egypt as uh, as a result of, you know, um, black Arabians, you know, introducing Allah into Egypt. So his argument now currently is that Allah and Ra are cognates, that they come from the same source. And so <laughs> as, as the ancestors of the Semites and the ancestors of the ancient Egyptians, you know, split off and, and went into their respective places, you know, um, they come to be pronounced, you know, in their, their, their current form. Wow. And so this brings another level of argument because now it's a linguistic argument. Mm. And, um, and so in his analysis in these two articles, he, you know, attempts to make a linguistic argument, which I think fails because he, he did not follow proper linguistic uh, procedures. And so I, I have an article in the works, which is basically almost finished, but I haven't put it out there um, because in his, I want to say first or second article, he said that he has another article, a third one, that is that is supposed to come out. So it's supposed to be a total, those are two of three articles. So I want to wait until his third article addressing the issue comes out and then i can you know so i i I can't be accused of not having all the data before i respond can you respond to the second issue already the second one no i haven't that's the i haven't uh, responded to that one yet and so that one is is it's on the stove right now okay so you just (laughs) wait for his third one okay yes does he know you're waiting for that um, I don't think so, but I'm pretty sure if someone points out this, you know, show for him to listen, then he'll know. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just waiting on the third one. That's all. So if, so if anybody's out there, you know, wondering why I haven't responded yet, that's because. But let me ask you this though: Is this a? I mean, he could have basically said I'm wrong and leave it alone, you know. But now he played as my brother Black Panther said in the side chat. He's played right into your hands because he's not a linguist. So now he yeah, has- and 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 he attempted to make some some weird, crazy, you know, uh, linguistic argument, and I can show um, real easy because see, here's the thing, and this is what you got to understand: it is not the claimant, excuse me, it is not the person who criticizes a, a claim to prove the claim; mm-hmm. it is the claimant. And so, my first article addressing his argument was not to prove that he was wrong necessarily. What I suggest, what I, what I argued is that when you're making your analysis, you were supposed to consider these other options. And I provided other options to consider. Hold, hold, and, let me ask you this, bro. I gotta interrupt you. How long was his articles? Like five pages, three pages? Oh, no, no, no. These are deeper. These are long articles, but that's a, that's why they're in the book. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, I'm talking about for him, for him. Uh, his uh, his articles were, uh, you know, pretty pretty around the same same length. Okay. In terms, so you know, and and he even makes that in there. Like since since Asar wrote two articles, I'm gonna write two articles. You know, or, or the, the, the thing yeah. is that I noticed though is that he's normally he's a well sourced guy. He'll give you uh-huh. million sources. And this is another thing to it with, with scholarship. I could find any source for anything, any claim. Yep. 
that doesn't mean it's true. That doesn't mean it's right. And, and, and that, yeah, that seems to be his method. Like I have 12 sources that says this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I can, and here's the thing I can, I can dismantle his argument only using dictionary sources. Mm. That's all I, I don't need anyone. I don't need any validation from any other person on what this means or whatnot. I can demonstrate because it's, it's a science. And mm -hmm. so you, it, it's about experimentation. It's not about what others' conclusions and, and appearances. That's the difference between linguistics and doing a, his, a historical argument. All right, cool. Hey, hold on a second, Asar. Brother uh, Benjamin, you had a lot of noise in the background. That's why I muted you. See if you could sort that out. I'm going to mute my mic, and I'm going to allow you to ask um, Asar the question you wanted to ask. Go ahead, Brother Ben. Ben is fired. He can't talk. <laughs> ben, you're fired. You can't talk. We can't hear you if you're talking. Ben, we can't hear you, brother. Something's wrong with your connection. Push the thing in back. Push, put, take it out and push it back in. That didn't sound right. He <laughs> having a sandstorm. Hello, can y'all hear me now? Yeah, oh, yeah. We can hear yes, you. sir. Monique, I never applied for that whack-ass job you tried to hire me for. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I want to say that, uh, first of all, I want to say it's great that Asar and Wesley are having this exchange, and this is how we should have exchanges with each other. Uh, not meeting up, trying to fight people, not aiming guns and videos, nothing like that. It should be done in a scholarly discourse. So I applaud both of y'all brothers for uh, engaging each other this way, even if I don't agree with one's position. At least he chose to put it on paper as, you know, talking about the alternative. So uh, I want to say, you know, if I challenge Kobe Bryant in chess, I wouldn't switch it to playing basketball. <laughs> And that's exactly what he's doing by making it a linguistic argument. Like, this is a SARS bread and butter. Like, I, I, I would love to have seen your face, brother, when you figured out that now it, it's a linguistic argument. Your eyes probably got big, and you you probably was like, oh, I got you now. <laughs> yeah. This is, <laughs> you're is. Like, you shouldn't have did that. You should have stayed on the chessboard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean... But it, it's not even about that. It's just he entered an area. So and you can tell that, you know, he's been reading on he's been reading up on some linguistics since my article. Um, yeah. You know, he didn't he didn't try to make linguistic arguments prior to my to my article. And, you but know, I, he's, but, I, but I hate money. that. brother. I hate that. I hate the cover ground method. So, for example, <laughs> Garfield is excellent with with the Bible. Uh -huh. So if I was to challenge Garfield on the Bible, now I'm going to try to read the Bible real quick and get spun up on everything that Garfield knows and try to surpass him within a couple months and then present my information. I'm going to miss something. Yeah, that's that's not proper methodology. Uh, I mean, you can't get spun up on linguistics. I read Asar's books and there's times in Asar's books where I go, that looks incredible, but I have no way of checking if this is accurate or not. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah. I wanted to, but I wanted to ask you the question I had was because I heard you talking about uh, Sky, uh, Exalted One, uh, Most High, and uh, I know you talk about this in your book, the Suit Bitti, as well uh-huh. for some of the uh, layman meanings of some of the deities in Kemet. So, playing devil's advocate, could he try to say that Allah and Ra are related just because their root is in Exalted One or or Sky or something high up or something like that could he try to play that game and be successful um no because they're they're not the same um the 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 word ra itself has a totally different meaning and um then then um the word allah uh just two totally different means two totally different conceptualizations and so um they're they're not you know one is not an epithet in the sense of like when we say the most high the greatest da 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 um you know one describes a process and that's what i'll get into in the article you know without you know kind of revealing exactly what it is actually i don't i I can matter because i already wrote it in the book so (laughs) um so if you if you read the last chapter of nesubiti you know my you know my argument already. Absolutely. And so I, I wanted to put it out, you know, saying in paper, but in the in the in the article, see, I'm I'm waiting to publish something else. It's a step by step process. So I'm I'm publishing something else on something else, which will demonstrate this argument. And so when I write the um, the response fully, you know, I can also reference that thing. You know, so people can have it because if I try to include that analysis in that paper, it will swell it up. <laughs> and so, um, I want to be, you know, as as precise and concise, you know, with the argument. And but you'll see verbatim how this works, you know, because um, again, my my objective in my first article was not to make his argument for him or to do the work for him. And so what his responses have forced me to do is exactly that. Now I have to do the work for him to show him that, you know, they're not the same conceptualization. They don't come from the same root. They don't come from the same parent. And I can tell you where Ra comes from. Ra comes from Central Africa, Central um, um, East Africa, Great Lakes region. It does not come from um, no Levant or anything to this nature. Absolutely. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Wesley Muhammad, man. Uh, thank you for doing what you do, because a lot of people don't know if it wasn't for Wesley Muhammad, there would be no Amon Ra squad. So thank you, Wesley, for coming through uh, the conscious community or what he called at the time ghetto scholarship and uh, bringing sources, because that is what prompted, you know, Uncle Ked, Asar, Wujawu, Sanjeti to make the Amon Ra squad and later on myself. So thank you for doing what you do. I'm looking forward to the discourse going further. And uh, I know Asar is going to do his thing. And I'm reading his other book, Where is the Love, uh, right now. And it's pretty good so far. So if y'all don't have it, check it out. All right, let's move on real fast. I'm going to share my screen. This was a, um, a show we did a couple of weeks ago. and. Um it seems to be, I mean, um, with Dr. Issa getting destroyed, da, 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 da. Um, yes, two days ago, I'm just going to tell you guys what happened. Two days ago, I was on um, Digital Pitball Show. 
he wanted to have a dialogue about Coptic Christianity. I, I don't mind disputing because in school, a lot of things, a lot of you don't realize this about me, that I wanted to be a pastor originally. I was a big time Christian. I hate to confess this because people like to say, oh, you wanted to be a pastor, da, 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 da. you know, but I wanted to be a pastor <laughs> when I was growing up. So I was deep into the, the church doctrine, especially the Christian part. I wasn't deep into the, um, the, the Hebrew side. You know, I was a Jesus freak, in other words. And I got challenged the other day. So the brother was Digital Pit Boss, and Dr. Issa was supposed to come on the show. Dr. Issa refused to come on the show because he said that um, we're not showing our faces on, on, on um, Google Hangouts. He wanted to see who he's talking to. And, of course, you see Danny has the, the, the picture there. My picture is Dagger. And everybody knows what I look like because I go on Sarnetta. You know, some people just, I mean, if you, if you, not Asar and Ben and, 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 and people on the panel here, but we have a community behind the scenes that deal with Google Hangouts. And there's a reason why folks don't like to show their faces because a lot of people are very disrespectful and they'll snap pictures of you and post it all over Facebook and do all type of grimy stuff. So, and, and people don't like to show their faces because of that. They want to keep their own privacy. I'm the, I'm the front man for the Dagger Squad. Whether I like to say it or not, people know the Dagger Squad because of me. Not bragging, not boasting, but when you hear Garfield, you think of Dagger Squad, which is cool. And But the brother didn't want to come on, and my, my concern here is that we can't have decent dialogues because people are offended by opposing views. And my thing is, Dr. Faraji went on Sonnetta, and he broke down some stuff that I agree with. He said the oldest manuscripts in the New Testament are, are in Egypt. And if you Google it on, on even Wikipedia, it breaks it down. And you got to ask yourself what Dr. Faraji said, how important that is. If all the manuscripts that are in, um, that, that white folks, let's just say white folks in general, have found are based in Egypt, you have to question and ask yourself the early scripts. We're talking about from the 4th century to the 2nd century. The Codex Sinaiticus, found in Egypt, um, P45, P1. When you go break down all these P's and all these manuscripts, they are found in Egypt. And you got to ask yourself, why? So one of the arguments Dr. Faraji makes is a strong argument. But my issue with the whole Coptic movement, and I said it um, on P Digital Pitball Show, is that Coptic was developed, and Asar can correct me, and, and Ben could correct me, whoever knows linguistics. Coptic was developed to, be, to bring a simplified method to, to break down the demotic script for the Greeks. If I'm incorrect, Asar, you could interrupt me. That's how I look at Coptic. So when you say Coptic, yes, it's an Egyptian language, but it was done by the Greeks. There would be no Coptic, in my opinion, if it wasn't for the Greeks. If I'm wrong, Asar, you could always interrupt me. And, um, and, and break it down. But the Coptic, when somebody said Coptic Christianity now, you got to find out who was in charge in Egypt. Remember, Egypt was conquered by the Assyrians. Then they were conquered by the Persians. Then the Egyptians won. They came back in 404 and beat up the Persians. The Persians came back 343 BC, took over the land back. Then, um, what's his name? Alexander the Great came in, beat up the Persians. Then he took over Egypt. Now, when he took over Egypt, he did, they developed a system, the Ptolemies, of a library called the Library of Alexandria. 
He wanted to collect every document or every history of every country. Now, if you went to, to Alexandria, what they would do is they had something called the Museum. And the Museum had a thousand writers and editors that worked, that lived on grounds. They would eat, sleep, and crap at the Library of Alexandria. They roomed, they boarded there. And what they did was they wanted, the Greeks are masters of rewriting history. You ever wonder why certain documents don't exist anymore? Because what they did is they collected everything, rewrote the history, and gave it back to you in their version, the Greek version. So any writing you had in that time period, the Greeks manipulated it some way, somehow. So we can never know what any Hebrew scripture really said. We could never know because they influenced it. And with the Greeks, you got to understand, there were the, um, the Greeks under, what's the name of this guy? Antichius Epiphanes, the Seleucid Greeks. And you had the Ptolemy Greeks. They beefed with each other. They were not friendly with each other. So if you, if you understand biblical history, you understand Genesis is more of a Seleucid Greek book and the Exodus is more of a Ptolemaic book because the, 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 um, the Exodus is saying that the Jews came from Egypt and Genesis is saying that their root is in Mesopotamia. If you, want, if you understand biblical text and history, I don't want to really get into that right now. But the point that I'm making is if there's a Gnostic teaching or development going on, the Greeks had manipulated, and if I'm incorrect again, sorry, you could correct me. The, Greek, the Greeks, they tried to manipulate a lot of the texts that were on the walls. They would change things. They would try to stop the Egyptians from worshiping the way they worshiped. This is why I'm very um, skeptical about Coptic Christianity, how it developed. I'm not saying that it didn't come out of Egypt, but it was heavily influenced by the Hellenistic folks which is the Greeks, whether they're white, black, brown, red, I don't care what color they are. All I know is they would come in, remix, do a Puff Daddy remix of whatever you have in your culture and put it in their own words. And they have a history of doing that to every culture's text. If the Chinese was trading, they would come in and they would change the Chinese text and make it into their own text so that they could have, that's what the Alexander Library was about. So I, want, I say that to say this, um, I'm actually going to play a different tape now, but I'm going to play when Issa and, and Danny was going back and forth. I'm going to evaluate this little by little. Asar, you want to um, interject and say anything in the meantime? Yeah, um, we have to keep in mind that the Coptic language, again, is an indigenous African language. Mm -hmm. And that there's a difference between the language and the writing script mm -hmm. that is Coptic, you know, by the same name. So they're they're related, but they're two separate things. Okay. Um, and so <laughs> the earliest Coptic writings have nothing to do with Christianity. Mm. They adopted Christianity. And, you know, the vast majority of Coptic, um, how should I say, uh, of Coptic, you know, letters and documents have to deal with Christianity and its priesthood and stuff like that. And, um, you know, whether certain things were, you know, manipulated, I would have to see the evidence for that. I do, I do know that when the Coptic Christians came in or, or just when Christianity came in, you know, of course, you'll see these crosses, you know, etched into the, um, the, the, the hieroglyphs and stuff like that. Same thing when the, um, the Muslims came in, they're building, you know, mosque on top of, 
you know, or in uh, Egyptian temples. They're trying to integrate themselves into the ancient Egyptian, you know, uh, historical monuments, in essence. Um, do you have a do you do you believe Coptic Christianity um, influenced regular Christianity? I don't know necessarily. See, I think Dr. Faraji's point is that you, when we're dealing with, see, people automatically think that because a, a conquering culture comes in that they totally wipe out the indigenous culture and impose their full way of life. And that is not the case in Africa in general. What you, what you have to, what he's forcing the reader to understand is that there, as much as Coptic, I mean, excuse me, as much as Christianity influenced the Egyptians, the Egyptians influenced Christianity. And which is why the, the Gnostic Coptic Christianity is a lot different than what you find in medieval Europe, so to speak. And so it's the same thing like when you go to, you know, Nigeria and the pastor is all Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But when something goes wrong in their life, they see him babalawo, 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 because they have not given up fully their ancestral ways of life. I'm sorry. You probably are sorry. That's, 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 I just remember the funny story the way you were, uh, when you just said that. I'll tell it later though. Keep going, brother. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of these, what he's trying to force you to do is look at the indigenous African systems and to see how that is still present in the Coptic uh, uh, church and things of that nature. And oh. so, um, you know, it's a little bit more complicated. And, I'm, and I've recently just acquired his book okay. uh, on the on Nubian Christianity and stuff like that. So I'm just going through it. But I can tell... Because, you know, I mean, he's a scholar. So the part of the first chapter is him just going through his method and his goals. And that and that was one of his goals is okay. to show the the reciprocal influence of the Egyptians on the the Christianity and why this hybrid is kind of unique, uh, you know, uh, different a little bit in, in many respects than what you find in um, in medieval Europe, so to speak. Okay. All right. Let's 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 look at that for a second. Um, my approach is totally different than the doctor's. Right? Mm -hmm. um, he's more qualified than I am as far as paper, but I'm probably I'm I'm rounded because I've studied in college and I've studied also, you know, I mean, different courses I've taken online and so forth as far mm -hmm. as Christianity. And what I realize is this: we have different groups at different times, and I do agree concepts are in Christianity, but I think what we're all leaving out is the Gnostics. And we can't leave out the Gnostics, and we can't leave out examples where the Gnostics appeal to. And we can't leave out Josephus either, his history, because a lot of the stories in the Bible are taken directly out of Josephus' documentation. And we could tell in certain cases even word for word. And they would switch around stories. For example, Judas of Galilee and this other guy, Thaddeus. They would switch around Thaddeus, put Thaddeus first, and then um, Judas of Galilee after. I don't think that has anything to do with Egypt. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't think the seven churches, these churches in West Asia are near Turkey. I don't think that has anything to do with Egypt. I think it has to do with Gnosticism, which is, which is basically in Persia, Syria, and Egypt. But the, the Gnostics, a lot of the Gnostics came out of Egypt, which is fine. But you have to give, you have to acknowledge, though, when the first New Testament was ever written. You have to res respect when the second New Testament is written. And you have to look at the history of the church through the whole period. My whole issue with anybody who is, quote, unquote, who was, who was black and kind of like Egyptian, mixed Egyptian with the church and try to, you know, you talk about Barashama, you talk about Dr. Ben, Dr. Clark, you talk about Ashra Kwesi, talk about Dr. Faraji. My problem was always the true history from the first century up until the Nicene Council. I don't think anybody really addressed that. But I think Dr. Faraji, I've read his book, but based on his interviews, really addresses a lot of that, that a lot of them haven't addressed. But we can't play this game that it comes from, everything comes from Egypt. And that's my problem. I'm not saying that that's what he's saying. Mm -hmm. We have to look at the influences of the Gnostics because I'm going to show you why. The oldest church in Africa is um, a church around 356 to 363. Some church by St. Anthony because he's a big guy in the Coptic church. But we have to acknowledge that there were churches before that. And if there's churches before that in Syria, not saying that the churches tell you exactly when the teachings begin, but if there are churches outside of that element, we have to look at those churches too. Um, hold on, let me see if I can find this picture real quick. Uh, but the, um, yeah, one of my, my main points is we got to study Gnosticism and we got to study these all these um, these writings that were before that spoke about things. Because if you see, there's a platonic leaning to the Bible scriptures. And the people who come from Egypt had this platonic writing, meaning that origin, who they claim, um, Alex, Clement of Alexandria, all these people that came from Egypt, you might say that they're Coptics, but really and truly their teachings show Gnosticism. So if you're claiming Coptics, you got to show me that they're following this Coptic teaching. I got to see evidence. Because one of the claims that this brother um, tried to debate the other day, saying that there was a church, the church was started by Mark in 42 AD. Now, 42 AD, Mark didn't even meet Peter, according to Christian tradition. But the source of Mark 42 AD is, is um, what's his guy's name? Um, Eusebius, who is 300 years later, saying that this is the tradition, allegedly, a writing that we don't have any original for, but we find it in the 7th or 8th century, and it's basically saying that Mark is the one that went and taught. How could Mark have taught these Egyptians Christianity when he didn't even know it? You know, it, it, it does show you it's legend and nobody can prove it. There's no standing church. The claim was made there's a standing church in the first century. There's no standing church of Coptic Christianity in the first century. Nobody can prove it. But these are the things and questions that Dr. I, I mean, I'm, I'm supposed to have a dialogue with him soon that we're going to have to have. But let me move to, um, I'm not even get into this too deep. Anyway. I don't want to bore anybody. Well, let me get back to um to to the to the Dr. Faraji and the um the stuff from the other day. And let's let's all evaluate. I don't just want Asar's opinion, I want everybody's opinion. All right? Let me start with um oh, man, I love the platform and I'm new to this OG social media stuff, but just to see all of these young brothers actively engaging in, 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 in topics 
that you know the average brother and sister wouldn't really understand and that now are also following into this tradition of this this tradition of uh, of the uh, the black underground universities ancient in this country before this during the seventeenth century. Right? And so Dr. Clark and Dr. Ben and Bill Curse and all of these groups, they all come into this, they all came out of this tradition. And so what you are doing, what Sarnetta is doing, this is an ancient tradition that was always geared toward us returning back to our mother and Right? So when you look at <clears throat> uh, people like David Walker, for instance, they Walker, y'all familiar, he's the one that wrote the birth of the nation. I mean, David Walker wrote, wrote the appeal, right? And uh, brother, Matt, what's the brother who did the uh, birth of the nation? Nate, 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 um, what's his name? Parker. Nate Parker. Matt Parker was finally performed by, uh, uh this was a book that came out in 1828, <clears throat> where he was like saying, kill all white people, period. There is no way to deal with them any other way. All the white slave owners got to die. That was his whole thing, right? And David, and, and that turned to read, so he had that book. You know, we, we, we really believed that he had a copy of that book, because that book was being secretly disseminated of the country, the black but in that book, we can Google books and you can get that book, uh, and you can download that book. He talks about him, that the ancient Egyptians were black, right? This is 1828, now, black folk, black folk. And for him to even have that conversation in his book, that meant that the black free community we're dialoguing about our ancient past, right? But not just here. And this is why I brought up, I did that little PowerPoint. I'm sorry, I had to do it so quick. You know, because I said, call me and I had to do, I would have did another PowerPoint that same day with Sarnetta. I was actually on three shows within three hours, right? And so, and even that PowerPoint I did on Sarnetta, it wasn't the best because I missed a lot of information. I wanted to really get into people like Martin Boulain to the African world and studying our history. So many African men and women going to the 18th and 19th that was, that was straight Pan-African. And many, much of their Pan-Africanism was geared to the fact that they themselves were African born or their parents or grandparents were African born. What does that mean? Like Nat Turner's mother was African born. But uh man, keep up with the work. Keep up with the work. Even young Pharaoh, I like that young I like I like his energy at collegiate level for 15 years, bro. I've seen them all. Thousands of students. I've seen them all. I can tell you a superstar when they first walk in the very first day they come in my class, I know who's going to be a medical doctor, who's going to do a PhD, who's going to be their test for a semester, I know. Right? This is new experience. So, um, 
man. Y'all just keep up the good work, man. Just keep digging and digging. And don't, you know, when I first got into this, before I went and got my PhD from Howard University, I was anti-establishment. You know, I used to get on, you know, 50, 20 years ago, I know social media like this. I would go after any white folks' head. I would go after them because I was classically trained. I was reading Dr. Ben, Dr. Clark, all of that stuff back then, right? You know, but now that I'm a little older and I, and I have these credentials, I have further training that I'm able to go into forward that the average brother and sister can't get into. You know, I see things just a little bit differently. Now, don't be afraid to get with the brothers and sisters you have with all don't dismiss them. Yeah, but isn't it the other way around when the people who have the formal training are are keeping are trying to uh, dismiss the people who don't have the letters? Isn't that the issue more than well, the other way around? Easy to dismiss the brothers and sisters who don't have the letters because a lot of times they don't know what they're talking about. A lot of times. Right, but that's that's an yeah, that's a lot of times, but that's also an assumption. And that has been the problem that has been plaguing us for over a century, where you had a group of us who felt like just because they were learned or letter from Ivy League institutions who tried to dismiss some of the people who are our greatest scholars. Well, that's not true. Let me tell you why. It is true. I can give you the example if you want it. You want the example? Hold on, hold on Doctor. Let, Daddy, give me the example of what you're talking about for the audience. I can give you the example of what I'm talking about. There was Du Bois and Carter G. Wilson who tried to dismiss the work of Schomburg and others involved with the Harlem Historical Society. Uh, um, there were Schomburg and others who were involved with the Negro Society for Historical Research, correct? All right, let, let, let's stop right here for a second. Um, based on what we just heard, right, Danny basically gave an example of the the elitists are the, the um, Carter G. Woodson and um, what's the other brother's name going up against um, Schomburg. Is anybody familiar with that situation outside of Danny and Assad? Anybody familiar with that? Anybody? Anybody familiar with that? Yeah. Okay. What do you do? You understand what Danny? Let me let me let me play let me let me, let me finish playing this part because I don't want to really stress him too long on this. But go ahead. Let me let me finish playing this part. Wait, say that again. I said you had the boys and Carter G. Woodson who were quote unquote classically trained who try to dismiss much of the work of Arturo Schomburg. Yeah, but 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 at that time, right, because mm -hmm. Arturo Schomburg, he was more of a bibliophile, right? And there is a biography out on him. But if you want to really get into that area, mm -hmm. of what you're talking about, the only study in the country that deals with what you just talked about is was written by my main man, Dr. Ahati Ture. We talked together that we talked together in the Africana Studies Department at Delaware State University. He okay. wrote a book on Dr. John Henry Clark. And it's not necessarily on Dr. Clark, but the tradition that Dr. Clark comes out of, right? And he talks about Schomburg and all of those arguments, not just Schomburg, but between a lot of those brothers and sisters. 
Yeah, John Edward yeah. Bruce and others. No, no, listen to me, brother. All right, just, just, just listen to me. I'm talking from experience. Right? So I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to debate you or anything. All right? Okay. I'm trying to give okay. you some information. So are you familiar with the book I'm referring to? Which book is that? You said the John Edward Have you heard of Pahati Terrain? No, I haven't. All right, then listen to me, brother. I'm trying to give you some information. I'm not even going to charge. <laughs> you don't have to charge me. I'm going to give you some information that's going to enhance your 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 knowledge. All right? Okay, so far. Right. Ahati. This is how you spell his name. A-H-A-T-I. Torre. T-O-U-R-E. I want somebody to Google that real quick in his book, John Hendrick Clark and the Power of Africana Studies. Now, right here, the conversation seems to be going very well. Do everybody agree with me? The conversation seems civil. Everybody seems to be on the same page. No arguing. Um, does everybody agree? Anybody disagree? Um, I, I still detect some hostility in um, Danny's, Danny's questioning at this point because it is clear that although Danny is familiar, uh, he has a summary knowledge of the, the issues between uh, Carter G. Woodson and Arthur Schomburg, that he's not listening to somebody who has actually really studied this. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to cut you off. Be very, very careful. Danny is a serious historian, meaning that his work has been put on Fox 5 News. He does a tour for the African Burial Ground in the Schomburg Library. He has contacted families of people who we talk about every day have been fossil. So the brother is a, what I mean, a really serious historian. He's not a play play historian. And I think what, what, what um, hold on, um, Panther, hold on. You got to fix what you're doing, Panther. Um, <laughs> Danny is trying to, before Danny says it, I'm going to say it. He, Torres book, he hasn't read it. But mm -hmm. I guarantee you, the primaries, he has read the primaries. He's so read I, all the primaries. Not, I won't say 99% or 100%, but I guarantee he's not here right now to defend it. I understand. It. But here's, 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 the thing with, here's the thing with hold Dr. Torres. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, sorry. I, I, understand, I understand what you're saying because you said this on the show. Right. And, and I'm familiar with Danny and, and his works. The problem is, and this was asked in the show, have you published anything? Mm -hmm. He hasn't published anything. And so nobody can vet what he knows. Okay. I you can read all you want, but the only way you can demonstrate to the people is that you put this in writing. And this is what he was trying to say. And um, this is why, like, I, I forgot who the other guest was. The other guest asked, you know, if, if he has something on YouTube, could that be considered a publication? I mean, technically it is. You could publish something is technically called a publication, but that's not uh, an acceptable publication in academia for a reason. Because in conversation, say we're on a panel like this and I'm trying to get my thoughts out. And then here comes, you know, uh, Garfield who interrupts me, you know, with a point or a question and I don't get to get everything out. 
in conversations, we can't get everything that we know out. Right. And so it's different than when you're writing and, you know, because nobody comes in the middle of your page and writes and interrupts you while you're writing. You have the space to make sure that everything, all of your thoughts, all of your sources, all of your analysis is there. And I think what um, he didn't, because he didn't have the book in his hand while he was talking. I want to read this little um, excerpt, this little table from the book. And Dr. Torre is um, a former teacher of mine at the University of Houston as well. And then he was working on his doctorate. He, didn't, he wasn't Dr. Torre then. He had his master's, but he was working on his doctorate. Um, and so as he noted in the, in the, the discussion, uh, Torre's book is about Dr. John Henry Clark. However, it is really more so about the independent African Academy that was created here in the United States by African scholars who were both degreed and non-degreed. That was that was independent of the the Eurocentric mainstream academy. And so there were certain characteristics about this academy. And he and, and Dr. Issa kept reminding y'all that y'all, us, are a part of that tradition. However, you need to understand what that tradition is and what it entails. And part of that is publishing. So I'm, I'm just going to read the table. It's table 1.2, um, Features of the Independent African Academy. This is on page 45 of Dr. Torres, John Henry Clark, and the, and the Power of Africana History, Africological Quest for Decolonization and Sovereignty. What year was this published? Um, 2009. So. Um, it is broken up into four main characteristics or features of the independent African Academy. And, and, and I want to pause for a moment to say quickly that it is important that we understand this so we can actually answer your questions as far as the pseudo ship and where we went wrong. When, when you, were, you, you were first starting off your show about the, the metaphysics community and the new age stuff and how that infiltrated this this text helps to show where we came from and just how far off we fell off with the, the red, blue pills, the arch degrees and all of these individuals. So uh, the first feature of the Independent African Academy is research methodology. Focus on development of research libraries and specialized collections and extensive library research, emphasis on both secondary and primary materials consultation of sources typically suppressed in European Academy. The second feature is pedagogical methodology, which means teaching methodology, how we teach. And so close associations and mentorship between professors and students. So apprenticeships under, you know, people who know more. So that was part of our independent academy. We had apprenticeships, lectures, discussions, and directed teachings. So when you, you see all these old tapes of Dr. Ben, John Henry Clark going out in the community doing these lectures, that's part of our schooling. Um, emphasis on international dimensions of African history. So not we're just not talking about, you know, one particular place. We're talking about Africans global around the world. And so we know that John Henry Clark was really known for that. Uh, exploration of African history in relationship to history of other non-African peoples. 
and then Pan-Africanist Examination of International Experience and Interconnection of Africans Globally, basically kind of the same thing. The third pillar is the theoretical assumptions. The theoretical assumption is African agency as the historiographical starting point for historical interpretations. In other words, Afrocentricity. That is from the African's perspective first that we should examine um, their relationships between others in their perspectives of, uh, of history as we know it. And then African nationalism and Pan-Africanism, skepticism of assimilationism, Europeanization and Christianization. And then lastly, indigenous African culture as the basis for modern African human development and society. The last pillar only has one point, and that is a publication mandate. Research publication distributed through African controlled vehicles uh, accessible to African audiences. And so it's not enough that they were just learning and reading and having discussions about things. There was a mandate that you organize your thoughts and you publish it, especially if you uh, claim to have new information and new insights. The Independent African Academy, they were all involved in publishing. And so it's not being elitist when someone asks you about your publications because this is part of our tradition in terms of the independent African Academy. This is not something that is strictly Eurocentric. This is part of our tradition. So John Henry Clark, um, you know, it's questionable if Dr. Ben ever had any degrees, um, that's still being investigated. And what we know John, uh, John G. Jackson didn't have any degrees off the Schoenberg, you know, Joel Rogers, none of them. But they made major contributions because of their scholarship and they adhered to methodology and things of that nature. And so he was trying to tell Brother Daddy that, you know, your, your ideas, you may have studied a lot, but until you put them down on paper for the community, the people who study the same resources, vet your things. It doesn't have to be vetted by Europeans. It's just people who study this. There's a, there's a whole body of people. Dr. Torre spent countless hours in those libraries uh, going through every single document to, to put together this book. And so it's, 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 it's without question that he went through those sources when you read the text. But you know, when, when Daddy first started off his argument, you know, he made it seem as if the, uh, because Arthur Schomburg didn't have letters, that that was the reason for the beef between Carter G. Woodson and Arthur Schomburg. That is not true. It is, it is based on the fact that Carter G. Woodson uh, created some documents and was giving out acknowledgments and things of this nature to everyone except Arthur Schomburg. Carter G. Woodson was going to New York visiting Arthur Schoenberg's library, Arthur Schoenberg was giving him primary resources and was helping him with his research, his research and was not giving him any um, uh, of his props, not giving him any acknowledgement of nothing. And so this started the rift between them two. Brother Saw, can I, 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 I ask you a question? Brother go Saw. ahead. So uh, we've already established that Arturo Schoenberg was giving him primary sources and great information, and he was not being recognized. Why do you think that was? You can only speculate. As a scientist, you can't put, interject your own opinion as fact. Unless you, you have that's a document. Why I you what you thought, brother. I'm just purely asking. No, but I, I understand the, the nature of your question. 
And so this is what people are assuming that because he didn't have the letters that that was the reason that had, that had nothing to do with the reason. There was a lot okay. of folks that Carter G. Wilson was involved in that didn't have the quote unquote letters. Getting a PhD was a rare thing for African-Americans at this time. Matter of fact, Dr. Torre even gives the statistics, you know, uh, decade by decade of how many blacks even got PhDs at this time. It was not like how it is today where everybody was just going to school and getting PhDs. So the vast majority of the people who were presenting us information did not have PhDs. Matter of fact, William Leo Hansberry was one of Dr. Henry Clark's major uh, influences and teachers. He only got to the master's level, but he was so cold that when he tried to get his PhD, one of the reasons why he couldn't find a, a dissertation committee is because all of them admitted that he knew more about African history than any of them. They couldn't supervise his work. This is documented in Torres' text as well. And mm -hmm. so what, what, what Issa is saying on one part is like, here's a resource. If you really want to understand this independent African academy of those without letters influencing and shaping the academy, that there was it was no real beef between you know, people who had letters or not, what mattered was the quality of the information and your method. And this is one thing that I stress to folks, you know, uh, in the community. Like, don't be intimidated by people's letters. That's not the issue. It's your rigor. And we can, and, and what he was trying to say is that you can tell by somebody's conversation whether they have a grasp of the subject or not. It doesn't matter if they've read the source. Like I, there's a brother on my on my YouTube page who trolls my pages, and his his name is Omawali the Elder, and so my last lecture that I did on YouTube on my art and linguistic analysis, he comes on my page, you know, trolling as usual, talking mess, and so you know he has an issue with the Amara squad because yeah. of course we yeah. teach that monkey shit, yeah, and so. The you know he's trying to argue with me that we believe the white man's stuff that we come from monkeys. The but he's and and I said I'm I'm sorry my brother I cannot engage you until I know that you have read you know some basic text on evolutionary biology because you know uh, there's no there's no scientists arguing that we come from monkeys you know but I, this is something that we say all the time. You know, for those who people who are making that argument, it's, it's not that you don't have letters like he tried to make it that, oh, you know, you're trying to throw the I don't have to have a white man's degree to do all of this. It's, it's not about that. We know I can tell by your conversation that you know nothing about evolution. Hold on. Alan, you had a question, brother? I yeah, not really, a, not really a question. I think you should have let the rest of the video play. Yeah, I wanted to. That's because, what I wanted because, to Because, if in order to demonstrate information as we're talking in this age, we're not in the 60s, we're not in the 70s, we're here. If we're on here and we're like, okay, let's dialogue about this subject. And when the person says, you are not qualified to dialogue with me, then he did not say that. And I watched the entire video. Okay, play the video, Godfield. Prime let's go. Now, hold on, hold on, guys. Mute your mics. Let me just go to the video. Let me finish playing. Yeah. Let me get this out of the way. And when a person says, you are not qualified to dialogue with me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, I'm sorry. Something like that. John Hinger Clark is the only study 
the only study in the world. I know this because I did the book read, the only book review for that study. Okay, I got it. All right. What's the title? What's the full title? Title is John Henry Clark and the Power of the Africana History. All right. So, brother, this is what I'm trying. I'm not here to debate you, right? I'm not here to debate anybody. I'm here to help enhance your knowledge so we can bring more people, right, into this, into this, these platforms, because it's all about the liberation of Africa. Really, and if you look at this tradition, I told you this goes back to the 18th century, right? This platform that the Dagger Squad is doing, it's an ancient tradition for those of us Africans who were brought here to this country. And I would love to come on and do a PowerPoint presentation just on that. Dr. Terrain's book is the only book that scientifically breaks down the genealogy of what we call the underground university. It's the only book. The arguments that you're talking about with Schomburg and these other groups are right there, right? And that sometimes Schomburg really wasn't trained, right? But the training doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that you go through the white man's school because Dr. Clark and Dr. Ben went to no school. But they had the training. They had the methodology down. Right? We had training. Hey, brother, hold on, hold on one second. That's making the assumption that the only place that you can get the methodology is within those institutions. No, so yes, yes, then, you're not, then you didn't hear anything I just said. Right, but yeah, but it's, it's, it's not. Uh, Dr. Discussing. Clark and Dr. Ben were methodologically, methodology, methodologically trained in the Harlem book clubs and other platforms like this. But the Correct. people who trained them, right, some of the people that trained them had no degrees and some of them did. You're correct. But the most important thing is that they had the training. They sat under people who trained them, right? And what we see now, a lot of brothers and sisters are going off, and that's the, it's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with it, right? But when people come out to try to do the training, I think this is what's going to happen. I'm trying to get a lot of the brothers and sisters in academia to start dialoguing with our brothers and sisters with platforms like this. Me and Brother Reggie, we talk about this a lot, bro. Dr. Reggie, he's with the uh, 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 with the House of Conscience. We've been we've been beat, we've been dealing on this for a lot. That's a very knowledgeable brother. Now that brother has a bachelor's degree in computer science, but because he sat under the foot of Dr. Ben and Dr. Clark and Dr. Jeffrey. He has the methodology, right? He is on beat on every damn level. He's on beat with it because of the training. And what I'm trying to say, this, 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 this platform is ancient. And the only person who scientifically deals with that platform is Dr. Terrell. So if you want to start dialoguing with me on this platform, you got to at least read Dr. Therese's book. And then we can dialogue. No, see, that's, see, that's the problem, though. It, it doesn't have to be just Dr. Therese. There are other methods, and I agree that may be no, one no, of no, them, of having I'm this saying, 
I'm no, not, no, no, but you're well, making it seem, the, you're okay, making it seem like he's the foremost person within the subject matter. What I'm telling you, he is the foremost person in the subject no, matter. No, but there are, but yeah, there's, there's, there's nobody else in this country that has put out a study on this. I can tell you nobody that. else reading the materials that are the source materials that he read to come to that conclusion is your assumption. This is what I'm brother, telling you. you. Brother, brother, you just told me, right? Yes. You just informed me. You started off talking right. about Arthur Schomburg, I mean, Brother Schomburg. Right? For one. Yeah, for, for one. For one. That, that's what I heard. And I said, and what I did is threw you a dime. I said, oh, and I said, brother, and I said, I appreciate brother, it. Let me finish. I said, brother, if you really want to know that story, you really want to know all of those stories that, that is, embodies that, that goes back to the 19th century, the 18th century, you got to look at Dr. Therese's book, all right? Now, for those who, who heard, they're going to get the book, they're going to check it out, right? Sure, I, I would check it out myself. No problem. Anybody? No, no, no. Okay, both of you. Daddy, Daddy, hold on a second, bro. Dr. Isa. What's I'm, up? I'm, I'm taking offense to one thing. I'm going to tell you why. If someone, because I'm a, I deal with primary research. That means that if your Dr. Tory or your brother Tory has information in his book and sources, we, with the data squad would be familiar with the sources. We might not be familiar with him. Hold on a second, let me finish. Our research, and, I, and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you this straight up, true story, I don't think anybody could stand in the same circles as true story for what he has done for the community as far as information and his works, because you don't know him. Just like how you don't know him and you don't know Tore, I guarantee you, if you get to know Danny, you, you probably won't mention Tori's name again. What has Danny published? Not, no, no, no. All right, see, there you go again. Yeah, yeah that's the same. This is what you're trying to know. Publish anything. And it's not going to work here. You know something. It's not going to work here. That's what it's about. No, 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 fam. Right? If you haven't published anything, if you're going to say that you stand in this tradition, right, Dr. Clark and Dr. Ben published. So when you publish, you put your stuff out for scrutiny. Right? Hey, does the video on YouTube count as something that Danny would have published? No, I'm talking about that writing. can stand up for scrutiny. Could you, could you say that as a publication? Writing, writing. It doesn't really have to be a writing, a publication. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Any other people about what if I publish? What would you like to dialogue about? That's the question. No, no, no. I can verbally publish what I need. No, because because. Because your your methodology will come out based on what you've published. Right. And you will hear my methodology based on what we've discussed because it will be based on the materials that I have read to come to that conclusion. Okay. You're making then that if you have read a whole lot, then it shouldn't be difficult for you to put that into Right. And if you have read a lot, it shouldn't be difficult for you to discourse with someone who has read it instead of making assumptions that they need to be lettered or have a published work I, exclusively I to validate said, them. I just said Dr. Clark didn't have a letter. I just said Dr. Ben, had a bunch of letters, didn't have a letter. All right? And I'm not trying to dismiss you either. But right, from so what was the point of the published work? You got to that as a validation for something. What does that mean? You say what? 
you're acting like a published work is a validation for something. Okay, it is not. Well, let me ask you, well, let that me ask you this one point. If you go to the hospital after having any type of injury, you expect those people in the hospital to be well-trained to treat you, right? Those people who are medical doctors or nurses in that hospital went through some training and some, some type of certification, right? But everybody... Okay. Wants to get yeah, that's that's the analogy I'm gonna read. When I go to the hospital, I want to know. I ask these men. I say, look, wh wh where did you go to school? Because you, you have a lot of fake people who put on medical uh, on jackets, acting like they're medical doctors, and they're not really trained. And people end up dying. And we have a lot of people out there who come in just because they read a few books, and now all of a sudden, right, they are experts in the field. Well, no one's supposed to be a person. So what I'm saying is that there's a tradition to this. Yes, and you guys go back to the Holy Spirit. It's not occurring. So what I'm saying is it doesn't occur to the 19th century, and you want to talk about the Phoenix Society and all the Oh, 
intellectual no, 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 compass no, no, no. about your I think he's asking your question. Oh, you're the one that got that problem, not me. <laughs> No, it's you the one hollering that somebody's the foremost. Dr. Isa. Yeah, I can tell from your discourse. I can tell from what? when you first started off from your discourse. So set it up, bro. Set it up, bro. This is the challenge. If you want to check my discourse, I, I, you can challenge me. How about that? You're not on my level. Right oh, you're not on my level. He can challenge you. You can be challenged no, by I anybody can. at I any time. Yes, I can. Yes, she, oh, yes, he can. He can be you don't need to know who I am. Yes, if people know, I, I bet you I'm validated by all people. Search on our own. It's June 30th, 1901. Intellectually lazy. Hold on. There's no good writing. Stop being intellectually confident. Since you want to check my discord, you can't check challenge this. me. How about that? You're not on my left. Yes, I can't do it right now. Oh, you're not on my left. He can challenge you. You can be challenged no, by I anybody can. at any time. Yes, I can. Yes, she, oh, yes, he can. He can you don't mind. need to know who I am. Yes, people know. I, I bet you I'm validated by all this. This is what I'm doing. Let's calm it down. Let's calm it down. Somebody want to challenge something that you present in a presentation on the spot. You're saying that they can't challenge because they're not qualified or there's a proper way to do it. Hold on, your mic's muted. Your mic's muted. Hold on a second. Your mic's muted. Hold on. Every, I muted everybody's mic because it was getting out of hand. The people on YouTube can't hear. They can't hear everybody talking at the same time. This is what I'm suggesting now. My brother Danny has challenged, given you an open challenge right now, saying that he'll challenge you on any information now what we got to decide is what information is danny want to have a discourse in because I, I don't get it but you're saying that he's not qualified because he doesn't know tories book that's how it's coming off that's not that's not right because i know a lot of stuff that you don't know i know a i know tons of stuff you don't know brother i know tons of stuff so let me let me open up back everybody's mic and we have a decent discourse everybody could unmute their mics and we could get back and talk back how we, how we should be talking. All right? Because we all adults here. So everybody unmute their mic who needs to talk. Danny, you could unmute your mic. Professor, um, Dr. Issa, you could unmute your mic. And we could get it in. So if, if Danny is, is giving you an open challenge right now, you guys pick the topic and, go, and, and decide when you're going to do it. If you say that Danny can't debate you, then what's the purpose of listening to you if it can't be critiqued? Go ahead, Danny. Danny, you're muting and unmuting yourself. Dr. Issa, press on the button on your, on your screen. I'm good. On your screen. And... Danny, so unmute what? your mic. So yeah. Danny, you good? Okay. Yeah, I could hear you. Dr. Issa pressed the wrong button. Yeah, it's better bounce. That's all to it, fam. We're going to start with the arrogance. I appreciate PhDs and higher education. I appreciate that. But don't come around like you can't be questioned. Like, in order to talk to you, you need some type of letter validation. Get the hell out of here with that, man. And yeah, I said it. I'm yeah. sorry y'all got to hear me talk like this, but we, this is enough of this, man. No, I, this is something I, called I, the autodidact. 
there's some people who dedicate their lives and read and are not lettered yeah. and they'll need to be validated by the university. Exactly. It's like it's like me again, Danny. It's like me. It's like hold on a second now. Check this out now. Now when Dr. Faraji comes on, is he gonna tell me I can't talk about ancient Near East history like we both speak Assyrian? And then you try to trigger him like that once you read a couple of books. Are you out of your mind? Hey, let me um let me say this before anybody, everybody crowd. I gotta say this, man. And whether you agree with me or not, I gotta say this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I did. Yeah, sorry, I just saw you coming. My bad, bro. I just saw you commenting because I had the, the thing on my screen. All right, this is this is one point. Doctor Issa is saying that we need to publish our works. Nobody disagrees with that. We have been saying this for over a year. We actually have works ready to be published, and we actually I don't, I could speak for myself. I have I even have a book ready. All right, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do it the proper way how the system is set up and go through the process of going to journals and get it peer reviewed. It's not a problem. He doesn't know that we have college degrees. He doesn't know that Danny has degrees. So there's an assumption like we don't have any formal letters. Second thing, we have to agree with Dr. Issa on the point, whether we like him as a person or not, we should get our stuff published. So we all agree with Dr. Issa with that. The issue I had is that if he made a presentation of, of Amen, and, and, and trust me, we had a lot to say about that whole Amen presentation. But we said, you know what? Out of respect, let the brother live, man. Let's get him for another, let's wait for another day. I even asked Asar about the book. I asked several people about the book who have read the book. But the issues I have, I didn't bring them up. I let it alone and leave it alone. He came on the show. He saw that we were on live. He came on because he subscribed to the channel. And we were very respectful, but the whole issue is, he said, you're not on my level. The issue was, um, if you make a presentation about Amen, can I ask you a question about it? That's basically what we're saying to the brother. Can we question you, you based on what we have studied? Oh, we don't have any work, so we're not on your level. We can't question you. And that's how he came off. That's why I can't see how anybody signed. Asar, I don't know if you noticed, know he went on um, Joel Benjamin and, and, and defended the fact that you're an audit, autodidact. He defended you, which Danny's also an autodidact. Although Danny has a degree in something and he, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I never, um... okay, all right, all right. Let's, um, all right, so who wants to go first? Anybody want to go first? <laughs> race to go first go ahead Asar. yes uh I, I i listened to the the entire show and i listened to it at least twice and um it, it was several issues that's why i put in the 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 back chat um that i wish you would have you know paused it at every kind of major point so we can discuss each one in terms of the issues and what I kept finding through this whole entire discussion is that Danny and you were arguing from assumptions that he never made at all. And he kept correcting y'all on it and y'all still would make arguments from that argument, from that standpoint that he never made. He never, not once in that entire argument said that you had to be lettered in order to be taken seriously. But daddy kept bringing that up into the discussion 
and trying to make it seem as if he even implied that and he even said that. And so, hold on, um, sorry, he said that we're not on his level. What no, no, talking? no. That wasn't a. He didn't say that it was not. A, he saw he specific. He was speaking specifically to Daddy on the question of the specific topic on Arthur Schomburg and and um and and uh, Carter G. Woodson. But we and could never were, know listen, that because they never had a chance to dialogue on the information. Because y'all kept interrupting and talking over each other. This is why you can't count a YouTube discussion as a publication. I'm listening to this objectively. Now, you know, when when Brother Black Panther first told me the story, I was like, yeah, that, that sounds like Dr. East. I, I can't I can't front on that. And you know, I didn't I didn't have the video because y'all had the video on private or pause, or you know, it was down at the time. And so for some reason, some somebody posted it on Facebook and I decided to to uh look at the video. And so when I looked at the video objectively. I see where we went wrong. And it starts off with daddy, with his assumptions. And he tried to make arguments from certain assumptions. And so what he was saying is that, you know, it's, it's this, I, I, I give you the example. You bring up Dr. Issa on Joe Benjamin show. And I saw that episode where it was brother Kansu and um, Ngozi. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, Ngozi, like I have this problem just in general, people will give you arguments that you've never made give you assumptions that you have never assumed and will argue from that standpoint so like Kansu and Ngozi swear to God that I have a problem I can't dialogue with black people I don't I don't think that people that have letters that don't have letters is worthy I'm that same argument that he's saying to Carter G Wilson he's saying that about me Kansu and Ngozi wow and and um you would never hear me say anything to that nature, especially if I'm a self-professed autodidact. You know, that you have to have that I'm throwing around my degrees. I have one degree. It's a computer information systems from the University of Houston. I'm working on my master's right now. It's in computer science. Everything else I learned, I learned through apprenticeships, uh, informal training and formal training. In, the, in these um, uh, in institutes or under, you know, um, qualified linguists, just the way that John Henry Clark and others learn. I would never make that argument, but if you listen to their show, they swear to God that that is the case. And when, you know, <laughs> there was a point where they got into it and, you know, he asked them about their publications, you know, and Kansu said that he had no publications which strikes me because he said that he has a master's degree. And if you have a master's degree, you have publications. So that's kind of questionable in of itself. <laughs> but, you know, at minimum, you have your master's thesis in, in terms of a, a peer-reviewed publication. Am I, am I wrong? You're correct, brother. I can't Okay, even. so, you know, it's not about, we understand that, you know, people have degrees and stuff like this. Now, remember, my first interaction with Dr. Esau was critically analyzing and, and um, uh, critiquing his Amin book from a linguistics perspective. And, and they'll tell you, if you listen to the videos, they're like, who the hell is this young brother challenging me on my works? That was a Sarm Hotel. You know, no, no degrees in linguistics giving them that work. 
but I had to show them. It was a way that I did it. I had to show them, just like what I did with Wesley Muhammad. I had to write this in the article to challenge him. I didn't make a YouTube video. I didn't do a size, the SETI route or, or whatnot and yell and, and scream on YouTube. I wrote it out. And then I was like, here, you know, but I, that's going, you know, a little bit beyond. The, the main point is when I was listening to that dialogue, it was a whole bunch of assumptions made that Dr. Issa never made at all. And, and when we talk about Dr. Torre, we know for a fact Dr. Torre went through all of those resources and many, many more. And he put it in writing form for you to analyze and critique. And he discusses that very same subject that, um, that Brother Danny brought up. And in, in that text, you can uh, uh, there's a different conversation about what went on than what Brother Danny was talking about. And so this is from us doing proper literature review. And so you, you're not qualified to, to really have a debate about it until you have read those sources. Now, we all love Dr. Clark, and we all quote what Dr. Clark says. He says, I don't debate my, um, he says, I only debate my equals, all others I teach. You have to have read what Dr. Clark has read. You have to have done what Dr. Clark has done to debate him. To have a real proper debate because a debate like i'm you know like me and wesley muhammad we can have a debate in the future because we're we're operating from the same sources we've already written back and forth now we can have a public debate i'm trying to show people how you how you do this when people have debates it's based on each other's works and the assessment of the the same primary sources or secondary sources because now it's just a disagreement I think the second part you won't point where as far as how you do with this course, but in a mere discussion about the specific topic, when the question is asked, can you give me an example? He gave the example of Schomburg. Then it gets the, the conversation gets changed. He's like, okay, about this in the 16th and in the 17th century. There's dialogue about this. Where's your publications? Where's your it's a dialogue, it's not no, a no, no, no. There was there was a process. That's why I wish that. You know, because that's why in a live conversation, it's hard to get through all of that because you're in the heat of the moment. And a few people talk over each other and somebody says something you all can't hear. You know, there's some underlying I mean, I, things I that Danny it. said I, that you couldn't hear because Dr. Issa was talking about. And yeah, then you couldn't hear Dr. Issa on certain points because, you know, Garfield or, or Danny was talking. And so when, when you listen to that point of the conversation, you know, he starts off. Johnny starts off with the wrong premise that because he wasn't lettered talking about Arthur Schomburg that Carter G. Woodson had a problem with him. That is incorrect. And so Dr. Issa tried to talk to him about it. And so then Danny disagreed with him and tried to basically make an argument. And so he's like, look, brother, have you read this text? No, I have not read that text. But I've read some primary doc. He says he read some primary documents. But that's the whole point of the conversation, bro. But that's like if I'm building with you, like I asked you a question. You made a statement the other day. I said, I want you to show me how you can uh, track a language without being written. That, yeah, I, but you weren't trying to argue with me. That's the difference. When no, you brought up, when you brought up the, the question, yeah. I had I just happened to have a PowerPoint ready you know, um, for you to be able to answer that. I answered the question, but it wasn't like, see, this is what I run into a lot, and this is what he was talking about. 
And and Danny took it the wrong way and tried to make it personal because Dr. Issa didn't say him specifically. He said people in general read a few books, but then claim to be experts and argue with you. This is the point I was getting to with, with Brother Ngozi. If you watch that show or that series of show on Brother Joe Benjamin's show, we're having a debate about the, the validity of Afroasiatic as a language phylum. I have read all the literature on this, and I disagree with the notion that Afroasiatic is a legitimate genetic family, knowing the rules of linguistics and, and that based on the literature review. And Gozi hasn't read any of this. He's read a few articles from um, um, Christopher Eric. Yeah, you could be and right. And the reason, that, the reason that you know that, though, is because in dialogue, you see it that was no dialogue. Doing... Every single time you disagree with Ngozi, it's a cuss out session. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He I just, he just cusses yeah, you yeah, out. Yeah, and yeah. You can't Every have a dialogue. Go, yeah, we know that ain't happening. Yeah, so but, it, it's never yeah. been me and Ngozi have never had a dialogue because of the, the way he responds when you disagree with him. And all I'm saying is this it oh, came out right in that now. conversation. Can... This is what I'm saying. It came out in that conversation that he had not done any of this reading. He had to, he doesn't know about linguistic rules because uh, Joe Benjamin asked him specifically, "Are you going to debate Asar and the Amara squad on this point?" And he says, "I'm not going to debate them until I go research the methods. Asar knows the methods, and I'm gonna go research the methods. Then I'm gonna come argue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my argument against you." He's not qualified to debate me at this point because he doesn't, he admitted that he doesn't know the methods. So if he didn't know the methods, he couldn't have made an argument in the first place. And so this is why when you're doing research, you it is proper to have literature review. So you understand what has come before you so you can prove to the reader that you are qualified to make new arguments. Agree with you 100, hey, but that was never done, I, bro, brother. Because uh, I, I wrote down several points from the conversation, and I just want to talk about them uh, briefly because I see brother Danny's in. And uh, the first thing I saw, what and noticed is when Dr. East, I said, "I'm trying to give you some information, and I'm not even going to charge you." That was not conducive to a productive conversation to me because it seems like a jab. So I thought from the beginning, it was kind of a rocky conversation and it wasn't going towards a productive uh, direction. Now, he made another point where he said, this is the only study in the country that breaks it down in, in a certain manner, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. And it may be a phenomenal book, but that phenomenal book has sources. So if we can examine those sources, we can get the information that he may have used to come to different conclusions in that book. I think that's an important point because I think that's what Danny was getting at. Now, in my, in, in my heart, I believe, and I decipher from that conversation, that Danny just wanted to have a dialogue about what happened between Sean Bird and Carter G. Woodson and the different examples of this happening throughout history. Somehow that turned into 
uh, you have to read this text in order to have that dialogue. So I think he it got misconstrued. No, what I'm saying is what he said was, brother, if you want a dialogue with me about this, you need to read this book. Now, that's a suggestion, and that's not a, a mandate, but that is a suggestion. But I think Danny just wanted to have a conversation about the examples of this during history. And when you say, well, you have to read this book because this has all the information, but Danny's saying, well, I have other information that I want to present. All it was going to be is a dialogue. That's I it. understand exactly it, what you're saying, but you gotta into you gotta count chronology of the conversation. I At that you. point, in, in that point of the discussion, that a lot has already transpired. I'm sorry. At that point, I'm hold sorry. On, hold on one second, brother. Hold on one second. Danny's here. Let me let me okay. let go after um Ben. Everybody mute the mic. Danny, speak for yourself. Let's let we not speak for you. All right. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. Uh, good afternoon. Um, like I said, ain't this <laughs> your signal? Um, check your can signal. You hear me? Boy, oh, the tunnel. Oh, can you hear me? You got, yeah, you, I can hear you, brother. The, I, I, um, I don't want something else though. You got the itis. You got the itis with this signal right here. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The angle. All right, I'm gonna call his name. You got the phone Hello? from Chicago. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah you sound better now. Oh, all I was going to say is, isn't this a bit dramatic? All I wanted to do, I think Ben just summed it up the best, so he kind of stole my thunder. But geez, Louise, man. My this bad. is what we got to go through with each other to just have a conversation. Come on. That's all. I mean, Asar just made it into this whole big play and drama and made all these assumptions about what I was thinking. It's Garfield's show. And he came on, and we could have had a discussion about something. He want to talk about us. So all you got to say. Is this the disconnect that we had with each other where, you know, it's got to be a combat just to have a conversation and a, a chest-pounding contest? No, sir. But can I, can I, can I briefly oh, just pause on. real quick? Hold on. I, I had to address it because he just did exactly what I, what I said earlier. You made an assumption that I made any type of assumptions oh, on your geez, part. I never said or ever implied that I knew yeah, anything but, but of what you were thinking. Yeah, but about that, like, I was trying to attack him. Listen, that, listen, it was no, uh, I, I didn't make any assumptions. Everything that I said, I can prove by what you stated. I didn't make any assumptions on what you assumed. That's what I'm uh -huh. saying. You have to be specific here. Like, no, there's, no, there's a point in two minutes. There's a point in two hours and, and right, 24 minutes. Yeah. There's a there's a point, for example, at two hours and 24 minutes where you make the assumption. Uh, Is that at that, the beginning, like I talked about, that I did, was my initial conversation or opening? Listen, brother, you, you can't interrupt me. No, you can't interrupt me because you have plenty of time to talk. I understand, but I wanted because to bring was, out the, the exact sample. Exact sample. Listen, you, you're you're being talk, combative man. here. Somebody Why don't try you to calm tell you? Down. Listen, been on here talking listen, about the whole situation for an listen, hour, listen. Somebody, you just addressed me. We're not talking about anyone else. You oh, just addressed man. me. Well, you first of all, and I'm telling down, you, Danny, Danny, Danny. Listen, listen. I'm telling you that the the assumptions that you just made is false about me. And you're trying to argue with me about it. 
Actually, you're the one yelling. I'm not yelling at you. I'm trying to tell you. You're trying to. You're trying to shift it. Getting defensive, and I'm just trying to have a. I'm just trying to actually. I understand you're trying to have a conversation, but in the conversation, it's not a conversation. You have to. You have to dialogue and respond on the facts of the conversation. You can't look at you. Look at you. Listen. Listen. You can't interject and try to put your perspective on somebody else. No, it is not. It's not the same thing. I'm trying to tell you, bro. I'm trying to give you an example. Anybody who is listening to this dialogue and rewinds this will see what I'm saying. You try to put your perspective on other people and make it their own. Look at this. Look at you. And when they correct you on it, then you get defensive. No, you're the one that's doing this right now. Hey, Danny. Hey, Danny, man. You, you, you know. I ain't gonna lie, Dan. Uh, uh, I, I, I tuned in on that show, man. Um, I think Dr. Isha was doing what most elders do. He was just saying, uh, you know, discuss it. And, and it, it kind of took a turn. You know, uh, it was bigger than just the point. It, it seemed like a lot of ego. Uh, I don't think Assalam Hotep doing that bad of explaining the situation from, from Dr. Isha's point of view. But, but it seemed like your energy just switched up. Now now you're taking the back seat. You were very combative that day, man. Um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a youngster in this game. I sit around the elders. A lot of times they tell me don't question nothing they say until I do the research. You know, even if I got a dissertation, it's just something, it's just part of the, the research method of, of knowing exactly what they talk about so that we can have that dialogue. Um, right. So, so is everybody at their libraries right now by their books? No, no, no. Hold on, hear me out. Here, Google Hangout and have a talk about some things that God. No, nah, it's like it's like right now. If you brought up a topic that I don't understand, and I, I, you know, uh, not not necessarily that I don't understand, but if you brought up a topic that I'm not like well read in, and and, uh-huh. uh, and and you know, I have a question about the topic, but you you know, you you on you on to something already. You know, you might be in the middle of explaining something totally different. Uh, uh, you know, as far as for a dialogue, it should be in the form of a question, not a challenge. You know, in in, in this type of arena, you know, what I'm saying on a, on a hangout, it should be like a question, not really too much combative. Uh, you know, trying to get a point across because no one here, no one is in front of that library at that moment. You know, what I'm saying not even the listeners, the people who are engaged. So you know, uh, uh, I think I think this thing got way blown out of proportion. Uh, Doctor Isha has a good heart, man. I don't think he's really. Uh, uh, in a place where he's trying to like assassinate a character, but in, you know, in terms of funny thing, wait, hold on, hold on. You know what the funny thing is about all of this craziness? I don't have no ill will or have nothing against him. That's what I'm saying. I, because, you know, I didn't, because, I didn't wait, see, I didn't on, see me, that. Let me finish, man. Because Let that brother speak. I mean, Garfield will tell you yourself. I mean, actually, I applaud. I know his history at Dell State and the stuff that he went through there. So it's it's just a soap opera. But it's like anything in the conscious community at this point. Yeah, that's true. Are you true, seeing that's this true. craziness? No, I agree. I agree. So just to you go know. and build with somebody, just like Alan mentioned earlier, it's like <laughs> you see the. No, you know, you know. Uh, one one thing, and this, this is, is why people get on, turned hold on, hold on off. Hold on a second, Danny. Hold on a second, brother. Nate. Uh, let me say this for the listeners, man. I'm gonna um, cause I gotta run out to the street real quick. I'm gonna leave the um the chat going. I'm gonna come in as. Under under um, my Garfield. Hold on, do I have a space here? Five or four nine. I do have space. I could jump on with my other other um name. But let me let me say this though. One important thing we gotta figure out: <clears throat> Can we have? 
can we have a, a, a I think Asar, the question that Alan asked was a very important question to Asar. Asar said that Alan wasn't combative. And in a sense, in a sense, Dr. Issa said some, he's, he made a little smart comments that really probably got under my skin. I can't speak for Danny. But he did say some slick shit. Let's just keep it real. Mm-hmm. And I, I probably shouldn't have been egged on by the comments. But he did because I watched the video where he talked to Ngozi and 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 Kansu. I already had it in my mind where he might have gone. So yes, I'll admit it. Yes, I was I was ready to battle, Doctor E. <laughs> I'm not going front. I'm not going front because I thought what he did. Oh, I didn't really? agree with him, but I don't agree because. Put your daggers down, Garfield. Put them down. I, I, I spoke to, <laughs> spoken to about this, and I spoke to other people. The brother did say some some slick shit about the Dagger Squad, Amara Squad, and, and and other groups. So I already had something inside of me. I haven't spoken to Asar about it, but mm-hmm. I spoke to Ben about it. Ben, know what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna say it on the air. Yeah. That brother had it coming. He had it coming. Let me just put it that way. And I was ready. I ain't gonna lie. I was ready to go in on him. Even if I was wrong, I was willing to, just based on what he said, allegedly. So I I can't speak for Danny, but I know where I was going. But the, but I was humble enough, though, to let him come on the channel three days earlier and don't say nothing. Nothing. But my only issue is, and, and Asar, you're actually... You're actually proving our point in a sense. Because when you came on and we dialogued with you, you dialogued with us, although we don't know shit about linguistics. We still had a good conversation, and I learned from you. But Dr. Issa never gave us that chance. He never gave us that chance one time. I think think y'all didn't give each other that chance. Hold on, hold on. on, on, Another thing, though, two days ago when I did the show, he, he doesn't want to have even a dialogue with us now. We're like the enemy. We're like the enemy. I mean, if you if you went on a hostile uh, uh, show, you know, uh, regardless of what the intent was, or uh, you know, I, I don't think that you know he would come back uh, come back either. You know, there's certain places that I wouldn't go just because of the nature of the show. Now, I don't think that y'all were too bad. Y'all y'all haven't gotten to what I've seen. You know, even on the Armour Raw Squad show, you know, so uh, I can and I can at least say that y'all had a, a level of decorum that was above what I've seen, you know, in the conscious community. Um, what I'm I'm just looking at this because I, I I heard the comments and and I've already told Black Panther that in terms of his slick comments and stuff like that, I can't argue with you on that. You know, he is a he is a a friend and a colleague of mine, but I'm not going to to just because he is that take up for him where he is in the wrong, you know, and, um, and I would do the same for y'all. I just try to look at things objectively and to see where the human element comes in. And so, you know, it's, it's just as brother Nate said, it was, it was egos and y'all went on a tangent from the, from the main points. And then y'all were arguing points that weren't being argued and it just got out of hand. And that's all I'm saying is that if you go to the beginnings of the discussion, you can see, you can trace, know the moment exactly where it went wrong. And to me, it started with Danny. 
And then, you know, then the slick stuff came from Dr. Issa, which made it worse. And then, you know, y'all compiled on that. And 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 it just was um, a, a missed opportunity, in my opinion, for for an excellent dialogue on on an issue that, matter of fact, that even we're debating on December 18th, because it's the same issue. The those with the degrees, you you remember? Do y'all remember the debate with uh, Seti and not Seti, Natural Tahudi and Wesley Muhammad? Yes, slowly. Yeah, back and watched. Yeah. Slaughter. So at, remember that uh, Wesley Muhammad had one of the brothers from the Nation of Islam introduce him, and then uh, Nasser Tahudi had Brother Seti introduce him. Yeah. In, the, in the beginning, if you watch that, that debate, you will hear Brother Seti talking about uh, the, the people with the organizations and, and the letters, you know, coming at the people with, you know, the non-letters, the non-degreed street folks. And you know we about the work, and he, Why he your made voice it a change like that, or so? huh? Why your voice changed like that? I don't know. It's a habit, you know. <laughs> I ain't got I ain't got his voice down like you and brother Bujabu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's my best interpretation. But Seti at 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 that um, particular point makes it an issue between those who are lettered and those who are not lettered, and that's not the case at all. And and Wesley Muhammad, to his credit even though I disagree with him on a lot of things, you know, he has clearly stated, you know, uh, that it's not about that. And, and the subject matter in which they were talking about was outside of that normal academy th stuff. And so, but you constantly have folks, um, matter of fact, this is even addressed in West, not Wesley, uh, what's his name? Um, Spike Lee's uh, School Days. So if you remember the uh, when um, Kareem Hardison's character and uh, they were they were at the the local you know like McDonald's or something and it was uh, Samuel L. Jackson you know I may be dating myself for some of y'all I don't know how old y'all um, who have seen this film man we didn't see school days hey ain't that young okay I'm just you know I gotta ask you know some folks. Ain't seen school days, but you can see that same dynamic in school days and the people in the community thinking that the people at the college have an issue with them because they are not lettered. And then uh, it's vice versa, you know, and, and people aren't communicating and just arguing instead of looking at this systematically looking at this and naming names, because it could be an issue of five individuals, but those five individuals now become the representatives of everyone in their class. And we got to avoid that. That's a that's a logical fallacy. That's a that's a a, a research error. Yeah, yeah. But I just that. As far as the terms on the um, since you got the brother Torrey's book, um, as far as dealing with, you said that Schomburg was never uh basically being pushed to the side because he didn't have a degree, and that that wasn't true. Can y'all build on that so we could get some information and. Leave this type of stuff alone. Yeah, yeah. What I what I said earlier was that um, that the initial Danny, where conflict, are you, man? For me? Yeah, man. It sound like you're under a helicopter. Yeah, I'm in the top of one, man. <laughs> he must have a Bluetooth or something close to his face. Nah, nah. Got problem. That probably that probably was me. I just jumped in. No, that's Daddy. <laughs> 
Under the chopper, Arnold Schwarzenegger been going to. Hello. All right, peace and love, man. I just jumped back on. I I didn't even hear what y'all was talking about because I gotta run somewhere real quick. But um, we was talking about building on that on that question that uh, well that that topic that Danny. Carter, the Carter G. Wilson question, or just yeah. a question in general? Uh, yeah, the Carter G. Wilson and uh, Arturo Schomburg uh, issue, and my and I just would like to propose a question, and I want to hear from uh, Danny and Asar on this, because of course this is just speculation, but it's a fact that Schomburg was not acknowledged for the primaries and the information that he was given to Carter G. Wilson. Mm -hmm. Now. Some people may interpret that as him being, uh, you know, uh, not recognized on purpose because he wasn't lettered. Some people, you know, will say this, that, and the third. Does the book that Dr. Esau recommended answer that question? That's my question. I believe, I believe it does, um, but I have to go back. In, in my notes, because I'm, I'm further along in the book, so I got to go back. And see, that wasn't even something I really kind of highlighted, so I got to find it in, in the text. But it's, it's okay, definitely okay. in chapter two, I believe. Um, okay. On the chapter two is the training of an African scholar, and he's giving the influences of John Henry Clark. He has four primary teachers that uh, John Henry Clark has stated has been the primary influences of his life. And so on page 69, you see the table and it's Arthur Schomburg, um, whose years of instruction was 1934 and 1938. So for four years, he got you know, instructions from um, Arthur Schomburg. Another brother by the name of uh, Willis N. Huggins, who has a PhD, 1934 to 1940 was his uh, years of instruction. Charles C. Suffert, um, 1934, 1941, and then 1945, 1949, and then William Leo, William Leo Hansberry, who has a master's uh, degree. Um, and so those are the four major influences. And so the, the whole chapter is just giving a, a, an analysis of each one of those individuals. So uh, I think he starts off with Schomburg and the issues that arose between uh, Carter G. Woodson, and, you know, and it's and, and it was in a in a larger context because it was really more so the New York Harlem, you know, uh, research teams versus the D.C. research teams, which included, you know, Carter G. Woodson. Okay, uh, Danny, but, um, I'll have to I'll have research? to go to that so I can give you so a what? precise citation. So I want to ask, uh, Danny, what does your research say about what the rift was? and why uh, it took place and why he wasn't given credit. So, you know what? Honestly, this whole thing had nothing. I don't know how it just became about that because Garfield asked me for an example of something. I was going to say that. And that's why I gave him that example of something. Yeah. My point, yeah, in, it, my point in it was to go to something totally different and I was trying to get to the point of the things that he is talking about, and, and maybe he's not understanding what I'm trying to say, is, is, is way before Dr. Clark that these things occur. It is way before Arthur Schomburg that these things occur. 
my point of it, because Garfield asked me for an example, and I gave that, was to actually get back to something he mentioned, which I wanted to discuss, which was in the early 1800s, which was the African free school. And Garfield knows that I talk about this a lot. And my point of that was for all of that to show how we were teaching each other. And when they went and got this information, they actually brought it back to the community and were teaching others. And this is that relationship that we should have. So this is way before Dr. Clark and Willis Huggins, who, who I believe you guys are from Fordham, actually, with the PhD. I'm not just saying I have to throw one in there, but that's, that's just, that was from that New York scene. He was actually in the school systems and teaching in the public schools and, and trying to teach these methods. And that was the point. So that was just an example of what I was trying to say. But as far as those academies, it was Crummel who started it. That's why I didn't know what you mean by the, you said the independent uh, African society, I believe you said, or something to that effect, which I guess is, is, is Torway's including of maybe some of these things, which I did never objected to reading his book in the first place one time, not one time, but it was to get back to something that was earlier in the 19th century to show that Dr. Clark, by the time it gets to Dr. Clark and Schomburg, it's a continuum. That yeah, but uh, he, that's, that's exactly on. what he was saying. He wasn't disagreeing is, with you. He was just giving you a source. Was, okay, but I understand. That, 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 was my that, point. that outlines that entire process. That's all he was Hold doing. On. And all I'm saying is how, like, obviously I have some ability to articulate on a subject because no one else mentioned this. So my point was if we can discuss, discuss these things because it's on a Sunday hangout, Maybe we could see, and those things could be revealed, or we could discuss them, not argue over them. This everything in this community turns like a soap opera. This is what I'm talking about. Why can't we just discuss it? Understood. Um, but you know at the, at the beginning of the discussion, that was not the point. Do. Garfield asked me for an example. Exactly. I had a bigger point to make. It had nothing to do about Schomburg and Carter G. I'm aware. But it was about Schomburg and Carter G. The question because was... Because he asked me for... I, exactly. So you, But the example that you point. gave him was on that point. It wasn't about independent schools and stuff to this nature. Right, you because could I couldn't finish point, because he yep. interrupted me, and this is where he was going to give me something <laughs> and wouldn't charge me for it. Listen, on, listen. Man. I mean, so besides, like the, besides the split on, talk, listen to, what I'm, listen to really what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I heard the entire finished, conversation. Sorry, you can't interrupt him, though. This is what can't interrupt, I'm not man. interrupting him. I'm trying to. Yes, you I'm trying to listen, I'm trying to agree with you. On it, man. Be quiet just, for a moment no, and quit exactly. arguing. Now you're going to tell me shut up like you did, right? I didn't say you shut up. I said to be quiet and let me agree with you. Listen, Danny, I'm agreeing with you. It's not an argument. Calm down and let me finish if you agree. Why do you Listen, all I'm trying to do is correct you on on Man. where Dr. Issa came in and what he was saying. I you listened don't need to the to entire thing. You on that, bro. You had your chance. We're trying to No, no, you just right made now, a comment bro. that was incorrect. Oh, good Lord, dude. Bro, listen to what I'm saying. When you brought up that, all he did was make a suggestion. He just said, now look, that conversation right, so, that okay, you're having, listen to what he said. He said, that conversation that you're having, 
just like you should you, read Ahati Torres because he so discusses and point. outlines all of that. Right. So obviously, I know we can discuss these things, and I have. He's, he's, he wasn't do, he and he even told you that I'm not trying to debate because after all that right, you so, got combative. So why, is it, why is it not a discussion? Do you see how it's not? A, he really it wasn't about a discussion. You, you became combative like after that, right and that's now, when he dude. said, "Look, bro, I'm not trying to debate you." And all he's saying is that he's all all Dr. Issa was saying was that listen, Dr. Issa, all he said was that listen, Dr. Issa said, bruh, listen, I'm trying to inform you. I'm trying to have a conversation and he spazzes out for the second time on this, proving my point. You are not, it's not, you have no point because you're incorrect. And and every time I'm someone tries to correct you, you you have a problem. And and this is this and is the who problem. Are you, Osa? Who are you? It's dude? not on me. I'm trying to every time every I'm trying time to explain to you, to you you try to make it an argument. You, I don't know you, brother. I know you right. don't know me. Every time somebody tries to correct, who are you? You need brother, to brother on this phone on this phone conversation. Every time I try to correct you on your misinterpretation and miscitation of Dr. Issa, you get combative. This has nothing to do if I know you prior. We're talking about this conversation. In this conversation, every single time you were to get corrected, you have an issue. This is going a different direction. This is going a different direction. Everybody, everybody, everybody stop. 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 I can't mute because I'm, I'm I'm under Garfield's name. I'm not under Dagger Squad. I'm out of the road. Don't get it twisted. All right, hold on a second, guys. Hold on a second. We take we taking this in a whole different direction. All right. Once again, spaz. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second, Danny. I'm gonna yes. give you a minute to bring your point in. And when you're done, you see the thing. All right, Garfield. I'll, I'll take a coming. minute. I you can start whenever you want. But this is exactly my point. Why can't we not? Yo, Ben. How many times do we get on? We have discussions. Like what? Am I missing something? Where we're engaging, Alan? How many times we go? Yeah. We have discussions. Yeah. I think it's what one thing missing, being missed, guys. I got. I, I think it's one thing being missed. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Nate. No interrupting. Let us Danny speak. We're just going to no, do. No, right, you see my order. thirty seconds that's left every time, and then you just like you don't hear yourself. So who you yelling at? Who are you trying to come in giving corrections? We can have a discussion. If I'm incorrect, go for it. But let me get my point out. I didn't interrupt you. I didn't even join the conversation until you went on your dissertation for how long about the situation, which is the soap opera. Go ahead. My 30 seconds probably up. Take go ahead. Time. Go ahead, Danny. Make your point. Go ahead. Let's make your no, point. No, it's just then, my point. Like, yo, Garfield, like, every Sunday you come in, we have conversations about all of these things. What is the problem? Why is everything we got to go to the debate box or something? Which, so can, I never got can I say twisted, something, yo? I, I just want to say you something. You got to get back to building. Not this turn, is. Nate. I'm Hold sorry, y'all. Hold on, Nate. Hold on. No, nah, you can go ahead, man. You can go. You can go ahead, man. I ain't trying to. Can I? Can I respond? Everybody can speak. Can I respond? All right, go ahead, brother. Minute. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. All I'm saying is this: that even in discussions, conversations, if we're going to cite something that someone says, we need to be precise in that. We cannot misquote somebody and then make arguments from misquotations. And when we're talking about corrections, my correction is in the right quote, co quoting the person correctly. That's all my issue is. 
And so if, if someone has a problem with somebody correcting them on what somebody actually says versus what they think they said, then that's a personal character issue. And there's nothing I can do for that. All I'm trying to do is make sure that everyone is quoted correctly and that we have a discussion based on what was actually said and not what we think someone said or what we think someone believed behind what they said. That's all. All right, so now we're going to play this little tennis back for you. See, this is that, and I know everybody here, so we're not going to beat around the bush. But, yo, all of the little pokey stuff, we can have that conversation in that manner if you want, or we can talk. Now, Garfield can go play the back tape for the 9,000th time. This is the weirdest shit ever I've been a part of, by the way. And go and see exactly <laughs> what would happen when he started with that. And I'm not going to pay you for it. Garfield, you just said it yourself. Ben, you know the other people. That's where it all starts. You think I don't hear that? And you manage it yourself or soft. So however it go from there is how it goes. But that's where it starts. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. You're not going to charge me for it. He tried to be slick. And I called him on it. He got checked on it. And that's where it all went downhill. I so agree. Everything else happened after that. And that's how it I happened. Agree. So Garfield, for the ninth time, play it again. This is stupid, right. man. Just yeah. to have a conversation. Can we just move on from it? About anything, on, this, Just one Talk last point. This is my again. last no, thing. No, no, no. No, no. Listen, bro. Please. Listen. Listen. This please. is where the disagreement is. Listen, Brother Black Panther. Brother Black Panther, I respect you, but let me finish. Let me get this point across. Okay. Listen. It don't take long. Brother, let me finish this. I have a right to respond. All right. So now. You do. So now. He says that that's where the issue started, at that comment for him. What I'm saying is that it actually starts earlier. And it's earlier in the conversation <laughs> that the rift starts. And so okay, he is responding. Saying. Listen to what I'm saying. He is responding to um, the response, the nature and the energy of the response that he made to to uh, a comment that he made earlier and so um that's what it is for me and that's why i'm like we can play the tape and look to suggest i'm not against i'm not against or for any of you i'm not i'm not trying to uh play that i'm just looking at this objectively and i'm saying that it actually starts earlier than that point that is a critical point in the discussion it's one that i'm not defending him on in terms of the comments but it actually starts earlier than that. That's all right. I'm saying. But that's and we can move noted, on and we can have whatever. That's what you're saying. So that's fine. You have the right to say that. That does not mean that's what it all is. Right, let's, and that's let's, why we let's, can move on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. We're definitely going to move on. Definitely. I want to Next talk about topic, something. please. Um, right. Can I introduce well, I just, a topic? I got a hold question. On, hold on a second. Before you introduce your topic, let me look at my timeline real quick and see what else was on the topic. It's supposed to be. Um, yeah, on the agenda. Hold on one second. Whew. Oh boy. Um, um hey, let me let me give a shout out to um to, to Monica because um we're both gonna be at the Louisville um Kentucky Economic Conference and she's gonna be talking about student loans and I'm also a panelist talking about economics and credit. And it's going to be a wonderful weekend. Uh, Monica, you want to talk about it? You got 30 seconds. Go ahead, sister. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Loud and clear. 
25, yeah. 24, yeah. 23, <laughs> 24, he's so fired. He's so fired right now. Hold up. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank he's you for so that. He's so fired. He's so fired. Oh, my God. 15, okay, 14, 13, oh, well, I tell five. You what, don't ask oh, me about no books on student loans because I don't know. <laughs> but I will tell you this. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be in Louisville on the third. Um, just going to give out some preventive measures to student loans as opposed to deal with the fact we already know there are student loans. So there's a um, lot of students are going to be there and just want to get some practical knowledge from hands-on experience dealing with uh, being in college and being forced into the student loan if you're not properly prepared. So that's that. And as I stated, don't uh, every, every all the information that would be given out is public knowledge. I didn't write the books and I don't make the rules, but I do understand preventive measures, and so that's what I will be sharing. And I see I'm on a panel with um those who are, and I'm just being sarcastic, so don't be mad, sorry, who are hard lettered. But because I finished the coursework of the PhD, I think I can get down with the best of them. So let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all I'm right. I'm just picking. <laughs> all right. I was Garfield um, in this chat room three times. That's what I want to know. How did you do that? How did white man do? <laughs> oh shoot, I'm here three That's times. That's right. How did you I do that? Okay, you dropped one. Wow, how did that happen? I, I don't know. You got you got to uh, teach me that, Garfield, so I can lock people out of uh, hangouts. <laughs> hey, uh, all right. Um. What do you call it? Um, let me see. Go ahead, go ahead, Nate. What what you wanted to talk about? You were supposed to talk about aquaponics, but you spoke about it earlier. So what do you want to talk about now? You didn't shout out Cheryl. I'm five. You five, Garfield. Cheryl, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You're part of the Mochi crew, because I keep smart people around me, man. One thing I know, one thing I learned from Brother Ank, man. Keep the smart people. You keep Osiris on Jetty and 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 Ben and Garfield. He's smart. He keep the smart people around him. So I learned from that. So that's why I got Monica and I got Cheryl around me. I got to build my, my Mochi team. So Cheryl, what's going on, man? Give us some talk about the government contracts. You got, you got, you got 10 minutes. Go ahead, sister. Actually, I wasn't even going to talk about that today because I was enjoying the conversation that you guys were having. Um, okay. And learning a little something from you today. So I want to know how I want to know how I could make some money off a of saw emotep and these linguistic from the government. That's what I want to know. But this guy, don't need, we need to find out the government. Need, the government need to order die that Negro right now. <laughs> I'm just we, can, we can make a lot of money off of a saw. Let's, yeah. let's get that grant money, Asar. Let's hook it up. We got you. <laughs> we got you. We, we actually give us a call so we can get, you know, get down with you and figure out what you're wanting to do so we can get you out there. Yeah, you know what it. he want to do. He writing books. We got this. Oh, I got, I got some ideas. I just want to uh, org, uh, write them down and organize. I don't want to come to y'all half assed. No, well, um, hey, sorry. Don't come. Don't come to us asking us if we read no books because we didn't. I would <laughs> not. I would not do that. <laughs> no, daggers, daggers. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't even do that. Home. 
system. I mean, I, I may, I may inquire if you wear blueprint for Black Power. Oh, and that's just from my own is because our sources need to have a dialogue with each other. That's why we write. So it's not enough just to have simply have the you. resources. And so our, our resources need to have dialogue with each other. And then we come and bring our synthesis and uh, our critiques to see what, who missed what, or, you know, uh, and all of that good stuff. So that's why we write. And so we can, our, our sources can have conversations. And then we can have conversations about our sources having conversations. Okay, how long this book have to be? We gonna we gonna make it happen. Uh, it, uh, for what I'm talking about, it has nothing to do with a book per se. What okay, I'm cool. what I'm what I'm going to be dealing with with what I do with Madhu and Della has to deal with building an African centered uh, eco villages. So this is more so about science, sustainability, teaching people, you know, biomimicry. And stuff yeah, like there's that. A, there's a sister doing that in um in Atlanta right now. She's attached with Africa. That she's doing it right yeah. now. Sister Azalea. She used to be on my blog talk show every week. She was like my health advisor. So she's building a lot of eco villages all over. I think in Nigeria yeah. and a couple of places. So it, I mean, it's something. It, it's it's not a. It's something that everybody wish they could do. You know, especially people who right. want to go back Man. to Africa and so forth. And I, I'm inspired by this, you know, because now I got to put the video on so I can show y'all the. Hey, so wife, I want some... y'all to know that the blueprint for black power, how many pages is that? 800 and something? It's 800 and something. It's damn near 900 pages. I'm going to tell y'all, I read, I read all of it. I know I read some of it. I, I read all of it either. <laughs> it, it's a marathon book. That ain't, that ain't no, uh, no, no weekend book at all. That's that's a that study yearbook. I got a life. <laughs> <laughs> but but I quickly, I, book, I, so I, I, I want to show y'all some of these books. It, it's by a group. Uh, it's called Gai Education. I think Gai is a Greek word for land or earth. Or earth, or earth. And so they have like this and they're taking information. There's a lot of folks who are uh, from around the world who contribute articles to this series. It's a series of four books. And they're talking about the building of eco-villages uh, around the world. The second one is Gaia Economics, Living Well Within Planetary Limits. This is, uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's the second or third in the series. The other one is Designing Ecological Habitats, Creating a Sense of Place. And I have the fourth book in ebook. And it has to deal with uh, spirituality or whatnot. And so they're dealing with these four concerns of 
uh, basically nation building. And they're basically showing you how to do it. And so I want to take these ideas and, and put our, of course, our African spin on it. Because um, they're drawing a lot from Africa and India and all these other kind of places. So that when we're talking about nation building, that we're just not replicating Europeans. That we go back to the ancient Egyptian model where that which they designed had to be in harmony with nature. And, and dealing with science and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's a whole different level. You know, black folks be arguing about some, some petty stuff and they're writing text. They're publishing on on how to build nations step by step guides and so that's 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 what i'm into you know i only use we use like with madu and Della, i use meta nature as a vehicle to bring us into the sciences and into nation building and sustainability and so if, if i do a grant or something to that nature it will be along those lines that's that's what that's my focus on meta nature so i wouldn't require y'all to read you know, uh, Dr. Torre and nothing like that. It's, it's, it'd be something totally different. <laughs> High five. Okay. We, we just need to find the money. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, if I ever get a saw address, your book's in trouble. But you Man, don't have I had to a... put it all together. You can give us a call so that we can go through the phases with you. That would be the easiest way for us to do it. Not, you know, just have everything at one time because you're uh -huh. going to pull not from just one grant. You're gonna pull uh -huh. for multiple grants, so whatever. I see. Yeah, whatever phase you're in, we could find something to fit that and build on it. That would be the better way to do it, approach it. Attic. So the how you run your program, it's gonna be how you detail it out. But as far as the shield of it and what they will fund, it's a mm -hmm. whole nother ball game. So it's it's definitely it's it's definitely a cakewalk for you asar and ujau who actually doing who's teaching or anybody who already have a track record of teaching information because it's already been put into practice and it's already been a proven track record mm -hmm. that's why i said Can we hear from cheryl easy. oh snap Ooh. <laughs> you stole her time I'm gonna have to get in there because Mo speaks for me too, and I speak for Mo, so we're Thank one in the same. Thank you, Cheryl. High five! Back at you. Oh, 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 oh. And she wasted twenty-two of them. That's all right, Cheryl. We get them up Wednesday. All I want to know, all I want to know, is the addresses to Unc, Osar, and Danny's house. So I can get them books. That's all I want to know. It's, 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 it's top secret, you know. Uh, right. As a matter of fact, I had a That's I had a fine. sister come through. Had a sister come through yesterday, and she was looking at my uh, my bookshelves, and she said, "Would you notice a book missing?" I said, "Of course, Ooh. you know, because I have a spiritual bond with each one of these books." And I'm like, and when I strip search you, you know, when you leave, it's not because I'm sexually <laughs> harassing you. <laughs> Oh, it's about yeah. my books, you know, and I, and I, don't, I have I don't some for you to get offended. But take, off that coat. <laughs> take off that coat. Take off that jacket. You know, I need to see what's under there. You know, I, I'm just like, hey, it is it is what it is. You know, I, I need to know if you leave them with contraband, you know. Bring a woman over they, to try they, to get they, with her if she get lost in the bookshelf. Hold up, Nate got his police uniform on, so y'all better be careful here. 
Hey, listen, this ain't police, man. It's top flight security of the world, Craig. Top flight, man. Nate, Nate, let's go pull up. Let's go pull a caper, Nate. I can find a saw. He in Philly somewhere. Hey, I see yeah, that. I got some access. I said it about Asar and Danny. They have something coming. They hold their books to their hearts daily, dearly, man. All two, dearly. Oh, between them three, I think we got the library of Timbuktu. <laughs> <laughs> y'all think I'm playing? I'm trying to play catch up. You know whose library will put y'all to shame? Will put everyone to shame? Well, first and foremost, Doctor Ben. Where like his yeah, library, but the, the Nation of Islam got that one. I can't get in that. I don't oh, think they ever got, got it. it. I think he, I he think made it. it. He made the uh, the the comment that he was going to give it to him, but I don't think they ever got it. They, so they, I don't, they we got don't know it. where his books are. Huh? No, his, books, his books, his family got his books right now. Uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't think Nation Islam actually got it. But best first to answer that question would actually be Danny. Okay, he was he be a lot of families contact Danny to do um because of the Schomburg. I went to the Schomburg man, and they when they talk about uh -huh. stuff and I talk to Danny and they corroborate. Danny is so popular in the research com um community, they don't even want him to talk at conferences. They block him. I witnessed it myself. Mm -hmm. I went to a conference the other day and I was videotaping it and they said, oh, um, last question for um, Delois Delo Blakely. I don't know if you guys know who that is. That's the, the lady that the caretaker for um, Queen Yeah, Mother. yeah, yeah. So Queen Mother Moore, who was a part of the Garvey movement. So she was speaking and like, oh, here goes Danny. They're like, nope, we don't want to hear from that guy. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's understandable. Like I've known, um, it's a, a woman that I know in France who was working on her PhD. And from the get-go, her uh, professors said that she couldn't cite Shekhantadi up or Theophilo Obinga. Mm. You know, for no for no reason. He, uh, from my understanding, from what she said, that he had really read her works. Excuse me. He yeah, he hasn't read their works, but because of the the the, na the nature of you know how powerful the works are and the challenging of the Eurocentric ideas. Uh, you know, uh, it's a systematic effort to keep their works out of, you know, um, wow. written discourses on, on the PhD level. And so that that was just crazy. Wow. And matter hey, of fact, I, there's a, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's hey, strange. Brother, that's strange. Garfield. I heard that last week. I heard somebody said that hmm. on, on Facebook last wow. week. Brother that's Garfield crazy. and uh, Brother Saw. Since y'all gonna be down uh, for the debate, I've been, uh, me and Danny been setting this up for a while. And uh, on the 17th, we're trying to go to the Schomburg Institute as a family, as an as a Amara squad, Dagger squad, you know, Masi. We might have uh, to change that, bro. I'm going. We might have to change that because uh, Why? What's we're going doing on? a tour, the African burial ground. When? Danny's supposed to do a tour on that day, too. How are you doing it? He the ones picked the date. Don't it don't matter. It don't matter. He he could do both. He could do both. You fire, Sean. And, but hold on, at what time? Because you know we. When you come uh, in, at least some of the members of the Honor Raw Squad, if it's in the evening, because I think that's when um, Young Marcus is no, having his no, debate. His, his debate, the, his debate is canceled. His debate is canceled. Oh, it's canceled. Okay, yeah, well, never mind. So that's why I suggested it when I found that out that he's not having that why, debate anymore. Uh, if I can ask, why why was it canceled? I'll let y'all fly. 
You can say you can say that. Not a problem. No, you're not gonna get the dog. You want me to say it? No, I do not. Okay. That's why I said he gonna ask me a question. Do you want me to say it? When I wouldn't say it. So, so yeah. I guess the the blame could be taken off of you. And shout you know, out, shout out to Rosenberg. Shout out, shout out to the brother uh, Rosenberg. And, I ain't shouting about. Uh, shout out to him. Shout out to Young Marcus. I'm around for our next generation. And shout out to Marcus. Shout out to both of them. Marcus. That's my godson right there. You got a problem with him? Come see. Me. Yeah, all right, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hey, yo, Garfield. Yo, he be yo, talking yo, that monkey yo, stuff yo. though. <laughs> you know, he be talking that monkey stuff. So, oh, Lord. you know, I can't, I can't be down with anybody talking that monkey stuff. What up, Nate? Hey, hey, yo, make sure you edit me out with the monkey suit. You heard when you put this up, man. <laughs> Take that little ten, 10 seconds off. You heard this monkey suit? This shit burning a hole in my back. Nah, Damn. we don't edit. We don't edit. Uh, oh, all right, all right. I know what he's talking about. I know what he's talking. About. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I saw, I saw your work is fringe work I anyway. I don't even know how to do that, Nate, to be honest. Huh? I don't even know how to do that. All right, so don't sweat it. Is, don't sweat it. Your work is fringe you, work, I saw. You know, the, meta, the metaphysical community going to have a field day with me. Nah, don't worry about <laughs> it. They're going to bring you on, and, and, and they're going to hate you. But, hey, we are, there's nobody on this panel that the community don't hate some way, somehow. So don't feel bad. Uh, I, I'm well, hated every day. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody likes Black Panther. What do you mean? Well, we don't know about that. I could call several, I could call several names right now. I could show videos. But you know, they, they say if, if somebody doesn't hate you, you're not doing something right. Exactly. You're not doing something right. That's a fact. Whatever you say it ain't worth it. You ain't got no hate. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Let you me know. see if the audience has any questions and I'm gonna shut off because my giants game is on. So, um, I don't I don't know why that's an excuse. All right, any questions from the audience? I'm about to jump off here, man. Any questions? Watch that L. Now I don't have a question. I got a statement. Uh oh. Oh boy. Oh, hey. Monica is fired. Garfield <laughs> will get you. Gar Monica fired. Garfield will get you cussed out by Christians. Christians. Late with an S. Yes. And have yeah, people hate you that don't even know you. That's something Dr. Faraji gonna have to answer to because he, he deals with the primaries and all the primaries say Christians. They don't say Christians. Yeah. So that's something that he has to deal with that came out of Egypt. So if somebody's saying they're part of the Christian community, show me Egyptians calling themselves Christians outside of the whole Serapis Christus movement. Cause you know Serapis Christus um they call the followers Christians. That's basic. Garfield, you are a satanist. <laughs> <That's what laughs> oh, oh, that's Sean. I forgot. That's Sean. Sean he, he you don't show your face. You don't know that you're all over here showing your face. I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, man. You see, Dr. Farage got to be careful, too, when he goes on that channel. He has to be careful because them dudes can't research. They can't research at all. And they don't know what primary. How, how are you gonna quote George G.M. James, who's within a hundred years of me, as your primary source when I'm pulling out primaries? I mean, come on, you gotta be smart here. You're trying to let me go against my elder, great George G.M. James. You know what I'm saying? But come on, you gotta be smart. Man. But it's it's they, uh, um, you know, like in 2009, um, I had this is when Blog Talk was you know on and popping, 
And, you know, this is before there was an Amon Ra squad ever existed. Um, and Unc was just on, uh, it was the Unc and Nikki show. So that's where he really got his real social media outside of Atlanta on his uh, public public broadcast, you know, show. Um, it was a blog talk. And so in 2009, you know, I would always have these shows about doing primary research. And um, one of the foremost, you know, within our, what I call the Afro-Academy. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> there's an Afro-Academy and then there's the Community you know, that's what that's that's my two names for the these entities. Um, um, Brother Manu and Pim, Pim, Pim out of uh, California. California. I'm echoing, I'm echoing somewhere. somewhere. Go ahead. You good? Uh, uh, Let me mute my mic. The okay, I guess that was you did. Um, you know, one of the things that he used to stress is the nature of primary sources. And it seems like that discussion needs to, you know, be rehashed for people in the uh, the university. That you know, George Jim James is not a, a primary source. The Greeks writing themselves in in their own minds of what is uh, their reality is a primary source, with the exception of if the Greeks are writing about uh, other source material. Like there's certain there's certain manuscripts that no longer exist that we only know through the writings of other Greeks, for example. You know, those would be still secondary sources. But, you know, that, that seems to be the issue of what you're saying, is that they don't seem to even know what a primary source is. Hey, um, Asar, have you ever heard of um, chronological synchronistic writings? You ever heard that term? Chronological synchronistic writings. I mean, synchronicity is uh, an examination of text or something right. in a specific time All versus right. diachronic. Are you talking about diachronic versus synchronic? No, chronology no. is just the time is just itself. All right. All right. Synchronistic, synchronistic chronological writing or chronological synchronistic writing is um, okay. basically like the Bible. The Bible is a chrono chronological writing which is synchronistic with the time period moving forward, like every year or every month, they have it in order. So the Pentateuch would be in order how the, the Hebrews came about. They talked about Adam and Eve, talked about um, the, um, Noah, the flood, the eight family, eight people that left on the boat, how they became Ham, Shem, and Japheth, how they became the, um, the progenitors of all the people on the planet, and so forth. Now, this type of writing is in order. In Kemet, or in Egypt, they had a chronological writing sometimes, but you can't, for each area had a chronological writing, but they never had it in a book, book form. Because most of um, the writings in Egypt, we could find on the walls or in certain, um, like the Book of the Dead or whatever. But they never had a historical writing to tell where the Egyptians came from, from 3000 BC to 300. All right, you understand what I'm saying? Now, mm -hmm. my studies, and, and this might surprise a lot of people, the first people to act, the first person to actually do it was um, Herodotus. Herodotus actually took people's writings from their culture and put it in a book. So if you want to know about the Persian and their history, you go to Herodotus. You want to know about the Egyptians? He had a whole book about the Egyptians. He had a whole book about the Assyrians. Now before him, nobody really was putting it in a book. This is what the Greeks did, and I, and I heard Khalid Muhammad said this in the nineties. 
They always want to conform stuff into books and have you worshiping the books and the writings. That's just what Greeks did. Whether they're white and black is not my, not my problem. The issue here is if that type of writing never existed, we, have, we can't find any evidence of it. Wouldn't it be based on what we know of history? Because again, what I said earlier in the show about the Greeks destroying everybody's writings and so forth, we don't really have any evidence of anybody doing it outside of the Greeks. Would, would, you, would you disagree knowing how Kim it was? And it might shock a lot of people. Well, uh, you know, we, we have to be careful in how we word that because it's mm -hmm. possible that they did have text like that. However, it may not have survived and or been destroyed. And so mm -hmm. there's a lot about ancient Egyptian history, for example, that we just will never know because white folks were so careless in coming into Egypt to the point that, you know, they were burning mummies for medicine. Um, books were being destroyed. You know, there was a, remember that the, uh, the, the, the Library of Alexandria, you know, housed a lot of African uh, writings and books. And these, these texts were subsequently destroyed. So we say stuff in, in academia like the extent evidence that means the surviving evidence, not necessarily they didn't do it. It's just that what has survived, you know, we don't have that indication. So it could have been done. It just could have been a rare book, you know, or something to that nature. Because remember that uh, Monito, you know, had uh, an analysis of their history and they had to have some mechanism in, in order to, to recall that history. And there may have been books that were rare that was only passed on to certain priesthoods, you know, about that history. Because you actually get in the ancient Egyptian writings, them discussing about these books that these people was, were supposed to read. Matter of fact, there's a book called Kemet that was, there were history books. But you, mm -hmm. you don't find too many of them now. So ancient Egypt is kind of a, a, a conundrum, you know, because it's possible they did it. But, you know, we'll never know because so much was destroyed over the years. Hey, let me, let me add something real quickly. Hey, Shesmo, I, I, I really got to understand. I could tell you are a Bible believer. I could tell. It seems like Bible believers, they hear what you say, but they don't, un I don't know, my accent is in the way or they just don't understand. I said chronological <laughs> synchronistic writing as far as in a book, book form. And if you heard what Asar said, he's basically saying that the books may have existed, but we can't tell because of the carelessness of the folks who either conquered the area or started supervising the writings, i.e. Persians, i.e. Greeks. That's plain and simple. You know, so nobody said anything about a library. We know Egypt got tons of documentation, whether in the um, in tunnels, whether in, they have a vacuum of writing that people, as a matter of fact, um, Anthony Browder is coming out with something that he found recently that he's going to bring to the audience from i think the 25th dynasty so i mean there's tons of stuff that are that's not even discovered yet so i won't say there's no writings the issue is a book form like a bible you know that type I, that's of exactly what i was saying they had book forms of certain history it may not have been like an right. exhaustive oh. history right for right, example right. for example hold on i'll give you an example i'll show you hold on before you okay. say that um, sorry. um Hectabus of Abdera actually wrote Egyptica first before Manitha. And he's from the fourth century BC. 
he wrote it before. As a matter of fact, some folks wrote about it saying that basically Manisa's information possibly came from his. So, you know, came from him. So, a history of Egypt was written before. But go ahead, brother. Yeah, what I'm saying is like they, they just had a different, like, like in terms of time, their sense of time was different than ours. And, mm -hmm. and so that may account for why you don't see it in the same way that the Greeks did. You know, and I'm not disagreeing with you on the Greeks. I'm just saying that we have to be careful in how we word it because the ancient Egyptians had stuff like that. It's just that it wasn't as extensive as you would find in terms of a history. So they may have a history on a particular narrow subject, but not about like the people and these folks came in from here and did that and this was a central figure in history and he did that and da 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 so for example like when you look at a king's list so this is my book here and i have this example of a king's list this is in chronological order of the people who came before and sometimes the times or whatnot and so this is a this is it's a book in stone so to speak but it's it's nonetheless it's in chronological order giving you a history of the names of the 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 kings now i may not give you all the details of what they did and where they came from and their mothers and whatnot but in from a, a specific standpoint it's still kind of a history book you know so it's it's um the egyptians did it but it was just in in very different ways than what we understand you know starting from the greek period Hey, brother Asar, we got some questions from the chat room. Uh, this question is from uh, Shezmu Amun uh, Patah, one of our brothers that we know. His uh, question I'm not sure is, that's his name because the ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs have not been deciphered, but go ahead. Well, this is from a person in the chat room that I don't know what his name Um <laughs> The, he asked, what is the glyph for a house of records or scrolls? Scrolls is medjot. There's several different words for that, but that's the one that sticks out. Um, and you said the house of what? House of records. I, I would assume it starts with per. Yeah. Um, let me, I don't, I don't know that off the bat. That's something probably what Java would know. I, I, I can see if I could look it up real quick. Okay. Um, while you're pondering that, and this is for any, well, this is more geared toward a saw, but brother, uh, another brother, Nate, that I, that I met in Detroit, shouts out to you, brother. He says, is neuro-linguistic programming a legitimate science? Neuro-linguistic programming. I was hoping you would know what it was because I've never heard of it. But from the, I, well, from I, the uh, I haven't wording. heard of that either. I've, I've, I've heard of them as separate disciplines. Nate, Nate so you got to understand this. Huh? I said Nate teaches that. Oh, no, the NLP. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, damn. And I I, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, no, because I'm so used to hearing it as NLP instead of the actual. And you I know, thought you wouldn't know what NLP was, so I had him spell it out. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I guess we should have did the reverse. Uh, <laughs> um, I, To be honest, I don't know too much about it. And so I can't give my opinion on it. 
you know. Uh, and so what I'm thinking, I don't see. I don't know what that is. Like, I have a a, a friend of mine who's a Babalawo who 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 went through all of that. He was trying to explain it to me one day, um, but I never took it up and just did you know some more research on it. So um, you know, his guess is as good as mine uh, in terms of it being a legitimate science. You know, okay. uh, I have to know exactly what it is. But yeah, I, I'm familiar with it, but not too much that I can explain and be like, yep, yeah, nope, you know, whatever. Well, all right. Um, another good question here is, um, oh, um, Akut Kesi, <laughs> could you ask Asar if you could touch on the Akon and Egyptian connections and if he's going to do a part two? Oh, boy. The 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 Khan and the Egyptians, yeah. And oh, so, who damn. did the part one? He said you did a part one. He's trying to imply that you did a part one on the Akhans hey, and the Egyptians. You yeah, you got I, an article, uh, so remember the article that you did I, comparing? Yeah, I did an article. Ones? Yeah, so I, I'm 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 because I'm I'm trying to see if it was an actual like verbal lesson that I did and. And, and if so, if, you know, what was the context of part one, you know, but if he's talking about that article that I did, I was just showing the similarities between concepts among the Akan and the ancient Egyptians, you know, so, uh, and I think I talked about doing a part two to that. How far do you go into that? Um, I think that is tell, mainly tell about your book. Yeah. So there's some stuff in that in that article that i discussed in the the Nesubiti book that I, I threw up earlier so uh and then there's some of it i'm saving for something else you know because i actually am revising that article um okay. to to you know make it a little bit more sharp and to add some other things into it but overall you know uh as many people understand that you know uh, I, I'm looking into African cultures and examining those cultures and languages, looking for fundamental differences and fundamental points of commonality. And if there are fundamental points of commonality, I try to use different tools to explain that fund those uh, commonalities. And so, for example, if we find similar the same words with similar meanings, then I use the tool of historical comparative linguistics to explain the commonality between two groups that have these similar words to find out if they are borrowings or if they are inherited because it tells us about the relationship or non-relationship between these two people historically. Um, you know, and then if, if, if DNA answers a question, I'll use DNA. If archaeology uses a, uh, excuse me, is better able to answer a question, I'll use archaeology. And so within that context, you know, I'm looking at because there are some families and some groups of people in Ghana who argue that uh, their most recent ancestors, you know, within, you know, a relatively recent time period, uh, historically speaking, came from the Nile Valley. And so um, to prove or disprove that i put it through some examinations i look at certain key features of the cultures and then i look and see if there's any anything that we can say may have been from now valley origin that they retain or is it something that was inherited from a common ancestor 
And, that, and my, that's one of those things that I looked at in part one. In my, in my, in my research as a non-linguist, um, uh -huh. I know the, ori the oriental hypothesis played a, played a large part with the, um, in, with the, the you know, with the scholarship in, in, in Ghana and, and with, um, with, yeah. with Nigeria also. Um, how much of that has, um, have you looked at so far? As far as yeah, I'm, I'm very familiar with that. We got to be careful because, you know, when Christians and Muslims come in, everyone wants to attach themselves mm -hmm. to, you know, Christian Judaic history and or Muslim history. And so they'll say that they came from Judea and that they came from Arabia and stuff like this. I, I look at the claims and I weigh them all equally, even when they say that they came from ancient Egypt. And so there's certain things that you have to keep in mind that for example, like ancient Egypt was constantly being invaded and they also had other issues with nature. And so as a result of that, you don't expect people to stay stationary. People migrate and they may not, you know, migrate in the same sense of, you know, what is being portrayed in the Bible in terms of a mass exodus It's 600,000 of mixed multitude, you know, uh, roaming around for 40 years in the desert, nothing like that. It could be a, a family of 20, you know, who have migrated and found themselves in Ghana. And they brought with them certain cultural artifacts that became merged with the culture. And, you know, we got to keep that as a possibility. We also got to keep as a possibility that there are commonalities just due to simple chance. That is just a coincidence that they you know have a similar idea so that's why in linguistics you know we we go through and we try to establish those sound laws that i mentioned at the um in your last show so we can eliminate uh chance as a reason for the commonality you yeah. know and so certain of these things will tell us that if they if they borrowed something or not like uh when when in my book i talk about the ancient e egyptian crowns and the crowns of the Yoruba kings. Like I, I believe that certain aspects of what is now Yoruba culture derives from the Sudan Nile Valley uh, area, and it what can only that? be explained from from migrations. Is, and there's 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 oral traditions that say that, and there's other evidences that say that. Um, but do all the Yoruba, you know, belong and come from the Nile Valley? No. Same thing with Senegal. I just think that I is would say the same thing. What about the Lake Chad region? Because of the whole mixture and people running around and so forth. A lot of cultures, you know, I mean, it was meeting places. You know, people running around and moving because of wars. And you know what I'm saying? There's so much wars, yeah. though, that went on that people got to gotta, gotta worry about who's going to take over, who's doing this, who's doing that. And I'm talking about 300 BC. I'm talking about 300 AD, around that time period before mm -hmm. Islam. We had we had several empires trying to control trade routes and so forth. So people are gonna run. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yep. as the song said, it could have been five people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so people think it is a mass exodus and it doesn't have to be that. And to your point, there's a lecture that I do called The Fall of Egypt as the catalyst for the transatlantic slave trade. Mm -hmm. And and in that lecture, I discuss how you know we got to understand ancient kemet as basically the walmart of the ancient world yep that was the the biggest 
place, the central hub for, for trade items. They control trade between Central Africa and what is the Middle East and the Aegean. Now, what a lot of individuals in the Aegean didn't realize is that the ancient Egyptians were getting a lot of their stuff from Central Africa, Central and East Africa. Some may call it Punt and some other names. Um, but, you know, when these individuals started realizing where ancient Egypt was getting their goods from, they started skipping the middleman and going directly into Central and East Africa. This is when you start to see the buildup of the Swahili states. See, people don't realize that the, the, the East Africans, all the way down to the tip of Mozambique, were already in trade with the Indians and the Chinese. They were already traveling all the way from there into uh, East Africa. This is how we get chickens and bananas. Chickens and bananas are not native to Africa. They come from East Asia. So all those people with bananas in West Africa and or whatnot, they got it through trade. And to your point, like with Lake Chad, you know, you got you also have to weigh that in your analysis. So say that a culture comes from the Sudan. Let's say that we're going to call them Nubians. Nubians have these regalia and ideas and whatnot, and they interact and they travel with um, folks as as far as Chad is concerned. Now, they influence the people from Chad borrow from the Nubians. And so, but the Nubians never make it past Lake Chad. But the people in Chad go on the other side of Chad and mix uh, and interact with the people in Nigeria. And so the Nigerians are now borrowing stuff from, and I'm hypothetically speaking here, are borrowing stuff from the people from the Chadic region who borrowed the stuff from the, the, the Nubians in the Nile Valley. That's another possible way by which ideas and artifacts could be passed on, you know. Um, but, you know, to the point earlier about, you know, uh, the, the fall of Egypt, you know, it is because of the fall of Egypt and the, and the discovery of these, these new sources of material for this, the Europeans and the Arabian world that um, it, it, it opens up you know, this, this trade, you know, farther and wider. And you start to see these influences and people moving back and forth because Africans have been doing trade, long distance trade for a very long time. It is old, oh, way before ancient Egypt, you know? And so this, this idea of commerce and trade is not, is not something relatively new, especially this concept called globalization. Africans already okay. been in globalization, you know? Um, but as a result of that, I'm sorry. They want to know where you where they can get that lecture. Uh, I haven't done it. I've done it personally, like uh, like in, in communities, like community centers and stuff like that. So I don't I don't have it online. I haven't done it online. I could do one online, you know, uh, for those who just want to hear it. Um, but, you know, as far and I don't have it taped at, at that time, I didn't have my, my, my camera uh, on me. And so, but I've done them in the community centers. I've done it at a, um, I've done it at conferences and stuff like that. So as a, as a reason for explaining how the slave trade came, because when people understand, like when, when Christopher Columbus, you know, was selling the ocean blue and was looking for India, there's a reason why he had to go around Africa is because the Muslims had a stronghold in the Mediterranean. 
So they couldn't go through there. Remember, they just kicked the, the Moors out of Spain. But just because they kicked the Moors out of Spain and, and, and the mother Muslims were there doesn't mean that the empire of Islam fell. They just lost that strategic, you know, uh, marketplace. But in Arabia, Islam, just as it is today, was still strong and they were still controlling those waters. So, but they uh, heard of the Indians in the, in the silk trade and all of that was going on with the Indians and the East Africans and, and stuff like that. So th what they tried to, what Christopher Columbus and them tried to do was go around Africa to circumvent the, the Muslim stronghold you know, um, in 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 the uh, in the Agaean region, and but instead got lost and ended up in the Caribbean, and we you know we know the rest of the history from there. But a lot of these, just as Garfield said, a lot of these empires. When we're talking about Songhai, we're talking about Mali, we're talking about Cornom, uh, you know, the Cornim um, and and the, and the Benu uh, Beni societies and in Benin and stuff like this. All of these arise as a result of Egypt falling and people trying to, it's just like in the streets, you know, if one uh, person falls, there's a power vacuum. And so they're, they're trying to control these, these slave, um, excuse me, these, these, these routes, you know, uh, in the Sahel and in the, um, in the Sahara in, in terms of the trade. But, you know, a lot of these, if they weren't taken over directly as a result of war, um, the abandoning in new trade routes, like like Timbuktu is an example of what I'm talking about. Timbuktu didn't fall as a result, you know, of invasions and all of that. It's just that Timbuktu, the reason why Timbuktu rose to prominence is because that was the central location of trade. But when people started finding other routes and circumventing Tim Timbuktu, it was abandoned. So just like Detroit, once all of the cars came out of Detroit, you know, they started doing a lot of stuff overseas and the, the car companies fell or left, you know, it, it left a vacuum. And so people is leaving Detroit and Detroit isn't what it was, you know, when the car industry was strong. And so it's the same thing all over Africa. And as a result, people are moving around. And this is how we get a lot of these shared items around. I'm sorry, go ahead. Brother, so I think you need to do that presentation live. The people want it. The people are asking for it. They want to hear how the fall of Kemet translates into the uh, later on to the transatlantic slave trade. But uh, it was a question from the chat room that said, was Amenhotep III marriage to the foreigner, uh, Queen T, a major upset in protocol? I, I wouldn't think so, um, you know, because all the kings married foreigners. Every, yeah, everyone had a foreign, quote-unquote, in their entourage. <laughs> that that, that would have broken any protocol. Some foreign, would, like would, Lil would, Wayne say, some foreign. Yeah, left foreign. That's, I'm, 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 I'm referencing <laughs> that. You know, in, anyone other than a black woman is a foreign, <laughs> you know. But, he, <laughs> he, but, you know, they had foreign black women, you know, even even – you know, yeah, uh, amongst them. And, now, what uh, they didn't do, what would have been protocol, what would have been broken of protocol for them is to marry their daughters to foreigners. Mm. And so Shekhan the Diop talks about that. He's like, the, the, the pharaohs all married and all got concubines and wives from all these other places. They would send their daughters to be uh, uh, wives of the pharaohs, 
but you don't have on record, at least to my knowledge, and 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 and, um, and, uh, and I'm quoting you know uh, Diop on this, you know of the Egyptian pharaohs and uh, giving their daughters you know as wives. And, and there may be a, an example of history. I just can't recall one off the bat. And 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 this is exactly what Diop's saying. But for the that would be a break of protocol. Is is for the Egyptians to give their wives, excuse me, their daughters as wives to foreigners. Okay. Uh, in terms of the royalty, uh, I'm not question, saying that they, the the citizens didn't marry anyone else. Another question from the chat room, and uh, this is something I've wondered myself. I just haven't taken the time to research it. When we look uh, at Akhenaten, a lot of people haven't been to Kemet like you and I saw, and for the people uh, that haven't been. When you see the statue of Akhenaten, he had a very odd-shaped body. I uh-huh. mean, his brother had big hips, uh, big pot belly. He, he, he doesn't look like the face that, uh, you know, if you just see him from the neck up. Did uh-huh. Akhenaten have a disease? And if so, uh, uh-huh. how, can we, how can we prove that uh, research-wise? I mean, if he had a disease, the only way that we could prove that is an examination of his bones and or genetic studies. And there, there, that has been done on Akhenaten. And I don't recall from that study, uh, my, my, my vague memory of that study, that that was concluded as a result that he had a disease. I just think that that was his shape and that was his people's shape. And he, he broke com- from convention. Like when you notice all the ancient Egyptian uh, drawings and statues of themselves, they have a canon that they adhere to. Like everybody has the same shape. Everyone's depicted, uh, with the exception of children, at the same age. Remember, Ramesses was supposed to have uh, ruled right? for like 60 years. You know, but every single picture you see of Ramesses is him like in his mid 20s. <laughs> you know, him tall and strong. You know, him I mean, getting all the ladies. We do that too, you know, though. We that. do that on ESPN. If, when they show a picture of, of Michael Jordan, you don't get bald, Michael Jordan. <laughs> you get <laughs> head full of hair, tongue out, gold chain, rookie year, Michael Jordan. You don't you don't get the, the, the guy you get now. I mean, everybody just want to look yeah. they best. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, but there was a canon in the way that they did that. And so for the first time, you see a breakaway from the canon to where the, uh, the, the family is being depicted exactly how they look. Mm. And so I remember, uh, and I so wish that uh, I can, matter of fact, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask Dr. Shermarker Keita, because it's Shermarker Keita in a lecture in the UK. You've probably seen this on YouTube on ancient Egypt, he was talking about a woman who did a study, I think based on a cranial and based on the, um, I think it was based on the cranial studies and, and, and whatnot and the proportions of their body and all this other kind of stuff. And you know how they reconstruct, you know, the, the, the facial features and everything based on the bones. So she, she does this. And Dr. Shumarka Keita was saying that when she did the analysis of these bones that she came to the conclusion that how the ancient Egyptians are depicted 
is not necessarily how they look. They look more like, you know, Sudanese and Central Africans. Mm. That, you know, like what you're seeing is a stylized version of the ancient Egyptians. And to an extent, it's, you know, correct, but it's a stylized way. You know, it's almost like if you're looking at The Simpsons or, you know, any other kind of cartoon, it's, it's reflective of a people, but it's a stylized way that it's done. And so she was like, based on the bones, they look more like this, you know, like like Central Africans, like, you know, um, like, you know, Kipkowitz Sambu and, and stuff like this, you know. And I, I want to examine her study, you know, and, and, and I remember hearing it from Dr. Shamaka Kita, but I, I never pursued that, that study to see exactly what she was saying. But that, you know, but again, so when you look at Akhenaten, it's a totally different style of the, in terms of the Amana art. It's a totally different style than the convention in which the ancient Egyptians were doing. And so what you're seeing, you see the pop belly, you see the hips, you see the long face and, and facial features. It's not like a proportional in a square. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know. Wait, wait, wait. So are you saying Ursa Ma'at Ra, Septep and Ra, Romesumeri Army didn't look all strong and everything that he looked he probably like? Did at one point in his life. <laughs> at one time, huh? But at one time. So, you know, that's like me. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm 50 years old, right? And I'm on, you know, uh, let's make up a, a, a website. I'm on uh, blackedate.com, right? And I put as my profile picture my freshman year in college. You know, and I'm like, this is who I am. <laughs> so you, hold on. You hold know, on. And I'm 50 years old now. I was 19. I'm, you know, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put words in your mouth. I'm gonna put words in your mouth. So, are you saying the Egyptians were the first catfish? Basically, <laughs> like, see, this is one thing you got to get about the ancient Egyptians, and I know that you know some people are gonna take this out of context. I'm talking about Hebrews and stuff like this, but these folks were the masters of propaganda, because. First of all, the ancient Egyptians were not tall people at all. Not really, really tall. Not you know, you had some that were weren't. tall because of the, yeah, the Sudanese. You know, but overall, when you look at them bones, them were some short brothers and sisters. But yeah. when you look at their monuments, they make it seem like these were just some giant folks <laughs> walking around stomping like Snoop in the video on his New York, New York video. Like he was just, just stomping through Brooklyn, like, you know, like they was just hard and stuff like this, you know, because it's propaganda. It's like we got to make ourselves look larger than life. And so this is why you can't see like a the, the reason. Uh, matter of fact, this actually provides indirect evidence of the Africanness of Ramesses II. Um, uh, yeah, Rabbit Sister Second. Because uh, to be king, you have to constantly inform the people that you are full of life and vigor. Right? Mm -hmm. That you are not sickly. That you have the ashe to rule. Talk and to so 
when they when they're depicting themselves they can't de depict themselves as old and frail because that is seen as weakness even though age-wise and wisdom is there you know the, the job of a king is first and foremost to protect the nation and so in order to protect the nation you have to have a certain level of vitality and energy because they weren't like our punk leaders today you know who just command from a distance they was in the midst fighting you know that's just how it was done back in the day you know they could fight so of course after a point Ramesses couldn't fight you know but um so at least for folks who weren't around him all the time you had to project that he was always that person that dude that that get in your ish and you can't do that as an old man you look at an old man talking ish to you and it's like man that old man better go sit down somewhere i mean but we but see if, that, if, in that you, uh in that papyrus with Ra and uh how they were talking about Ra was getting old and the creation mm -hmm. of segment yeah so yeah you're right they was gonna try Ra. He was getting old. It was like we can take him now. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Nope, I, I got this little friend named Segment. Y'all ain't met yet." Exactly. You know, but uh, but yeah. So you know, um, no, I don't think they had a disease. I think there may have been something wrong genetically with uh, Tutankhamun. You know, because yeah. uh, he had to walk around with a cane. Because I think it was it was some um, wrong with him, but he had to walk around with a cane. Uh, remember, he wasn't even. I don't think he made it past eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, they say he died at nineteen. But I will say that there was something going on with Akhenaten's family specifically. I don't know if you saw this when you went to the Cairo Museum or saw, but yeah. notice all his family's head had that shape that elongated mm -hmm. head shape his 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 children his uh you know they all because they got them off to the side and they all had that elongated head so they had some strong mm -hmm. genes mm -hmm. now some people have argued that of course they try to use that as evidence for the aliens so young Pharaoh yeah, I know. have yeah. that in a lecture oh but uh please no but you know it could be their natural head shape um and some have even compared them it's a nilotic speaking group that lives like right on the edge of the congo uh and you know and in, and in west uganda who they purposely shape their head that way yes with the as, binding as of, of the culture top of head and they and they make yeah, it, it, it but i'm gonna tell you I, I have a friend and she sent me a picture of her of her son who's now like uh four or five but when she sent me this picture when he came out the womb his head was <laughs> just like Akhenaten's head and his children's head so that was my proof that day that you can come out the womb with your head looking like that yeah <laughs> I still I got the picture just so I can look back and say no nah, I wasn't tripping his head came out like that hmm so yeah, don't even try to put and, that up. Uh, I got something for you. Don't even try to put that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on one real, real quick. I got uh, like, I wish I could see it. 
Well, I guess you could see it, but I, I, it's, it's no way for me to blow it up. But you, you see that phrase I just put in the chat? Jim Jurgis. Is Emmy, is Emmy Er, you know, is in Zeki. Oh, so this okay. is like the overseer. It's, it's the overseer uh, of the Bureau of Records. Okay. So I, I want to know if that was that, that, you know, to answer that question, like, what did it look like? So if I, let me share my screen real quick okay, so they can me, see the glitch. I'm going to copy it and paste it in the uh in the youtube chat so he can see it there's Lou. i'm about to paste this and this is the answer to your question about the house of records yeah so you see yeah so you you can see the the uh the bureau at least the bureau or house of records of you know right here bam right right there says bam I'm sorry. I was talking to Shizmu, uh, Patal, oh, okay. right there for you. So y'all can't say we don't answer questions. Try to answer uh, <laughs> the best questions to the best of our ability. Uh, hey, y'all do know that um, you debunked, uh, I think it what was it, Daniela, whoever gave the pres Nazi, Nazi's presentation the other oh, day when he was like, uh, they married into priesthood <laughs> who married in the priesthood man that is what he said on his show two days ago i don't know why y'all tune into his show hold on one sec you're breaking up he's on titans titans tv yes. yes man i was just thinking the other day i didn't know that brother still did uh videos i was just thinking i ain't seen kalam in a minute uh this was his first one even Since taking a break. Yeah. Um, so now he said you married into the priesthood. Not initiation. Not going through the process that you married into the priesthood. He said that they, the Hebrews, oh. married into oh, well, priesthood. Well, okay, okay. That's that's where I just check out. Okay. But, but whose priesthood? But whose priesthood? <laughs> the ancient Egyptian priesthood? Or their own priesthood? And to the Kushites. Oh my God! Remember his presentation was about Kushites. Mary into a I married you, and now I'm a priest. I asked him that question, and he tried to make a deliberate joke, like, "Well, you know how two people get married, man? They meet, they pull pants down, hump, what? Oh, you know that old." He tried to be funny oh. about it, with the thinking that you know that I would be stupid enough to believe that a bunch of wanderers would walk into an, an ancient area such as Kush and, and allow wanderers to marry into their lineage. That was so, it threw me all the way. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be uh, opposed to that. That, you know, um, because, you know, people get wise from everywhere. You know, my, my concern is the whole concept that you can marry into a priesthood. And be a priest. That's something totally different. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got to do none of the training. You, you, <laughs> yeah, you can, you can marry a priest. Like, I can marry a priestess of Oya, but just because I'm married to a priestess of Oya does not mean I'm now an Oya priest. Hold on. Hold on. That's, that's a different thing altogether. I, I'm just married to me and her have children. 
you know, little baby Oyas, but that is the mean uh, we, we have uh, hey, that I'm in no her priesthood now. You can't do nothing. You can't give me no divination. You can't give me nothing. I got to see your wife. Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't no my wife been teaching me. Ain't no my wife uh, showed me a couple of things. No, you are not qualified. Where is yeah. your wife? Matter of fact, that's equivalent to Hillary Clinton talking about, you know, our, our, <laughs> I was president because no, Bill was. Clinton was president. No, you was. Your husband. No, you was married husband. to the president. <laughs> you, you, you didn't mean you had access to the situation room. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, a totally different. That's a totally different thing right there. You know what? It's actually a. Uh, uh, a Pataki or, or story in, uh, in Ifa about this. Orumila uh, uh, and uh, I believe it was Yemija were in a union. Mm -hmm. And Yemija for the longest wanted to learn how to divine. And for people that don't know what divination is in African tradition, uh, Asar has a great presentation on what divination is and where it comes from and signs behind it. Okay, so she wanted to divine. Orumila did not want her to learn how to divine. Orumila was the best diviner in the land. And everybody was coming to him for divination. So he's like, you know, well, I already do this. You know, learn another skill. But she wanted to divine. She had a passion for divination. So she tried to learn her own. She couldn't do it. So she went behind Orumila's back to Shango. And Shango helped her and initiated her in the art of divination. So once she was div uh, initiated, Orumila had to go out of town. So, you know, he said, I'll be back, baby. You know, I'm going out of town, blah, 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 blah. So he went out of town. And she started to do divination for people in the town. So Orumila comes back and he's like, who's doing the divination at my house? But he was, he was in disguise. So the people didn't know it was him. So they said, Yemijah's doing it. And he said, but I thought uh, oh, this was Orumila's job. He's the best div diviner in the land. They said she's even better than he is. So, you know, his ego got a part of it. So when he went to get a divination, all the Crowry shells, all 16 Crowry shells landed face up. And that is the sign for only one being, and that is a Rumila. So when she saw the 16 Crowry shells, she looked up and knew it was him, even though he was in the sky. So she ran off. So there's more to that story, but but my uh, the underlying is you see how she had to go get initiated from Shango no matter how hard she tried to watch her husband no matter how hard she tried to read his material see what he was doing she was not a diviner therefore you cannot even be married into the traditions you have to learn the traditions be initiated and and develop the science there there is no marrying into priesthood in African traditions. That's just like me, like my ex-girlfriend was a nurse. So because me and her 
you know, went together, that made me a nurse. So I should have been able to go to her job and deliver babies because me and her were a unit. You come in the room and who are you? Oh, I'm sorry, Motep. I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night and I'm married to a nurse. <laughs> Move over. I, 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 know, I know what yeah. I'm doing. Move over. <laughs> I got all the books on the bookshelf right there. I can I can go in and I saw a YouTube video on this. I can do this. I can do this. Just give me a chance. You know, that's all I'm saying. I have all the Now I just found it quite uh strange that he made that claim on the show and then when um the question was asked uh, because Titans did ask my question, so he kind of like shunned it, you know, like, dude, you don't know how people get married, you know what I mean? Kind of like that, like, yeah, in like, African traditions, it's not like, the same. Something wrong with you. How come you don't know this, man? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't had that talk about the birds and the bees yet? Is we really going to have that conversation on, on live, on the Hangout? Sorry, <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I was I didn't take offense to it. I was like, well, he he can't answer that question. Apparently, yeah. because he's he's not understanding what I was asking. He's deflate. <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it's just like with SETI man. with uh when when I asked him about he tried to make it seem like you oh, know yeah. the, all the information you get uh, on oh, on uh, all the papyrus, the white man oh. on. So I'm like, well, how's that even relevant? <laughs> To uh, us reading man. the damn text that the my ancient Egyptians themselves wrote. My boy saw He said, Do doing, you know? Do you know? He had him doing the mannequin challenge. Oh, man. <laughs> that sweaty, sweaty mannequin. Sweaty mannequin. Because that's uh, when the sweat started. Oh, no. I said, Come on. Respond with something. Yeah, no. I'm like, do you ever, I'm like, Do you understand the question? <laughs> You know, he didn't understand the question. He didn't see the relevance. No, he, no, he understood. And this is what I mean. Like, he had no answer for the question. Nice. This is, you know, and, and, and I hate to rehash, you know, the, this this conversation, but it's so important. Um, and 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 that is that you know a lot of us in the in the street community, in the hip hop conscious community, we're like the street ballers. You know, a lot of us got good game. Hey, 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 I play. But you notice, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a street baller. That, that's just what I did, you know. I didn't you make it to the NBA, no I didn't go to college. I play ball. I don't know why people think that I was not. I, everybody <laughs> thinks for some reason, like, I was just this little bookworm, you know, yes. who who didn't do. Like, I'm from the projects. I played football. I played basketball. Hey. I ran track. Listen to how he said it, Monica. He from Put the, the project. He's from hey. the project. <laughs> <laughs> the projects, not the project. Hey, a star. Put the camera back on. Hold on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my mouse together here, right quick. So I can, uh, put yeah, I want to see. On. I got to put a light on now. You know. Sorry, player, no ball. <laughs> a song, a song that, a, a song that hustle guy came out there and just hustled real hard. He let him play. He played you in know, middle school. Like people, <laughs> yes, I played ball. Like I played football. I played. Uh, I ran track. Matter of fact, 
when uh, for our basketball team, the coach had it because he was a track and basketball coach. He said that you couldn't run, you couldn't play ball for him. Unless you it, ran it, track. I would see. So, it was like that in my school, but it was the hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, hold on. you guys are asking the right You guys are asking the right question. What track did you use to say? I did. You ain't run no sprints. Uh oh. Yes, yeah, I what, did. What, I did what, the, what uh, the the four hundred. Okay, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. What was your time on the four hundred? Better shit like a twenty. A minute, like a a minute, ten seconds. <laughs> oh no, I can beat you then. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I don't remember my times. That was so long ago. Oh, you gotta remember. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't the fastest. I wouldn't. I wasn't the fastest, but you I wasn't like, slow either. You was you like know. me. We collected points. What you say? <laughs> Yeah, well, let's set, let's set up an Amaral squad versus Dagger squad basketball game. Is this going to be like basketball? Hey, look, y'all go get, get drunk. Hold on now. Y'all go get I'm murdered. Just a I'm a Jamaican. Basketball. I love to play basketball. I'm the referee. Hey, he's going to Jamaican claims. <laughs> the Dagger squad got skills. Man, first of all, Garfield. First of all, hold on, hold on. Let me let's let's get this straight. Who's all the members of the dagger the dagger up? The dagger squad. You think so we can so we can see? Alan, got Alan. You got Danny. You got me. You got Maru. You got um a couple of people in the background. Who's the tallest? Danny. Who's the tallest? Danny's my height. Yeah, Danny's my height. Okay. Danny, Danny, Allen is like six, six, eight. Danny, <laughs> Allen is not six, eight. He's <laughs> like six, six, three. He's like six, eight, lie. Because <laughs> I'm only six foot, but I will dunk all on every last Come one on, of y'all. Oh my God. Uh oh. Uh oh. Why do. Uh oh. You know what? I'm Ooh, losing confidence. I'm losing confidence because the, the first side of a dude that can't play, he goes straight to the dunks. I dunk all over you, not I shoot. The ball. <laughs> no, I'm telling y'all, straight <laughs> to the dunks. I, 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 I'm used to people sleeping on me, and so it, it's not a new thing. Ain't then no we get out on that court, and we then people be like, oh, you know, that's that's because he got a degree. He, he making all them shots. All kind of excuses. All kind of excuses. Everybody going to be in town. He's using scientific methods for his jump shot. Because <laughs> 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 I, I, I calculated hey, the shots. Sean, Sean. Y'all put a formula or something. <laughs> Y'all sleeping on Magi. Magi can hoop. Listen, man. Just, I'm, I'm like the greatest. That's all I am. Hey man, let me tell you. I'll tell you who ain't gonna be on our team. Wu Jawu. He's on your squad. He's on your team. You no, can't be these missing coach. players. Now. He's the coach. He's the coach. He no, don't give us. No. He don't no. give us words. He's the point guard. No. No. I don't know, man. Y'all, y'all no. may be sleeping. 
Y'all may be sleeping on him. He yeah. may turn out to be a curry on y'all. He may not duck on y'all, but he may be a curry on y'all. Don't sleep no, on him. No, Jawu don't know the first thing about <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well then, well then I'll be the alternate player and I'm guarding with Jawu because he can't play. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Right. He got the Medjineta technique. Huh? Look, Ujawu is the coach. Ujawu is going to give us inspirational words and metal netches to hype The offer for Ujawu is going to design the uh, the outfits. He's going to yeah. design the jerseys yeah. for us. Yeah, he with that graphic design. He's going to get us some outfits. It's going to have Amon Ra and metal netcher on the front, the sun on the back with our name in it, with the number at the bottom. It's going to be five. Yo, Ben, you know you like Kevin Hart, man. You like Kevin Hart on the court, bro. You ain't got no game. Last time I heard Kevin Hart was a three-time MVP of the celebrity game that he plays in every year. So there, yeah, I take oh, that. That's a, that's a I joke. I take that. I take that. <laughs> if you indirect way, Brown raw ball with dunk on you, bro. If that's your indirect way of calling me the MVP, I'll take it. Whatever. I'll take it, but, but hey, okay, y'all gonna make me put my uh, profile up in the back chat. You can look me up on Eurobasket. I play pro ball. Anybody uh -oh. guarding me is getting destroyed. First of all, I don't care uh -oh. who you put on me. Uh oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, said, let me share my screen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, would y'all listen? Twenty touchdowns on y'all in basketball. Hold up, hold up, guys. Hold up, hold up. This is who y'all messing with. Hold up. Oh, uh -oh. God. Oh, you went to the video. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Dagger spot, Dagger. Come on, man. Come on. Work out with Ron Brown. I don't see oh, no basketball. Oh, oh, all of oh, us, all oh, of us oh. work out. And all of us have military training and martial arts. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you can't scare us with 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 jumping nah. on some chairs. You know, yeah. you know we have we'll, some we'll on, on, on him too. Well, you come, on, come, on, come on, come on, come on, come on! No, none of y'all talk about working out. Don't even do it. Oh none gosh! Of Press hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I work out, Alan. I work out. All of us work out. I I got weights in the room right now. Oh my God! Let me see. Hey, I'm about to share my screen on y'all. Y'all y'all tripping? Hold on. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm wearing my Planet Fitness T-shirt every sleep. Nice. <laughs> oh man, I'm work out at Planet Fitness. Oh no. Hey man, there's no other gyms in my neighborhood. Oh, oh no, Planet Fitness. You can't even. Nature is your gym. I know. Why you say that? <laughs> I saw the, heavy, the heaviest weight in Planet Fitness is 50 pounds. What are we going to do with that? Oh, uh, man, what kind of fitness we, you been to? We like weight uh -oh. low reps. I mean, we, I mean low, we low weight, high reps. I don't know. The Planet Fitness is <laughs> now, now, now I got to gotta go to the gym with my video camera. Yeah. You can't be in West Philly. With, yeah. with with no uh with no dumbbells. Can y'all see my screen? Yes, we can see your screen, Ben. 
Now, this is the biggest basketball database in the world, Eurobasket.com. If you want to know the big, you can find anybody that ever did oh, anything professionally on it. Yo, my That's dude, me. that picture look doctors. Wingman. Wingman. That's my Hold up, hold up, hold up. That's is that blue screen? 120. GIE Molly Matrix is the team I played for in 2014. Right there, College Auburn University. You better look me up. Quit playing around. Uh -oh. Quit uh -oh. playing I got to go back to Sam Houston High School. Hold on, hold on. Now I got to go back to Sam Houston High School. And, How you gonna uh, go back to Houston? How you gonna go twenty five years ago? Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, this said twenty fourteen. You can read just fine. Uh, Yo, you gonna go twenty years ago? I don't <laughs> have no profile. This is a year ago, sir. And that's my number, number zero, because nah, I used you, to you do could, my Gilbert Arenas thing. You could, so you man. That's why you wore zero. Stop playing, man. Come on, hey, man. you gonna get zero stops on me? How about that? All right, I right. we gonna see, bro. All that junk, man. You, hey, you know you can't. Garfield, Garfield, you know your body ain't in shape to contend with me, man. You need to get it out. <laughs> your body not in shape. <laughs> yeah, that's why Alan come in there. Alan said he gonna work him out. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alan, you gonna need icy hot Ben Gay, Percocet, Motrin, <laughs> everything, because I'm gonna wear him out. Well, I'm gonna referee. No, we don't want with the bad knees. You can't even get up and down no. the court. No, we Shut up. Shut up, Sean. I want an impartial ref. I want an impartial ref. I ain't partial. What you mean? <laughs> go get, go get something. This is what she gonna do. Oh, she gonna man. actually write. She gonna do a. Uh, she gonna get a grant together to get some community kids to actually do the refing. While she sit at the uh, the booth, you know, you making sure that uh, the money's being good. Well, if we uh, gonna get, put to if good we use. Get grants. I'm gonna go get some of my pro buddies to play. They are gonna be Amon Ross squad for a day. Oh no! <laughs> you can't stack the team. I I got some. I, I get some of my LBs now. Me, you know, like, I got some pro bowlers. Some pro bowlers. I mean, they gonna be all the raw squad for a day. I'm gonna call Patrick Ewing cousin man. Uh, he could come over and play. All right, Patrick Ewing cousin. <laughs> <laughs> we know he ain't got no game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't even name his name. It's Patrick Ewing's cousin. That's the only Jamaican dude they got to ever be successful in basketball. Uh, I'm not even gonna say nothing about that. I'm gonna you that can't. You is Patrick can't. Ewing from Jamaica? Yes, yes he, he is. Okay. He's Jamaican. I never knew that. He also every year in the playoffs. Yo, but yo, but why they don't got no straight <laughs> African basketball players? They do. What are you talking about? Not official, like B small people. What you got? Mutombo is gone. <laughs> I, you know I was going to rep. You said basketball players, so I'd assume you meant every era. <laughs> First of all, Patrick Ewan ain't nothing but an African if we want to do half those groups. So I'm going oh. there. <laughs> <laughs> time, to, time, to get off, time to get off the air. Wait, Mayru, Mayru, what you doing? We got Matumbo, uh, who else from Africa? Uh, Manubo. Meru is our exclusive point guard. Uh oh. Meru uh -oh. don't play no ball. <laughs> the money can watch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all sleeping on Unk. Unk and who? 
Oh, oh. I'm in the same boat with me. I've seen him. I got a video. I got a video on Cooper at the RBG uh, day last year. Oh, he can get down. Yeah, I better start working out now. Uh-uh. Well, 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 Alan ain't got to do that, but the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of y'all. What you mean, y'all? Pastor, you sitting down at a desk down in the desert. You ain't doing nothing. With a gym that's free that I go to six days a week. That you pass by. <laughs> nah, I don't pass by. They know me by first and last name. I pass there. by what? my gym every time I go to the grocery store. You know what? <laughs> oh, <hell. laughs> I'm gonna I'm show you. I'm gonna show y'all how how dedicated I am to this workout. Hold on. Let me let me share this. Let me share this thing. Hold on. This is how I come in the gym. Y'all see me? This is how I come in the gym. This is how I come in the gym. Oh God! Right here. With with that avatar? With that elevation training now. <laughs> With a cape on. You see this? <laughs> this how I come in the gym. I and can't see. It's red, black, and green. You did you that? wear that from Young Pharaoh? The hell no. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> this is an elevation training mask. We get down with this thing. I'm serious here. Uh, by the way, Ben, are you at a secret location right now? No, I'm not no. no secret location. What's secret about it? <laughs> check it, in, brother. Let's check it, you know, because yeah, yeah. All right, all right, Ben. I got you, bro. Hold on. You being being in some uh, secret military uh, bunker, trying to still uh, act like he in the states. Oh, on the, uh, I'm not in the states. Hangouts I'm and not stuff in like the states. that. I never said I was in the states. Just not doing. I'm not that. in the states. What you mean? It's off. I'm off. Oh, it, it's ten o'clock. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what he say. I'm. That's I'm, what he like, say. I was ahead of y'all. Is that a disclosed location? Undisclosed, undisclosed I'm, location. It ain't no undisclosed location. I'm in Iraq. Oh, what camp? I'm exactly in at an undisclosed on. location. Yo, why you go to the museum for us, man? Show us some motherfucking Sumerian shit. You want me to step outside my room in Crazy. Baghdad? <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> hey, bitch. <baby. laughs> <laughs> hey. <Get up. laughs> they use you the got the military training? Yo, man, just put a turban on your head. They used to shoot with all the weapons. Bust in and kill the whole army. Y'all gonna make me step out of care. I almost called y'all some N-words just then. Because y'all tripping. I'll be right here. I leave up out of here in two days going through Dubai and I'll be home. Hold up, man. Uh, Asar. Let's go for two. I'm going to say, lift books. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that, too. He bench press. You know, you got to get it wherever you can. That's a, that's. Hey, Shiz move been hating on me this whole broadcast. I'm in the CIA. <laughs> I'm in the government. Is this because I travel to countries and you can't, brother? Is that the root of the problem? Uh -oh. <laughs> he can come meet you in that uniform. 
Is that what this is about? This is that's what this is. That is the root of the problem between me and Shizmu. He mad because I go to Africa more than he dreams about Africa. That's what this is about. Shizmu said, "I'm sorry, you ain't gonna catch up with you though." He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what they all say. We're gonna catch up with you. Well, I, I'll go next year. When is it next year? And next year, come on the tour, and I don't see nobody. You know how many people promised me they was going to Egypt with me <laughs> this year? Yep. I ain't seen Everybody nobody. Say. Everybody say, right, I'll go next year. I'll go next year. Me and my wife was there. We ain't see you. Hey, go with me to Senegal go. next month. We going to Senegal next month. I got a question. To next what? So Asar, uh, uh -huh. chapter chapter three of New Sit Biddy. Are you right. uh, are you going to do a lecture? Hold on, hold on. I, I don't want to cut you off, but did you just say Nasu? Yeah, I said it was <laughs> Mayru on the line. Oh. I said it was Mayru on the line. Yeah, I said it, Mayru. Oh shit! Please be gone, Mayru. Please be gone. I'm getting off. <laughs> he's not there. Yeah, he's not there. I don't know about. Yeah, uh, me and this dude went back and forth on Nisu and Sutton all day long, and I do not want to do it again. Oh, you kept that dance up. Oh, wow. I didn't keep up no dance. I didn't keep up no dance. No, 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 no. You just know where you got it from. I'm a, I'm a do. I'm a just say like a saw say. You do this and you're still never gonna be able to change that order them glyphs and talk Bruh, that higher. Uh, that your that, that resources agree with to me. me. Okay. Anytime you want to do this, we go. We can go live. We can go live. We already live. We already live. We already live. We already live. Okay, come on, come on. I want y'all bad on the basketball court. Uh huh. Got professionals up now. Mayru. <laughs> you know, you know honorific <laughs> transposition exists. No, okay. Him, only only, only in only in James exist. D. Allen's mind. He said because I know he got it. You don't do that with even no though, even though okay. when I proved it with King Tut's name, it don't say two tuck comment when you read his royal chanu. You gotta put it in the honorific transposition to know Dagger. It two tuck common. But he didn't refute uh, that. So what uh, what name was on his uh, Shenu again? It's not too tough common. I th I think it was. And you and when I put it up there, right. you didn't read it. <laughs> and then 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 uh, it was unk and then toot. Whatever word it is, you couldn't uh, read it uh, until uh, I told uh, you it was too common. No, it was almond. No, you get it. In the order no, that's not what it says. On my screen right now, and show it to you. All right, again. I mean, I can put it. I put See, y'all talk, y'all talk trash with Mary Wait. What you think I ain't here? Put it up, We can just go right to that. Put it up, Sean. New suit, bitty. Let it go. Just second, sister. No, I'm not new. Y'all knew that shit. Alan, Alan, this is all your fault. Saber, Mujawa is in the chat. New suit, bitch. Y'all wrong. You're all following EA Wallace, Budge, and you know. You know what? I got, I got some. I got some. But you hate Budge. You hate Budge. Who hate Budge? No, I don't. First scholar that said new suit. And excuse me. I never said that. 
Scott Dictionary that said a suit and white suit. Hold on, hold on. I got about hold on, hold on. Every time they you can actually you can actually prove the uh, honorific transposition um, by the foreign documents who write the king's names. Mm-hmm. And, Niagara, and that's really where you you good. know they like they pronounce it, it they pronounce it. Uh, that's not how they came <laughs> up with it, buddy. Sorry. Uh, that's why, like they say, uh, in su- that's how we know it's pronounced in Sabia in terms okay. of Nesubiti. Wait till I show you this. Oh, oh, that's oh, how it's written oh, without oh, the... Uh, hold on a second. Hold I'm about to mess your game up. Maru, hold on, brother. Okay. A star, hold on. We're going to do this orderly. Would y'all just do it? Come on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Interrupted. <laughs> if we go interrupt, right. I'm gonna stop the broadcast. All right, everybody mute their mics. Asar, finish what you're saying, and after him is Meru. And after Meru, we go to a job. All right, go ahead, Asar, finish up what you're saying, brother. I was just saying that, uh, and I'm trying to find it in my book uh, so I can get the exact pronunciation and the source for it. Um, where they actually have the word, you know, written out in the foreign languages, and they write it with the N in front first, and so you could you couldn't say Sutin, um, as as like with Saro Sutin Seti, that this is this is wrong, and so, um, uh, where is this? And before I forget, you know, somebody was asking about chapter three, and this is how we got on this, but. Uh, there was a question on it, so don't forget it, so we can come back to it. But um, but y'all can go while I actually find this uh, example. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, Meru. It's your turn, Meru. <laughs> Meru, I'll, I'll mute your mic. I'll mute your mic, Meru. Doo-doo. The suit. Come on. <laughs> did he just do a Taz on us? Did you did you mute me or something, Garfield? I muted I muted everybody. Go ahead, Meru. Thank you. Meru, I have you, to mute my mic. I have it on okay. my headset. Okay. Oh, okay. So don't do that. Um, it takes me forever to unmute it. All right, give me one second. I'm gonna put this on the share screen first. Let's do this. I think I think you got off the alabaster uh, pot, right, Ben? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, here. Right one. Okay, give me one second. All right, share application. It's not, it's not the one that you showed. I can I can pull it back up. Tell me if this ain't the right one. Okay, tell me when it's on the screen. All right. Oh, hold on. Hold on, I'm trying to. It was up and then. That, that, that wasn't that wasn't the one that I had, but it's the same inscription. It's the same this inscription. One? Yeah, it, it was oh, the that same one. So we have here, amen. Mm-hmm. So that's your, are you saying that is King Tut's real name and we are in error? The glyphs are arranged, amen, ankh, and tut. That's a direct question, brother. Okay, that's what I thought. 
So you're are you saying that King Tut's name is Unk? Right. Are you are you saying says, that King Tut's name is Read the what, what, what are they saying? Are they saying I'm an Unk too? Now this one actually says I'm yes a two Unk. Ben, ben, let him talk by himself. I'm a two Unk. Let Meru talk. Let Meru talk alone. Don't interrupt. Okay. All right. Now this one is I'm an Unk too. This one here is I'm an Toot Unk. So which way is it? Can I can I answer now? Go ahead, brother. We know the king's name is Tutankhamun. Common. So are you mm -hmm. saying that honorific transposition is bullshit and that we should call him Amen Unk Toot? Whenever a netter is involved, and I've been clear about that, I don't know why we keep reiterating the same silly thing. Whenever a netter is involved, you always use honorific transposition. What your argument is, okay. is that you're trying so to use honorific transposition with the word suitin' and the suit. All right, because I thought you were saying, I thought you were saying, brother, that honorific transposition was just bullshit, period. So let's take, get, let's no, get no, King no, Cut out of netter, it. It's proper. Okay, right. so, let's, so let's go to the new suit then. <laughs> All right, I'm going to show you the word. Hold on, let me show you this word right here. I want you to translate this for me, Ben. All right. Let me find it. One second, as soon as I find it, I'll drop it in there, and then you translate this word for me. Okay, let's see. The suit. Uh, give me one second. Oh, no, you know what? I probably have it under suit. Hold on. <laughs> he even got his suit on his computer. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't go with that Faulkner uh, or that James P. Allen honorific transposition crap a lot. One that okay. told you about it in the first place. All right. No, uh, here, actually, let, the man that yes. told me about it are the two gentlemen. Well, okay, I want you to show me a hieroglyphic uh, dictionary with the word Nessu in it that predates much. Go. Go. Go ahead, show it to me. You showed it. Hieroglyphic dictionary that mentioned the word Nessu as a king of Egypt before Butch. Go. Crickets. Brother, I don't have to agree with you. Ah, I thought so. I thought so. I don't have to agree you, with you. Know, you know Budge drew from Brutch, right? And they all right. drew and from Champollion. So you probably want like to go to Champollion no, first. Every one of them. Here, let's just do that. Let's just do I have every hieroglyphic dictionary. See, I'm putting them all in there right now. I'm putting them all in there. But hold on, History hold on. You, have, you also have to understand this. Oh, listen, listen. You also have to do uh -huh. this. It's not enough to go to those sources because everyone agrees that they're old and outdated sources. Well, what here, the reason your, why here, is sorry. because you have one, you have, Sue, right? Listen to what I'm He's saying. He's the first one. That's the truth, right? <laughs> listen. You cannot belie that. You're not ever getting around. That's that irrelevant. What I'm what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to tell you is that it is irrelevant. Was budge, it is right? irrelevant. Now, I'm gonna show you ten different budge works where he never used Hello, what's going on? Um Garfield muted him. Uh Dagger Squad muting everybody. <laughs> Now, nah, Garfield muted Maru. Yeah. Hey, I, I had this conversation with Maru before, and um, I don't know why I wasn't dead right there, because the it sounds like, Maru, sounds like you have an issue with Budge as, as opposed to issue with what's accurate. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. 
Meru, unmute yourself. Yes, sir. All well, right. Quit damn muting me. I told you that. At least tell me to mute my own mic. Jeez. Listen, Christ. Meru, you're not okay. listening, no, bro. You're not uh, I'm listening. not. Because All right. I know what I'm Let's talking talk. about. So I'm not okay. listening to people who are trying to lecture me oh, about things Meru. they don't know what they're talking oh, about. God, All right. Man. Now, you said you Meru. wanted Ermin. I got Ermin. What does Ermin say? Yeah. He says, Sutin. Show me, me a single Egyptologist that said the word for king was Nesu before Budge. Go. Until then, your 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 argument is moot. You're all followers of Budge's work. And Budge does not use the word Nesu. He uses the word Sutin whenever he translates the word king. Now, if you can belie that, it, please it, go ahead. It, and what do what I'm trying to tell you, listen, listen, your, your challenge is a, a mute and irrelevant challenge. Because it doesn't matter what someone wrote. If somebody later finds that what somebody wrote earlier is inadequate and inaccurate, you correct it and then you move forward from there. And so what we're saying here is that one of the ways in which you can prove that is it is Nesu or Insu is by the foreign uh, way that the people have wrote the words. They wrote letters back and forth between each other. And so when, when, for example, the Akkadians were writing to the kings and when they wrote the word king, they didn't write Sutin. They wrote Insabia for Nesu, what we say is Nesu Biti. They wrote Insabia, it's an I in front of it, an N, then S-I-B-Y-A. They're writing it as they understood the word. They're, they're interacting, they know the language. And so the Akkadian letters, uh, which you can find in Gardner's uh, uh, text, page 51, in terms of the citation and how do you pronounce it, makes your point mute. Because now these folks are older than Budge. And they were there living at the time. Your argument is now been falsified. We can move on. Okay. And you still would never change the order of the myroglyphs from a soup plant <laughs> the X1 to the T to the N. Now, you want to tell me where the, the magical disappearing T went, Asar? See how you have all this other primary documentation? I'm that, sorry? Uh, you know, where the magical T goes. You know, you tell me there's honorific transposition. Every scholar says it's Nessu, not Nessut, <laughs> except for uh, uh, listen, James listen. Allen. Okay, okay. listen. Um, mm -hmm. Do you know where the G went when we pronounced the word right? Right, right, that, or, we, or where the K went when we pronounced the word knowledge. Mm -hmm. So, where's the magical T go? Where does it, where's Listen, it go? Did, did, do, you, do you see where I'm going with this? Do you, uh, when I, know I ask the you order, the question directly, I know do you know where the G went? That ever gave a formula for the listen, word? Listen, listen, listen. I asked you a direct question. Okay. I asked you two questions. Do you know where the K went in the word knowledge okay. and where the, the, the sound That's for moved. G went and in the word right? It's no, it's not irrelevant because it is it, the same it is process. Irrelevant. I'm not talking and about so, un unpronounced No, it is not because you would English. listen, listen to what I'm saying. For someone who doesn't study ancient Egyptian language, uh, it is clear by your conversation uh, that you do not study oh, really? this. And so if you did, you would know oh, okay. that okay. less. Listen, <laughs> listen, because if you did, you would know that okay. the T uh, uh, fell out of favor, even though they still wrote it in the same way that we still write K and we still write G, although these uh, sounds are silent in our modern English words. 
Okay. And that's I'm why you see Insubia instead of Insubit, 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 in in the right. Acadian translation. dictionary. Can you see it on your screen, Asar? Can you see that? I don't yes. study it. All right, that's the formula in Budge's Hieroglyphic Dictionary for Nisu. N35, O 34 which is an S or sometimes translated as a G, and G43, the quail chick, and the A40 determinative. When you see M23, N35, and A40, I mean, I'm sorry, X1 and N35, that's Sutton. He gave you the formula for Nisu. Now show me that formula in any hieroglyphic dictionary. Go ahead. He gave you the formula. He said that the I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to understand your point when your when your citation just nullifies your argument. Really? What is that big equal? Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna ask you a question. What is that big equal sign in the middle mean? That's what Budge put in his dictionary. He said the word Nessu equals Sutin. Oh my god. Now, can you show me that that okay. arrangements of glyphs in any any wall, any place in Egyptian history. Can you show me that formula on the left for Nessu? Because he gave it to you. Oh, the arrangement uh, of the hieroglyphs. And I haven't seen so, them So yet. did you even understand my question? Mm. Did you even understand my question? Falderall is what you, I get. When you read Budge's text, when he I'll says it equal, I got what does he mean by that? In the I don't text. study. I don't study. Remember? You don't. <laughs> You okay, read, well, but you don't study. I have all of everybody's dictionary. <laughs> what does the equal sign mean? Here's your honorific transposition from uh, James P. Allen. The noun Nesu King may involve a certainty. This is where you got it from. Now, how did you get Nesut out of that? I see the Su plant, X1, the T, and the N. That's three letters or four letters. The Su sound, the T sound, and the N sound. So how did you get Nesut out of that? Could you explain that to me? Oh gosh! First yeah, of all, uh, Alan, uh, Alan, yeah. first of all, from Alan James has, P. Allen. Uh, because he from doesn't uh, do historical comparison. Listen to what I'm saying and don't interrupt me. <laughs> the knee in front of the nesu uh -huh. is a grammatical prefix of agency. Uh -huh. It's just like in um, in Bantu, where you have in in front of lungu. It it, it has uh, the root is lungu. But you have in in the front, which uh, is short for knee, just like how you see it in ancient Egyptian. It's short for knee. It's a grammatical prefix that uh, uh, is a prefix of agent. It lets you know that the word or the entity or the concept being in um, that's being mentioned has a, an active force behind it. It's a it's a person. It's just like move in in Bantu, which shows a human agent. It's a prefix of agency. The root itself is S. The W itself is a suffix. Ancient Egyptian is a monosyllabic language that agglutinates morphological, uh, or what we call morphemes, to roots. This is something that I go in detail. Have you read my book, Nesubiti? No. Where all of this is broken down. I, and you can I see it not only in Egyptian, that you can I, see I, it in the other African it. languages. I, I guarantee you, I'm going to ignore it if it says Nesut Bitti in the front of the book. Uh, I don't think that's somebody that really knows what he's talking about. He would never. That's that's fine. But when now you're making you arguments, listen, when you're making arguments. You translate these glyphs for me. Okay. I'm going to show it to you in just a minute as soon as I find it. I don't and we're going to end this argument. 
because I'm going to confuse you very well in just a second. The argument was already it. ended from the Acadia Records okay. that has Insabia and who doesn't have Sutin. This is what you do. This is what I want you to do, since you're you're well read. I want you to find any foreign document that addresses the king with the word Sutin in it. Can you do that? And get Can back I to do us? what? Can I do what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm asking you this again. Okay. Foreign people have written the ancient Egyptian kings, uh -huh. and they all have the word, you know, uh, uh, Nesu in it. So can you find a foreign document to a king that has the word Sutin as the pronunciation? For saying instead of Nesu. were called Nesu. Could you produce that for me, please? Do you understand the question? I just asked the you, can you produce is, this evidence of foreign kings calling the Egyptians? I already, I already did that. You did it, and 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 we can, and that's and that's something that we can we can demonstrate easily. And and I gave you okay. an example, and I gave you a source and page number for it. Um, and he has the direct uh, uh, source for it. What's the name of the book? <laughs> this is how we know that it's pronounced with the N in front. Uh, I keep asking you direct questions, and uh, you know you keep avoiding answering me. No, so I answer you, your questions directly. What book I've can I go to right now and you and find, to answer it Okay, I'm question. asking you that question again. I just told you, James. Excuse me, Gardner's book on the on the ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs, page fifty-one. I gave you what, that source. What's the name of Gardner's book? On the what um, what's the name? The um, his hieroglyphic dictionary and and grammar book. Uh, you talking about Egyptian grammar? I have that book right here. Because I don't study, you know. Okay, so, go to page 51. What, okay, you're talking about Gardner's Egyptian grammar, correct? Say it again. Right now. Yes. That's the book you want me to open up right now because I don't study, right? I have this book because, uh, you know, I just want to impress you that I have it because I haven't actually Look, studied. there's a difference between reading and studying. I use the word okay, study okay. specifically. I, I can't comprehend it. I'm a little slow. So we're gonna no, you can't, because you can't even tell me what the equal sign means. Why would Budge put an equal sign uh, for I mean, Nessu why would I and, and your so-called Sutin? When Budge put an equal sign, Nessu equals Sutin. Why, why would I answer a silly question like that? I mean, damn, bro. What does the equal sign mean? It's only silly because grader, you don't okay? know the answer. Dictionary? Do you have the citation for Sutton? Because I do. Yes, right I have Bud's dictionary, which study. is why I ask you how does Bud right, use the dictionary? Would you like me to see, when he uses right the now? equal sign, listen, listen. When he okay. uses the equal sign, he's giving you different variations <laughs> of the uh, same word. Of variations. He gave me one, and I showed you it to you. You know that, right? Since you read, since you studied Bud. He showed you, you the know way when that he uses the equal sign, that he's giving you a variation of the same word. I know. I know. I know, guys. Oh, Egyptian grammar, page 51. Right, we're going to get right to that. Hold on. This is getting out of hand. <laughs> nah, I got it in hand, Garfield. Let me handle this. They wanted this work, so See, let's go. You said I can find this in Gardner's Egyptian grammar. I'm opening it up right now. And, oh, sorry? No, Alan wanted this. Alan Brown. He's flying as a church mouse. Yeah, man. Flying as a goddamn church mouse. What you over there, lifting weights? Nah, nah, I'm chilling, well, man. I'm, I'm change, just looking I'm at. Change the topic of this, man. I gotta put a lot of different things in this video. Oh, you acting like Sonetta right now? Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday randomness. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have an intermission, man. Learn how to get to bench to bench 500 pounds, man. Post that video. Is anybody need to do that? that?
Don't nobody need to do that. What what is me benching five hundred pounds gonna do for me? All right, no, stop. That's my goal. Stop. Tell me that, please. I don't know. That's my goal. I wanna be abnormal. That's a great goal <laughs> for you. That's my goal. That's All a right, great goal for you. Twenty seconds. Look at the video. This is this Gango Grills video, Garfield. I'm never coming on the show again. <laughs> Can't see it? No. I think oh, I think Monique could have sort of seen it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't see it. I think she what doesn't look at it. Yeah. What was it? What did we see? We can't see. Can't nobody see it but you. Okay, hold on. Uh, nice see. Try to put that on me. You fired. That, that give that give them that give them time to find it, the source pages. Because I'm really up, interested. Dude. I'm really interested in the shit. Shut the hell up, Alan. Shut <laughs> the hell up. Go, Ujau. <laughs> they on break. Oh, man. I, I'm on Why would you say that? Because you, you, you haven't given him a turn. You haven't you given Ujau a turn. No, can we don't see, see it. No. no. Can you see the screen? I think it's because no. it's because Maru is sharing. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Because I can see Maru's screen. Well, Maru probably found the source by now. And, you guys and for, for those who need to know, um, it, there's the Insubia letters to Ramesses II, in which I'm talking about from the Acadians. You guys see my screen? No. No, I don't think we can see anything. I think only one person can share at a time. Yo, Asa, okay. you talking about the Amana okay, letters? Okay, Maru not sharing no more. No, not Amana letters. Amana is something different. That's Akhenaten's time. We're talking about Ramesses II, who was interacting with the Akkadians. You see the word see Insubia for, uh, for oh. Natsu. I still can't see it, Garfield. What hell is going on? I see your avatar. All right. Yeah, well, that's about it. Man, fuck it. Get back to it. Where Maru at? Where Maru at? Here we Maru go. At? Here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Who is that? Right. It's Alan. Thank you. Let's go. Drive it up. Drive it up. Come oh, on. Yes, Alan. I hear you. How much is that, Alan? That's 420. 420. Yeah, I'm almost now, there. Now, now, now I'm going to be the stupid guy from the conscious community that asked you a stupid question. And how did that help you fight white supremacy, Alan? Let me tell you how. Good one, Ben. When, 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 when you, when you have any kind of regimen or discipline or study, it keeps you focused and grounded. So whenever you no, put yourself no, on Alan, any kind baby, of people, music, people are dying, Alan. How, why you out there, bitch? Can I play, can I play a song? Hey, can I play a song for y'all? It better not be what I think it is. 
Yo, yo, I don't want to hear no singing, Garfield. No, 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 no. Go ahead. It's playing right now. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't hear nothing. Oh. What is this? That video. Some unreleased Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, where's the greatest of all time, shoot, man? That's the greatest of all times. Oh, Big Daddy Kane, get out of here, man. Wrong, big, ain't, that, ain't that your five percent, brother? You already know, King Asiatic. Oh, shit, let me get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> let me go. You start bringing up that god shit. Let me get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know it's coming. Oh, shit. I'm going to hit that damn button as soon as you bring it up. <laughs> Leave call. <laughs> Yo, Maru, you found that shit yet? This is for y'all right now. You say he looking at the garden. Why you ain't say it in here? Oh, he dropped. No, he say he looking for the gardeners in the chat. Yeah, but he dropped out the chat room though. Um, I mean, he dropped out the live. Oh man, I wanted to learn about the soup, man. Hey, I was saying, I was saying, I had, I had, I had uh, this conversation with uh, Meru like probably last year, and um, and all everything that he's showing today, uh, he showed before, but what he doesn't show. It's it's a case of selective um, selective reading because within Budge's dictionary as well you see Nisut as well not the entry that he showed but there's another entry in the, in the dictionary and it's entire entirely different where he has uh, Nisut. Um, but mm. what he can't explain I mean I brought that up to him too as far as the foreign names um, in Sabia and everything like that and what he cannot get around is the fact he doesn't study the grammar because you can't break down the word in the suit other than looking at and uh, staring at dictionaries. No matter which dictionary he uses, if he has a problem with Budge or Gardner or Faulkner or Allen, then the question is, what dictionary does he use? Uh, and what scholar and you know that he trusts the dictionary to use? You, he's going to have to answer. I, I, I haven't figured that out with that one, to be honest. But, I mean, the thing is, is that... Um, even in this conversation, Maru just is not going to um, change his mind whatsoever. Even if you can, you can, I mean, you know, you could resurrect Ramses himself. And <laughs> I don't think Maru's going to change his mind because if you can show a primary uh, document, primary source of written in uh, Akkadian, where it is said in Subia, give the source um, uh, for that and everything and for him to still ignore it. And then create a straw man and say that we're following Bud. He ain't ignored though. He ain't ignored. He's looking for it right now. No, no, no. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, in 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 his arguments, he's creating a straw man saying that we're following Bud or whatever. But if that's the case, then Budge also has in his dictionary Nisut, and he he's gonna have to explain the word um, uh, Nisit, which is the word for kingship. See, he has to get into the grammar and understand. 
how these words are changing to to create these other semantic meanings you got kingship the institution of kingship you got a king and all of these other different things he's gonna have to explain he can't do it he won't be able to do it so we'll wait for him to come back he'll, he'll be able to do it he won't be able to do it those are questions that we would have to ask him to break down and he, he's gonna have to under he's gonna have to explain honorific transposition because he kind of skated over that he said well with with the deity he'll, he'll accept it because remember his, his argument is to show some glyphs and then say that you can't change the arrangement of the glyphs well no one's arguing that because we can say the same thing to him on the stuff that he accepts because you gave the you gave the example of of king tut the if you look at it the word amen is written first and we can make the same argument to him because he accepts it as as tut unk amen and not Amen to Unk. So we can mm -hmm. say the same thing to him and say, well, you can't rearrange those glyphs. So so that point becomes moot and 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 irrelevant. So we need to erase that. So we had we just had to wait for him to come back and, and walk him down. But see the, the way the conversations go, he won't he won't allow himself to be walk, slow walked down and get this work. That's the that's the issue, and that's that's what happens with quite a few people. Just ain't like no, Alan. Ain't no, just ain't like no, Alan. Hold up, 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 don't talk over me. You lying. Lies. I'm going to be the I'm a, I'm a be the field goal kicker in the basketball game. See, Woo! no, no. no. Well, okay, hold on, hold on. There are actually field goals in basketball, but they're shot attempts. <laughs> so he kind of right. Mm -hmm. I'm, we I'm, just, I'm, we I'm, just gotta do some fine tune. I'm gonna kick the extra point. Like every, every time somebody make a make a basket, I'm I'm gonna be the one to kick the extra point. So that means he's gonna be the free throw shooter. That's how they doing this. The that's how they doing this scholarship. <laughs> All right, quiet. Meru is here. Get him, Meru. All right. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. You Shoot also gotta contend so that remember that the the king was supposed to be a god himself. So if you accept if you accept uh, honorific transposition for a deity and the king is a deity, how do you explain that? I'll add that to the the, the slew of questions. Yeah, yeah, it's just gonna have to be explained. And Ben, I mean, man, if, and Ben, if I'm wrong about something, I admit it, man. I admit it, man. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My thing is this. Uh, my thing is this, can you find the word Sutan, meaning king, in any related African language? No, you can't. The closest thing that they'll try to find that they will I've seen people use is uh is for the Sultan. Arabic. Yeah, Sultan for Arabic. Speech. Yeah. <laughs> uh brother Asar, can you give us some Then you uh, have to explain where that L come from. Or variations of the suit <laughs> in African? <laughs> oh, oh, in African hold up, hold up. Are we still live? Yeah, okay. we are. Okay. Yeah, we've been live for the past 10 hours. But listen. And I'm supposed to be doing homework. Y'all have messed up my whole day. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Put me on some kind yep, of I got assignments due. No, you no, no, have to get off soon. Yeah, we can hear you. We can no, hear Garfield put me on some internet. kind of block. It's Garfield yeah. bad. Internet. On some kind of block. Ain't no damn. Go ahead, bro. 
We can hear you. Now, y'all can talk shit when, when I ain't here. But funny how you don't do it when I'm you here. You were just here. Now, you I, just said, I'm quoting Joe. He said that the Bud's Dictionary says Nessuit. That is incorrect. The Bud's Dictionary says Nessuit. Would you like me to show it to you? Sure. Okay, let's get right to it. All right, but now, now instead of you, I'll put it cool. on the screen. Great. Now, why you doesn't say Nessuit? Okay, that's cool. It's simple. Okay, but correct. Or do I have to demonstrate that? No, no demonstration. So let me, let me. I'm gonna wait for you doesn't to share the screen. Good? But in the meantime, I'm saying we're gonna address every single one of your points, and not not your selective reading, but your your selective points and your straw man. So. So we're gonna we're gonna do I have everyone we're gonna selected and I just the, that's the crash try to proffer for it when you get breaking up bro no you am I breaking we're gonna deal yeah. with the magical tea issue that you brought up we're gonna deal with the uh we okay. change the arrangement of the glyphs uh issue that you brought up and that and now we're gonna start with this one that you that you want to select and choose let me drop them uh, for right now yeah. And then we're going to talk about how you how you ignore the reference to uh, Insubia. We, we'll talk about that as well. Man, this whole conversation I opened, is. A, I opened up the, gar, the Gardner uh, 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 Egyptian grammar on page fifty-one. It doesn't say anything uh, about Adian reference. Can anybody demonstrate that? Because I'm on page fifty-one right now. Would you I'll like me to put you, it on my screen? I'll tell you what. I'll do you one better. I'll, I'll share, Gardner's I'll, Egyptian I'll share, grammar, right? I'll, I'll share. I'll share my screen. So since since you want to start with that, because okay. I don't want to I don't want to jump around, you know what I'm saying? So we just do it okay. one thing at a time. But I'll share that while you get what you're getting ready. That way we can save some time. Okay. So I'm gonna share um, Gardner because it's it's actually it's actually a a superscripted number, and I'm sure you know what those are for, for footnotes or side notes, and it's in the margins. It's in the margins of the book where you'll see it. You'll see okay. the reference and everything. So I'm not sure if you overlooked that. Or or not, but um, I'm gonna share it on my screen. Y'all can see it. Let me know. You can see it. Yep. Okay, it's right over here. See, I'm a. I can't highlight it. Oh, the whole thing highlights, but it's over here on the left hand side as a superscripted number one, and it says C A Z, which is a um, source document that's written in German, uh, volume forty nine, page fifteen, and then also a source uh, abbreviated R E C. And you can go to the beginning of this book and see what these um, abbreviations stand for as far as the actual full title of these um, sources where Gardner is quoting from. All right. And if I go if I go up, um, sorry, if I go down here over here on the side in page 51, it actually says it says insubit with a superscriptive one. You look over here, it says vocalized as insubia in a cuneiform tablet from Bogaz Q. And it says C-A-Z again, volume 49, page 17. So this is what Moreau said that didn't exist in this book, but I'm showing you. Um, so that should uh, kind of end that right there. Um, okay. Would y'all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, would y'all say that again, because I'm sharing your screen. I wasn't sharing your screen. Go ahead and share it again and show it. Okay, uh, on page 50 of Gardner. Name of the book, where are you getting this from and everything. Okay, this is from Gardner's, uh, Alan H. Gardner's Egyptian Grammar being an introduction to the study of, of hieroglyphs. This is on page 50 when he's talking about the word king. And in this paragraph you see here, you see, you see it says, um, I'll read it, it says, it says, it is 
as unnecessary to take an extreme instance for the beginner to know why the word king, strictly king of upper Egypt, which is a variant shown here, is to be read Nisu and not Suten. And then he has a superscript number here, one. And you look over here in the margins, it tells you what the, that note is. It says C-A-Z, which is a German um, source. You can go to the beginning of this book to see the abbreviations and what these full titles of these sources are. Volume 49, page 15, as well as, as um, this source here, abbreviated REC, volume 38, page 69 to 70, et cetera, et cetera. So you can read that over here in the margins. This is what Moreau just said that didn't exist in this book. So I'm showing that. And then at the following page on page 51, where he, said, where he shows the, the word Nisudbiti um, as the combination, he has a superscriptive number here, and it says vocalized insubia, right here on the on the. Uh, I can't highlight just that, right over here on the right hand side. From Bogas Kui, volume forty nine, page page seventeen. So those are the sources that um, you would need to go further and check out, and um, and read that. So the brother Maru is going to have to explain to us: Did he review those sources or not? If I, I, and I know he didn't because he said that this footnote didn't even exist in this book that I'm showing right here. So we can safely assume that. No, you may notice that at the top of the page it has one. Hold on, hold on, Maru, Maru, hold, on. hold on, man. Hold on. I'm having a conversation. There's a difference between reading and studying. I keep trying to tell folks. Did you think that I hadn't already uh, quoted from this book? That I'd have that prepared for this conversation? I mean, that I took a screenshot of that exact same entry? before I entered this conversation because I don't study. No, no, no. I'm not saying you don't. I'm not saying you I already don't. have it cut and pasted right on my screen. Okay, but I'm not saying you don't study. I, what, I, what I'm saying is based, oh. ba no, based on your own words, you said that this footnote did not exist. A, a, a little, know, I did a penny next to it. He doesn't have knee suit. And you guys keep trying to ignore that one simple fact. Wait, 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 hold up. Let's do one thing. Magical key discipline. Let's do, okay. And he only translated as Nesu. Wait, Go ahead. I, I want you to explain why Gardner's has Nesu, not Nesut. Okay, we're going to do crickets. Okay, we I know. Do, it's not, I know. It's not crickets. I know. You're I'm, scholars. I'm not. I don't study. Okay. <laughs> I mean, two people can't talk at the same time, so it's not okay. crickets. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just being patient letting you talk, and then I'll talk, and then so on and so forth. So it's not crickets. I mean, you know. Um, I'm gonna say some partner for you for, and give you some crickets, because he I can't explain why he calls it Nessu. And it's in that same book that you're reading from. And I'm going to cite it for you. Okay. And why he's he's saying Nessu. I can because he got it from Budge. Okay. That's well, why. Yeah. You didn't put a T on the end. You got that from Faulkner. Knee suit came from Faulkner. Okay. Faulkner too. All right, so every time I try to talk, you you talking. No, well, go ahead, brother. All right, all right. I want to back up a little bit because it's it's cool to jump around, but but first let's let's let's. Can I get an admission that you said that this footnote didn't exist? Do you see it? No, now? what I did was incorrectly look at the top of the page. If you scroll up, it's not going to say the page number. So I assumed no that the citation that I've already, the page number the page number is right there I at the bottom. Of the, that the citation look, that I and scroll up. It says 50 at the bottom of scroll up. No, no. 50 is the page number, brother. What does it say at the top of the page? It says yeah, section. It's, it's a, it says it says section. right there, 54. It See? says section. I thought I was. Wait, wait, one second. It uh -huh. says section. Uh -huh. this, this sign right here is a, is, a, is a sign and symbol for the word section. 
This is section 54. Well, I incorrectly assumed section was the page number. We didn't so say I thought it was there. But I've already, months ago, cut and paste the same entry. All right, the same one I'm, you were just I'm, reading. I'm just walking slow. I'm going, I'm going one at a time. So now, now you, you stand corrected. Okay. okay, but do you... Oh, you I'm corrected? Why doesn't he have the suit then, if I'm incorrect? Wait a minute. Why no, I'm not, I'm not saying suit? you're incorrect. I'm too much. Uh, where did he get the idea that you should right. pronounce his See, suit? That's why it's going to be difficult. See, when, when, when people... Don't let nobody talk. People just, no, people just can't admit okay. when they're wrong. That's that's okay. I'm wrong, but then it, show me Gardner's explanation for using this suit. Go ahead. Okay, we we're gonna move to that, but I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get you to understand. Hey, easy, it, man. I'm out. Does he? That that this is page fifty. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. For the beginner to know why suit and king strictly is written as a variant, right? Is suit and not suiting. Okay, so hold up. Does he get for that? All right, so we don't jump or keep jumping around. The next thing you said, all right, so now we corrected the page numbers, page 50 and page 51. So the footnote does exist. All right, so I said 51 from the beginning where you can find the vocalized. Right here, yeah. The, listen, when I said 51, that is the exact same page where you find the vocalized variant of Misubiti and its source. It's exactly what I said. It's exactly how I quoted it in my book, Nesubiti. Right. And he just proved that to you. Where it says it, it right here on my screen. Or it says it right here on my screen uh, that I just mentioned earlier. So I mentioned it first. I'm just showing it on my screen. Okay. It says section 55, but it's page 51 of this particular book. So what I was saying is that because you we're in the wrong place, I can safely assume that you didn't even check out this source. So you no, of course I did because I told you months ago I already documented this for this conversation. No, no, no. I wouldn't be aware of something. Okay, no, when I, source, you're, when I say source, I'm talking about the cuneiform. I haven't done the work. So have you have you have you have you, have you put uh, your eyes on the cuneiform uh source for this word uh NCB or or the write up on it. Oh, but, uh, number one, why would I be looking for the name of an Egyptian king outside of an Egyptian source? Why would I do that? Well, see, there you go. That's that's the whole point that you're missing. You're missing. Okay. Okay. Number two. Wait, wait, wait. Budge gave me the four. Ask me a question. What did Budge tell you? It's being paid. What did he tell you? Hold up. But you asked me a question about why would you? I asked you a question that you did not answer. I asked you, you why Bud said you now say Sue instead of Sutin. Why did he tell you you do that? Okay, I'm going to answer that one, so you can hold me to it. But I want to get back to this first question you asked me that that you that you want to skip over, okay. even though you asked me. You said, why would you look into a foreign uh, document for a name of an Egyptian king or or what have you? And the point why is, I, why would I look for an outside source that's non-Egyptian? Because this is a I'm not specialized in a king. No, I'm not. Well, I don't know what you specialize in, but I'm just saying I'm just saying as part of your research, if you want to deal with how the words and how these things are pronounced to prove or disprove honorific transposition on, on the name Nisudbiti, you would see how foreigners were pronouncing it and writing it. So they wrote it as Insubia. Why would they write it Insubia and not uh, not the other way to reflect Sutin? I haven't seen any substantiation of that. Can you show me an, an Akkadian text where it says Ensubia? I just gave, we just gave. No, the, you gave uh, me a citation from a book that claims that. I said, can you show me a primary Akkadian text with the word Ensubia in it? 
Okay, so that so you're actually proving my point. I I just said that that's, you, that's you, a yes or no, brother. Wait, wait. That's a simple yes or no. Can okay, you show yeah, me the case yeah. text with the yeah. word insubia in it? Yes, it, it's in this source right here. I'm gonna pull up this. No, no, wait, I, wait, I don't want to read about a source oh. that claims something exists. Can I want to see Acadian? the actual documentation. Can you read Acadian? I ask it to you again. Because this is what I get all the time. When I, when I pin people down, I say, show me the word Ensubia in Akkadian cuneiform. Can you do that? First of all, can you read Akkadian? Can you read Akkadian script? I have Akkadian dictionaries. Down. I'll figure it out quickly. Okay, so when I show, when I show, listen, when I show, you, you want me to show the stone? You want me to bring it to your house? Ujo, Ujo wait, Garfield, click on Ujo's screen because the chat can't see the screen. And you guys are speaking. They have no idea what y'all talking about. Okay. Garfield, click on Ujawa's screen. Is it, is okay, well, go ahead. Sorry. See the gardeners. Okay, no. What I'm saying is that is that first of all, you're confirming my point that you have not checked out this uh, source for the vocalization of the word. For the, for the last goddamn time, Ujawa, I clipped this out. I've posted posted this in the back chat i don't know how many umpteen times so stop trying to infer that i have haven't used this source that's not what i said Just cut that shit out okay i have i have it documented okay that right now i have, the, I have all of his be very listen to me very close i want you I, i'm gonna show you his explanation for the word nesu he don't say it came from no honorific transposition he doesn't put a team on the end so cut it out Okay, you're asking me to cut out something that I'm not. Never going to make that word in a suit. All right, let me just talk for a second. You're asking me to cut out something <laughs> that I'm not doing. All right, I'm gonna make it. Well, you stop inferring that I haven't done the research because that's bullshit, and we all know that. Me and you have been through this before. I cited every source that from Birch to Champollion to Budge to Ehrman, you name one. Gardner's Faulkner, I did every one of them. And the only one that made that claim about honorific transposition was James P. Allen. All right. So you're done. I'm saying you're asking me to cut out something that I'm not doing. I'm not saying that you. Well, stop trying to, trying to infer like you're this guy that has some secret information that I haven't perused. Meryl, 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 Meryl. Hold on, hold on, guys. Hold on. Listen. It don't look good. We're getting combative to the hey, audience. Hey. Hey, hey. So what I'm gonna do is so what I'm gonna do don't is don't try to throw no, 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 no. Don't, don't try to throw a dagger at me. Don't do it. No, nobody's don't turning that back. Meryl, right, well, stop trying to infer that I haven't perused this information because there is no information. Meryl, we gotta sound right, orderly. Cut the shit. It's still live. You want me to get off the air and y'all talk behind? No, 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 no. We can do it any way you want to do it. People are texting. We've me. already done this. People are texting me. I wasn't even listening. Come on, man. I we gotta like to demonstrate. I don't okay, just talk. When people make claims, prove your claims, because I'll prove mine. All right. Okay. Here we're gonna do. Here we're gonna do. All right. I'm. I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do it this way. All right. Since it's Meru hmm. and it's Ujawi here. Right. I don't know if I saw. I had to go. I don't know. I didn't hear him. Okay. All right. So this is what we're gonna yeah. do. All right. Ujawi, are you still there, my brother? Yep, I'm here. Alright, is there some is there a, what what is the point right now you guys are trying to contest? What is the point? We're gonna right. do it one point at a time. Okay, the yeah, we need a moderator because the issue is not the information at this point. The issue is allowing people to talk. So mm -hmm. my thing, 
my point is is that um i i made a comment earlier uh although the brother maru has screenshot and quoted and dealt with this this source in terms of gardner's uh book that i have on my screen what i said was that the brother maru did not check out the cuneiform source that gardner is is uh drawing from and he confirmed that that point by saying a couple of things one thing he said that why would he even look into uh akkadian source when you know when he's dealing with an egyptian thing akkadian is not his thing etc cetera, etc cetera. i'm paraphrasing so he's confirming my point but now he's he's creating a straw man to say to tell me to cut out uh him me acting like he didn't uh, quote this source and stuff. So it's not about quoting a source. I'm asking him, did he actually check out the source for the vocalization of the word nisut? It's vocalized as insubia, as, as it is told, as, as, as it is represented in the cuneiform tablet from Bogaz uh, Q, which is, and, a, and the source is on the screen. So the brother Maru, it's, it's a simple question. Did you um, investigate this primary document? Yes or no? Maru? Oh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I cited every document. I'm going to put something on my screen for Brother Wujao because I know he's proficient. If I can, is it, does it say I'm presenting still? It's you now. It's on you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you something, brother Ujjal. I want you to read this for me because I did finally find it. Just give me one second. I just want to remind remind uh, you, Garfield, of my question just now. I asked him, did he yeah. investigate that particular source, that cuneiform source? Now, what he's about to show, or whatever, doesn't seem like he's even attempting to answer my question. So I don't know if the conversation no, no, was no, one way. You asked me about the cuneiform source. I said you had a citation in a book from Gardner. That claims that there's Akkadian cuneiform for Ensubiti, or what, what, how, you, how you pronounce it? Ensubia. Now, you are a brother that I've always uh, depended on. And yeah, you're breaking Akkadian, up. But I have Akkadian alphabet. Mary. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. You're breaking up, bro. All right. Hold on. We got Lotus in the building. All right. Can you oh, hear me that's now? Oh, to all the family. Misawa. Can you hear me now? Oh, man. No, we can hear you. Uh, I can hear you the whole time. It's just that you, when you're speaking, you're breaking up. You're loud, but you're, uh, you're breaking up. But go ahead. Oh, there's something. Can you see my screen yet, Brother Wujao? No, I just see your avatar. Sharing. Maybe you have to unshare and share again. I just see your avatar. Okay, hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, Meru. It says I'm presenting to everybody on my screen, Garfield. I know it is, but I can't see nothing. We can't see nothing, brother. You gotta click it. You gotta click his other um thing. I'm clicking. I don't see nothing. I no, can see it. Avatar. I see his I see his avatar. That's it. Right next to his avatar, he has another screen. Who is that him? No, that's not. No, that's somebody else. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who is that? That's Lotus. Death. 
That's who I am. Who? All right. So, so because because see, you know, I I've already had this this conversation. So this, you know, this is not. I mean, I'm I'm you know, I guess we're having this conversation for the edification of 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 listeners or the, or the, or an archive of this. So just as a reminder, the 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 argument, the issue here is over Suten versus Nisut. So it's an issue of these glyphs being transposed uh, when when um, in the grammar versus what you're visually seeing. So the brother Meru does not deny honorific transposition. He, so he's a, he does not deny the phenomenon that we call honorific transposition because he he conceded to it in, in such things such as the name Tudunk Amen because he, he admitted that it's not Amen Tudunk. So I want to make that clear that the brother Meru does concede to the phenomenon we call honorific transposition transposition but the issue is on a particular word and this word that we're talking about nisut versus suten so maro's maru's argument is that it's supposed to be suten and not nisut i'm saying that it's nisut maru is saying it is suten so just to kind of keep bring people back up to to what the issue is Who left? Well, get your ass back in here. So hopefully that was clear, uh, uh, Garfield. Garfield in and out. <laughs> I'm here, brother. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here watching the Giants game. Oh yeah. So that's that's the issue. I, I see. I see Maru bumped out. He probably popped right back in here. So, but all right. So, you know, I'm, I'm just, I just, I'm just telling people what the argument is, and and it really is no argument. This is something that's been settled for quite some time, but Maru is is um still in disagreement with it. But there's no information being provided for the disagreement. There's not yeah. evidence uh, or anything to to provide. We, I'm actually showing, I'm actually showing a source of an ancient. This is before Budge because Maru has a tendency to to uh, bring up Budge you know and a dislike for budge or the fact that we're using budge but when we use an ancient source of people who are contemporary to the time frame that we're talking about they wrote uh the word nisut as insubia they wrote it as insubia and i gave the source uh it's a secondary source that quotes the source actually a tertiary source that quotes the secondary source but you can find the primary source because it it names it but it discusses it in the book and I asked the brother Maru, yes or no question, did he investigate the source and, tra and track it out? And I still have not received an answer for that. But but I'm saying, but yeah, he said he 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 said he rebooting his computer. All right, but do y'all understand on the panel? Do y'all understand the fact that that if foreigners, if like for example, your name is Alan, if um. In the way that you spell your name in your writing system, if if I'm a foreigner, let's say I don't I don't speak English, but as far as names, regardless of the language, you'll still call them you'll still call people by their name. Like like when we when we try to when we talk about or talk to Chinese people, we don't translate their name and 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 say and, and say the translation. We actually say the name based on its pronunciation. So we, we will try to pronounce Chinese names uh, as they are. 
we'll do our best even if the uh even if the phonetics are different even if we don't have sounds like for example look at arabic speakers you know we don't translate muhammad as uh one who praises in english we say muhammad we actually say the word muhammad and and any words that we can't uh any any sounds that we can't produce in english or we don't produce in english we'll just do our best and we'll, or we'll substitute it like like a uh, khalik like like an arabic per person will will say that hard k the khalik like khalik but we'll just say uh khalik or khalik you know we won't pronounce yeah, the, the k hard but we will pronounce it the best way we can based on how we hear it so these these foreigners uh in uh, akkadian speakers pronounce the word for king in subia that's the point here and that's this is the uh, importance of understanding why this this source is being brought up because if it was Sutin, then the people who were Akkadian speakers would pronounce it close to Sutin and not in Subia for the for the phrase Nisudbiti. So in Akkadian, there's a, isn't there a sound for for that type of T? Yeah, there's a T, yeah. So, all right. I see what you're saying. We just gotta wait for the move to come back. Well, we got an invader in the building. Who says Meta Meta never been deciphered? He says I the dog and nice. tribe. I said Misawa. It has not been translated or deciphered. He says the Zulu are from another part of Europe. This guy right here. Hold on a second. Yeah, there's no Zulu is not a, a correct name of the people in South Africa. I've interviewed. All right, this is what we're gonna do. We're not going to do the hog and wash stuff. We still got like 58 people watching live. We're going to do this orderly, and we're going to do this like men. I don't have time for the foolishness. The first question we have for Lotus, right? The Medjanetta has not been deciphered. Okay, is that your way of not getting how to translate? Let me get um, let me get Sean Awujawa to put something up on Monique. Monique, and I want you to translate it and tell us what it means. Can you do well, if that, it's bro? never been deciphered, <laughs> why waste your time by showing me something? That defeats my argument. You do oh, not okay. understand well, that, right? Get, get some cognition in science and society, hold evolution on. of languages hold and on. cognition. Bro, 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 bro. Hold on, hold on, brother. Now, years ago, you told us you could read it, right? And years ago, we put you to the test, and you couldn't read it. But now, all of a sudden, don't talk when I'm talking, bro. I'm going to let you get the chance to talk. Now, all of a sudden now, it has never been... The, the, Lotus, you you never used to say that you could read it? Never in your life? I should say that to y'all, but I'm recorded in 2016 saying it hasn't. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. So, it has never been deciphered. Prove, prove your case. Go ahead. Hold up, but before you... Has it been deciphered? Can I say something real quick? Well... I mean, logically, if you understand masters programmers, if you talk to people from the University of Edinburgh, they're going to give you a set of standards. MS lowercase c. Evolution of languages and cognition. So you cannot. Are these white people? Absolutely. Would you like me to show my black sources? I thought you said. Because it's worse. Well, you guys use it. So this is for your compromise. No, 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 no. Now, I can I can talk about Claudius Labib and Ariane G. Mofta and Mualim Takla, but it's going to go over your head because you guys don't know about them. 
<laughs> Only you, right? So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with MSC Evolution of Languages and Cognition. Then I'll go to Claudia Sloppy. All right. You have this one. Okay. Yeah, I just want to say something real quick. Um, to speak to what you just said, Garfield, it's important. So you can't you can't let people off the hook. This brother, um, I forgot his his name, but I know I knew him as uh, Black Lotus, the brother that just spoke, and we had a conversation about two years ago. And, and uh, Garfield, this is what you're referring to, where the brother back then said that he can read the glyphs and that we can't, that we don't know what we're talking about and that we're wrong and this and that. So I said, hey, OK, let me let me hear the brother out. I said, well, let me post up a picture and let me see you break it down so you can teach me. I want I want to know what you're talking about and your methods. So I did that. It was people on a panel uh, that was watching that. It was actually it was a full hangout. Uh, session it was it was all it was packed it was 10 people in that session i pulled up a picture and we all watched the brother make an attempt to translate or to walk through this inscription that i showed and the brother was completely wrong he did it completely wrong he came up with some off the cuff stuff um and then once i pointed that out and then i uh gave the translation and so on and so forth then later on uh, about a day later, then he made up the excuse that he was playing and so on and so forth. I can actually pull up the actual picture that I that I use and tell you what the brother said. Uh, um, um, Won't you play the debate we had? Play, play the debate. Let, let me just finish. So, I, didn't, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Okay. I'm not sure about what you're thinking. So, so this is the thing. So I'm, I'm just giving some context to the people why Garfield hold is saying. Hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. Yo, Lotus. I let you in, although I didn't want to. No, no, you didn't. You oh, no, you gave this link to Wujawu. I asked for the link two hours ago. You lying, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I could have kicked you out as you got in. That's my point. So now, the point is, we're not going to do the interrupting and all this back and forth stuff. All right? If you can't be a man, bye. All right? Okay. Now, Wujawu, the floor is yours. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, I, I was. I, I'm gonna finish real, real fast. I was, I was just giving some context to what you were saying, uh, Garfield, because this brother is not new to me. This brother has, has, uh, kind of changed his story back and forth, back and forth. Um, I have, I have actual document, documented, com uh, conversations where the brother is typing to himself for hours and hours and hours talking about uh, Medonetra is German. The actual word is Medonetra is German, named after a German person, so on and so forth. And I, I, you know, I can, I can uh, PDF it and provide it to anybody who asks me. But my point is, is that the brother once said that he can read it and everything and translate it in the whole nine and that we have it wrong, uh, that we don't know what we're talking about, we have it wrong. So I said, well, man, this, this brother is probably some uh is good to learn from so i get so i asked the brother a sincere question for him to show and demonstrate his method of of transliterating and translating the glyphs i pull up pulled up a picture there was nine other people that was that was watching that was watching along with me and the brother botched it up the brother couldn't do it whatsoever and when i pointed it out the brother got embarrassed people started uh joking on him and then the, the next day later um, the brother was saying that he was just playing and so on and so forth. And I said, well, I don't play like that. You know, I asked you a sincere question. If you're not going to indulge and, and try to educate people, then, then why waste time? So then from there, the brother start, you know, having these long drawn out conversations with himself in the back chat of, of Google Hangout. And that's what I have as far as like I said, I could PDF and, and see all the stuff that this brother is saying. 
since then the brother has changed positions and said that it's not been deciphered and so on and so forth so so we have a a, a case of flip-flop and then there's no demonstration whatsoever so i'll be interested in, in hearing what the brother's saying now the only reason i'm saying what i said, what I said. Is some context to uh to this particular uh, brother and my and my um you know interactions with him you finished proceed bro now look at my name okay in 2016 i brought on indigenous africans neolithic africans onto my blog talk show and we have discourse and conversation about these things Dealing with the conscious community at that time of being secretive and not sharing valuable information because we had it hidden, absolutely joked around with you and laughed and sang songs like started from the bottom out here. Come on, bro. I didn't take you serious until the second debate. I couldn't take you serious because you have no indigenous Egyptian knowledge. So on the second debate, I agreed to not joke around. Let's talk about that one. All right, so, all right, so now, let me let me say something in response to what you just said. First of all, you and I never had a debate. All right, so please do not um um oh, okay delude yourself into thinking that you and I had a debate. What I just okay. said, what I just now said was that there was no debate. You made a claim that we don't know what we're talking about. We don't know what we're doing. So I I indulge you. I said, look, let me give this brother a chance so that he can uh, educate me. So I gave you the opportunity to educate myself and everybody else that was on the panel and you failed to do so. So basically what you're saying it right now, based on your own admission just now, is that you don't take us serious. You don't take educating people serious and that you clowned all of us and joked around with all of us. Now, you didn't say that that day. You only said that when everybody, start, everybody started clowning you. And then the next. Absolutely. Day, and the next oh, I gotta cut you off. I gotta cut you off, Ujau. Can you play the recording? Can you play the recording? Because this stops us from talking. This no, is this is what no, I learned no, from my elder. Play the recording, man. No, no. Lying. Well, he lying. Tell him play the recording. Yo, I'm not doing this with this dude, man. You ain't got no self-discipline. You don't have nothing about you, bro. You like you got dragged up off the street. Gar Garfield, Garfield. Yo, act like a man. Play the clip. Act like a man. Stop talking about acting like a man and tell, him, tell the brother to play the clip. Would y'all finish playing what you're saying, saying, brother? Okay, what I was saying was that, uh, I mean, I've, I made my... Oh, this is trash, man. Yeah, no, 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 no. How about this? I'll make my exit just like this. The point that Can I'm you... One second, one second. The point that... No, I'm about to bounce out. I'm about to bounce out because this is being incorrectly... Real quick. I'm just real quick. I'm, my whole point of when I just spoke just now... I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Y'all some pseudo, now Valley African. Right, all right. So the come thing on, come on, bro. Stop muting me. Stop Yo, muting me. I'm about to go, Garfield. No, I'm about to go. I'm about to go. I'm tired of your insults. Your insults are ridiculous. Your insults are ridiculous, bro. You're talking about being a man. What does that got to do with the scholarship? A man and listen and then respond when it's your turn. What is so hard about that, black man? Go ahead, Wajau. I mean, I'm done. I, I just wanted to point out that me and his brother never had a debate. So, you know, he, he's calling he's calling something a debate. I, I don't know where he's getting that from. I, I just gave Kansu was the moderator. Stop lying. You I just gave the I just Kansu moderated it. Ask him. Okay, then then bring your witness, Kansu, as your witness on here. And we we'll bring everybody else that sat there and watched you botch up that that um that joke around? Okay. 
See, I mean, I understand. See, I understand why you got to say it, you're joking around. So it's cool. And I'll, I'll let no, you know that. We were all there, know. brother. We, we, I remember that hangout quite well. Okay, so Maru, you were there, so you you were a witness to to, the, to this brother's uh but butchery of of the Seshmedu nature. So so now I understand I the, uh, your conversation when he was claiming the word cam came from camel. <laughs> okay, well good. Well, hey, if you had that, then then that's even. Oh, you know what you said? You have it recorded. It's hilarious. <laughs> Well, well, the, but, but my, my whole point is that, you know, if the brother's saying he was joking uh, after the fact, you know, I see why people have to do that. And I understand that. So, you know, you can have that. But the whole thing now, at this point, you said in 2016. So so that was two years ago, 2014. So now in 2016, OK, you may have done some more studying, made some more links with some people and stuff like that. So now you're presenting uh, some probably better uh, quality of information. And I commend you for doing that. So and that's all fine. So as long as we just keep things in perspective that you're saying now in 2016, you're bringing indigenous African, nilotic Africans and this that, and the third. That's fine. That's all. That's all gravy. You know, I have no problem with that whatsoever. So now if you want to bring up a specific issue to discuss, then by all means, go for it. But Maru is back. And, you know, we were basically talking in lieu of Maru uh, rebooting his computer and so on and so forth. So I see what he's presented. So I don't know if we want to move back to what Maru was saying. Or we want to deal with Black Lotus and his uh, his claims or ad hominem claims that we're pseudo and this, that, and the third. Because we could well, deal actually, with that. I'm quoting that Gardner's brother, uh, Wu Jiao, the that reference that you made about Nessu and Sutin. Oh, no. Doubtful renderings. Okay, yeah. If we if we're gonna go back to that, uh, go ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm Gar Garfield was kind of regulating conversation, so I don't know what Garfield wanted to do. Being so. a moderator, brother Garfield. But number one, I see doubtful renderings. Mm -hmm. Now, what would that lead me to believe if it was under the title "doubtful renderings"? Uh, 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 when you read that, when you read the whole thing, the point he's making is that um, there was the rendering is in doubt. No. No, uh, why would it be under the title Doubtful Renderings if it wouldn't be a rendering that right, is right. Hey, Maru, just please do me a favor. When you ask me okay. a question, when you ask me a question, at least let me answer it. Okay. All right. So when you said, when he says doubt, you asked me about Doubtful Renderings. Mm -hmm. be because, because the issue was uh, debated prior to Gardner, prior to Gardner writing, writing this book and so on and so forth, because it was an issue was debated. This is why he's saying doubtful, uh, doubtful readings. Rendering. It says doubtful readings. No, does it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it says doubtful readings, but but okay. rendering or readings is, is you know I understand okay. the same thing. Yeah. But but my point my point though is that is that uh, when a, when a when a scholar is writing about the grammar or writing about different issues with the language, they they do what's called literature review. So they have to review what's in the field so far, and then if there was controversy in the field. <laughs> prior to them then they they give commentary about that controversy right and then they and then they so proceed that, to, that was my point exactly that this scholar is saying that this is something that's under the category of a rendering or a reading that is doubtful he's not yes. sure about why we're saying that it's nesu instead of suit well you can't say that he's not sure he's he's talking about the controversy well, that exists sure. he that exists in the field these can't be, you can't say this may be something or this probably is something or this is something that is doubtful and say it's a surety. Okay, well, let me, let me, let me, let um, me. I was actually waiting for one of you to cite this particular source. 
Well, it's in the same. So can, this is this is this is just section sixty-three. We were at section fifty-five, uh, right above it. Right. You know, yeah, so. let's deal with the other things that we had. We had. Oh, hold on, hold on. Don't 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 move from that yet. Don't move from that yet. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's stay on that for a second. So I'm just gonna give you an example of what I'm talking about and to put it in proper context because you can't just stop at doubtful rendering. When when, when did Gardner write this book? Uh, uh, you got the you got me on that. I I can't actually. Okay, I didn't look at, so if you go to the beginning of it, it'll, it'll have a copy. It'll have the uh, the publishing date or whatever the case is. Do you, do you uh, remember offhand? Uh, I'm about to tell you in in a in a two seconds. I can't remember offhand. Uh, I think it's early 1900s. No, nah, not that far back. It'll uh, be like 19, like 1920. Yeah, yeah, 19, yeah. The first the first edition was 1927. Second edition 1927. The third edition is 1957. Um, 1957. So basically, what everybody uses is is from the third edition on, because it's been reprinted a lot. But the the last edition, I believe, was 1957. So so now, so what I'm saying is that you're dealing with the first the first publication of 1927, and then the third being the 1957. So at that particular time, Gardner is saying what he's saying, and that there was controversy about about that term and whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. Now look at look at all of the grammars after Gardner. Okay. And, and and see what they say about this same issue. Do do they still say it's doubtful now, or do they give explanation? Well, who would I peruse? Faulkner. Uh, Faulkner gives no explanation. None. Anybody after nineteen fifty-seven. If we let's, there's let's, not many scholars in this field that actually will take their time to give you an explanation for okay, why yeah. they came to a conclusion. Budge, Gardner, okay. Faulkner doesn't. No, but, he just no, listen. Wait, but Budge is before uh, Gardner, so let's not even. Right. Uh, right. Right. But I'm so, saying he'll give an explanation as to why he came to a conclusion. The other ones simply just write words and tell you what the I mean, what the definition is. Well, well, you got a whole bunch of grammars out there that that's been pushed put put out after Gardner, though. That that well, which one would I would I peruse? Okay, you can peruse James Hotch. You can peruse James P. Okay. You can peruse uh, Antonio Lepriano. He does. He didn't write a grammar, but he addresses the issue. Because he deals with the um, phonology of the language and so on and so forth. Okay. Um, those are three, and I can I can give you okay. a list of some more. So, I but my point, it. yeah, my point though is that as scholars uh, continue the work, they settle these issues. Or what was controversial uh, in Gardner's time may not be no longer controversial when they, when more data and more evidence is available. So this is this is what a scholar. This is what today in 2016, as scholars, this is what we have to do. We have to do literature review, review and review all of that and investigate. Oh, I agree. I agree. All right. So all right. My thing is, I trace down the source of of uh, where these ideas came from, and, and as I put forth, it's Budge, the only person that I can find that first proffered Nessu to the public was Budge. He doesn't have this suit. He has the same arrangement of glyphs. And if, if we look at his citation, I guess they stopped it in this suit and didn't go to Sutton. I see Sutton here. I'm supposed to assume that's incorrect. And then he tells you that it shows that in the early empire, the reading of Sutton was Nessu. And then he gives you the formula, the equation uh, N35, the, uh, the door bolt, which make a Z or Nessu, and a determinative A40, correct? That's yeah, what a SAR seems to get stuck on. Now, can okay. you show me a rendering in the old or in the early empire in that with that formula? Can you can you do that? Well, hold up. I'm not taking, hold up. I'm not, 
you know how I do. I always ask you questions, brother Ujjal, because you usually have primaries. No, th right. That's that's good. But but let's let's understand first. Let's understand what you're showing. So what you okay. got on the screen, you got the budge entry for suit ten, and then right. it has a, the meaning of king gives the definition of king, and then it says the the equation provided by. And then that's a source. That's a um that's a source that budge is quoting. Uh, citation of an author. So you got P, which is pyramid, which probably pyramid text. M is usually Maspero. Maspero. Uh, Maspero. And N are usually P, M, and N are usually um dealing with you know author like in the beginning of Budge book you could find out what those abbreviations are for. So so. So you say P is pyramid text? No no no. I'm not I'm not saying that definitively. I'm saying sometimes. I can't remember. I can't remember his uh his uh abbreviations. I know M is always Maspero. Well, well, I mean, uh, my, my I'd point, have to look in the beginning of the book for you. Okay, my point though is Budge is saying that the equation provided by, and then those numbers that you see next to mm -hmm. that are sources that he's quoting. But then he gives the uh, formula right. here with the sedge plant, raised bread loaf, water ripple equals sedge plant, and just the raised bread loaf, which equals the water ripple, the door bolt, quail chick, and then the um, falcon perch on the on the um, standard. Standard. So it says shows that in the early empire, the reading of and then the sedge water ripple, I mean, sedge um, bread loaf water ripple was Nisu. And then he says, compare all right. equation, so on and so forth. But then he gives a source there, which is REC 26235, and then also CAZ 4922. AZ is the same source that Gardner quoted that I, sh I showed you before. Is that right? It says C Nisu. Yeah, AZ is the same source. So, so the sources are right there. Gar, uh, okay. Budge is, is providing where he's getting this information from. So, my question to you earlier was: Did you vet those particular sources that Budge? No, I, I can't say that I did. I'll tell you the truth. I didn't look up the sources, but I will. Okay, that's that's what, that's sure. what we need. That's what. Okay, I, I would I would just recommend that that's what you do. I'm gonna do it. You know I me. Mean? I'm not lazy. <laughs> I'll look at it. I just I can't remember offhand what his citations refer to. They're all listed in the beginning of the book. I'll look them up. Because last time we had this conversation, I, I actually pulled up the source that Budge is using where he gets this um the, the rendering with the with the water ripple out if you move your now my quandary, brother Wajow, is he says that the the rendering of what we see as Sutin was rendered Nessu in the early empire, which tends to make me understand that from the early empire on, they didn't use Nessu. They used Sutin. Are you, are you following me? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Right, he's, he's got it like reversed. He says in the old days they used to use Nessu and he gave a formula, but now they use Sutin. So I, no, I, no, no. Okay, but see, you can't get caught up on on the way that it's it's uh, spelled out in in the Latin. The Roman script with the English letters right there. Right. What he's talking about is the rendition in the glyphs. So what he's saying is that because remember the the falcon perched on the on a standard right. is is equivalent to the seated bearded deity that you right. see that you see in the in the um second one. Right. So so we all know that the falcon on the standard preceded the the seated deity for the same determinative of a of a deity. Right. You know the word nature. The word nature was before the flag or contemporary with the flag. The uh, the the flag standard. This falcon on a standard was also used interchangeably. So that's what he's saying. The, the rendition inside the glyphs, not the not the spelling of Sutan or Nisu in English. Okay. 
Well, I thought maybe you would have that primary. Oh, here I want to show you this one. Oh, here. I showed it. I showed it last time here. we had this conversation. I want you to look at this one here. At this top word. Right. What? How would you render those first four glyphs? That is Nisut. Nisutin? Uh uh, it's not Nisutin, it's Nisut. Well, it's it's N35, which is an N. Then I see M23, which is the SU. Then I see X1, which is the T. Then I see another N35, which would be another N. So that would be no, N. First, no, the first, N. no, the first N. The first N, you, you, you got the picture cut off, but if you look up, it's probably talking about somebody of. That N is, is, is probably the word for of. Of the well, king. And then you that's have, the way I, I got Ned, it, brother. I, Ned Ra, Ned I see it's, it's enclosed in the same bar, so I don't think it's like a something that is attached to another word that precedes it. That's why it's separated by that bar on the top. show you those all day, every day. It is, you show me like a I'm, word that where the other word extends below the bar yeah the bars don't the bars are for aesthetic reasons so so oh, okay if you, if you if you had the fuller picture then you'll know no, i don't i just saw this and i figured i'd grab this for this conversation to see if it, you know you had an explanation for this well i mean the word there that you're looking at is is the sedge to raise bread loaf and the water ripple that's in this suit and it says right. suit and it says neb ma'adra well i still disagree i still say it says suitin <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you're you're gonna you're gonna say it's a suit. I mean, but there's no evidence of that. Well, see, that's that's what I thought when this conversation came up, and I I had heard about the insutin. You know, or how do you pronounce it in the Acadian again? Uh, the the Acadians insubit or something like that. Uh, no, insubia. Insubia. Yep. All right, I'm gonna check out all those sources, and we're gonna build on this later. Uh, you know. All right, that's cool. That's fine. Because if I find out I'm incorrect about something, I don't have no problem admitting, like, all right, well, cool. That's but I, I deal with primaries. You know how we do uh, Wujiao. Yeah, and that's good. I'm saying I, that's, that's hey, that's a 100% um, how you're supposed to do it. So so you ain't get no problems out of me. So you going to put me to work this afternoon. <laughs> all right. That's so what's you, up, man. Yo, Garfield. Right. Yeah. Parts up, brothers. Garfield. What up? What up, King? <laughs> Yo, unmute this, this character over here, man. He need to, <laughs> he need to be exposed. Yeah. Man. I'm here, baby. What you need? What you need? What you need, Ali? What you need, Let's 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 go in the calm sense. Okay. Let me first. Me first. Let me go first. Let me go first. Okay. Come on. Let me go first. I don't even know you, man. We got Majawa. We got Meru. We can read it. We got Sean. We even got more. You even got me. Okay. Well, you don't count, Garfield. This is your show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What is your proof? That's an incorrect way of asking me the question. So Go I ahead. would like you to formulate it this way. Okay. No black people helped create, formulate Netanetta. No black man was involved. Not an indigenous Egyptian. Not an indigenous. I can't. Come on, bro. This is. I'm out of here. That's your point. This is weak, bro. Right, this is weak, man. You're not even letting me finish. Thank you. Thank you. Now, there was no black people involved in translating, transliterating, and deciphering what is now called metanetter or hieroglyphica or itologo. Show me the itologo. Show me the PHH. 
Of course not. Right, hold up, hold up. Of course, of course not. Wait, no, no. In 1505, wait, wait. in 1505, hey, publishing hey, history hey, hieroglyphica. Hey. Damn. Hold up. You're not gonna have. How about how about this? How about this? I I will do this on my own platform, and then you guys can debunk the information. Okay. Okay. Now. How you tell me to shut up? I'm going first. Let me. I'm. I'm not gonna take two minutes. Y'all keep cutting me off. No, okay. Just now. I, no, bro, bro, stop it. Because you want to force me to kick you. This is what you're trying to do. So now you said that you said that has not been deciphered by anybody black. Absolutely did not say that. I did not say that. Say so you can't call it meta netter. You can't call it hieroglyphical or ethological. You can't call it those because that's not what it is called. You can use a modern terminology called pictorial image pictorial symbol those are not the names of the symbol you're looking at nobody from egypt said sure, that sure. all right well, no egyptian okay, no okay, egyptian okay. Okay. said that a quick question this is garfield asking didn't your guy okay. in africa didn't your guy in africa go and represent himself at the israel israel exodus conference and said that the medjineta was are you debunking him? Absolutely not. He said Zionist Jews created it. Oh, Get your facts God. right. Get your facts straight. Get your facts straight. Almost Shongo said Zionist Jews created, put the stamp on it, worked with the Italians. The Pope sent it out that nobody can critique this anymore. This is what it's going to be called. This is the way we're going to use it. Pope Cyril IV tied right, into the right, Italians. Right, right. Okay, okay. They did right. that. Um, Ujau, I'm gonna go down the line. Everybody respond. Ujau, you go first. All right. Uh, I just want to say first, Garfield, you asked the brother a question, and the brother didn't answer it, and then he proceeded to reword your question the way that he sees that you should ask a question, and that's really not how how it works because you asked him. That if the metanet has not been deciphered, where's his proof? What is proof? He said, "Well, that's the wrong way of asking me, and that no, uh, you do it this way." And then he he went off on a totally different thing, talking about uh, hieroglyphica, metanetra, and the other word that he used. So it starts off with a bunch of confusion right there. But now I do have a question for the brother, though. Uh, do um, do you believe that? What people are calling, regardless of whether this word is, is indigenous or accurate or not, we do know what people are talking about when they say it. So my question is, do you believe that what's being called the hieroglyphs or the hieroglyphic writing system of Egypt, do you believe that it has been deciphered? Yes or no? I mean, that's really not a yes or no question. So okay. I'm going to just say absolutely not. Okay. Uh, okay. All right, so now, so now, so now, now, now hold up, now, hold up. now I want to back up to Garfield's question. Now Garfield's question becomes absolutely valid. Uh, so Garfield, uh, so Garfield you could re -ask your question to the brother because that's how you establish it. So that's not, that's not going to work with me. The brother well, go ahead. You just made a claim. It's not. That is absolutely not okay. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not even talking about what you call it. You can use that all you want. The trichology is not going to work on me. That's not what it's called. The indigenous people don't call it that. Okay. So I'm saying you're going to have to use an indigenous approach. 
Okay, this is an indigenous Egyptian approach when we talk about this. Okay, but listen, I already okay, made it clear that, made it that we, clear. Understand we understand what we're talking what about. We're talking about. So you said you said you said it, it is absolutely, absolutely not. So so what is it? When you when you say it, it's absolutely not deciphered. What is it? It is a pictorial. So so what are you talking about? Tell us what it is. Pictorial images. Okay. Look at my avatar. My okay. avatar, my avatar debunks all of you. So, okay. so you know that. Okay. Right. Look at my avatar. Enjoy okay. the sight. Okay, so we're it's talking, beautiful. So we're talking we're about talking the same thing. So, so <laughs> you're, you're, you're you're talking about technology now. We're not, not going to play the, the game. So we're talking about the pictorial writing system of the ancient Egyptians. That that most yes. people know is how No, you said that oh, it has said that it not been deciphered. For now, Garfield's question becomes Absolutely valid. Absolutely we asked you, where's your proof? Yeah, man. They know the dance. Where's your proof of that? That's, that's, that's Garfield's question. Okay, my proof is there's no indigenous linguistic help to it. There is absolutely no shred of evidence that they had an indigenous African helping them tell them what the symbol on the wall is. They had publishing history hieroglyphica, 1505 AD. Over 20 different so-called Egyptian dictionaries, which are called hieroglyphica in their work. 300 years before the Rosetta Stone, you have all these dictionaries put out. They didn't use the indigenous Egyptian. They used that. When you Facts. say they, no, when you say they, who are you talking about? Egyptologists. All right. When, when you're saying they, so you saying Napoleon, Thomas Young. And, and these stations, please tell us please what did they use again. Say that again. Say that again. The, the base of all their work came from publishing history hieroglyphica. Anything now, about now. Egypt from the year 1505 AD was put out by publishing history hieroglyphica. Everybody who did a study on Egypt reverted and considered them the peer reviewers. Okay. okay. Egyptologists. And that's what they use. I got this. Garfield can't read no minutes next time. But look at the Dagger Squad world. Alan Brown. Yo. Where you at? Yo. Where you at? He I'm just right said he said he don't Can you break it down for me how we got I didn't say Metanetta. Stop lying. Whatever you call it. Yes, it does matter. It means everything. To an African in Egypt, it means everything. Can you read any language? Can you read, Do I read any language? Yeah. I don't know, you know what? I'm not even gonna. I'll come on. I'll come on your platform another day, and we can no, do that. I'm asking you now. No, don't it don't work that way, buddy. Yeah, I can. I absolutely can. Which one? Which one? I absolutely can. Which one? I read. I read the Adahu, the Adaholuo script. What's the Adaholuo script? What's that? It's called the Adaholuo script. What is that? What is that? Adaholuo. It's Luo. So it's a language. Show and prove right now. Show and prove. Put up. Put up some Adaholuo script. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm asking you. This is this is this is not about Adaholuo. Stay on topic and subject. I'll come on another day and help teach y'all how to read Adaholuo because I already have a video out where I'm I'm teaching people the language. Come on, man. Deal with the subject. Stop trying to stop trying to subject hop. Yo. Oh, and do our Kenyan language. <laughs> he can't prove it. Hello? Hello? What? I can't prove what? Hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, man. You got an echo. Got an echo. Yeah, somebody's. Somebody. Somebody. 
That's a Lotus Mike. That's some stuff going inside his head. Lotus, I'm not going to mute you. Mute yourself for a second. All right. I'm not going to mute you. I want you to mute yourself because of your, your signal. You're getting excited. All right? Too excited. Oh, yeah, right. Now, now, the brother said that he speaks Adullah or whatever the hell he calls it. I'm asking for an example. Go ahead and speak it right now so we could hear. That's all it is. Now, Alan. Mm, nope. Okay, I, yeah, look, look, look. Yeah, I'm not going to do that today. Go watch my video, Adahalulu, lesson number one. It's a secret, right? <laughs> if, you, it wouldn't no, be a no, secret. No, no, I got no, the no. video out already, so how's it a secret? Come on, man. Show and prove. I don't have to show and prove anything. We're talking about hieroglyphs. You're changing the subject from something oh, that I already know. And you're not going to understand. I mean, I could go, I could go, I could go, Oh, the he, I could go say, do all these languages. I could say all these words, but our, our subject at hand, which you oh are trying to ignore God. because I just debunked you guys with publishing history hieroglyphica. But let's, let's do that. You know what? Let's entertain it. Let's entertain it. No, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Okay, but oh yeah, oh yeah, oh Okay, what am I saying? Listen, you, you what am I saying? Uh, the law. So, uh, so, so, the thing thank is, you. Thing is, Let's go away from that and get back to the topic. Now, okay. No, no, no. Why don't you say Garfield in other words? Say it in language. Say Garfield. Garfield. There's no. There's no word for Garfield in Adoluo. They don't have no names like Garfield. Come on, man. In Ang's voice. But anyway, um, okay, but hold on. How do you spell it? How do you spell it? How do you spell it? You pseudo, man. <laughs> Look, I, I I have a picture on my screen. I have a picture on my screen. A D H O dash L U O. Using English right, characters. That's how you spell Adaholuo. All right, we got a picture of this right. Can you read so, that for us? Get somebody, okay. get somebody in here from there. Get somebody in here from there, so me and her can have dialogue. Okay. Can you read what's on the screen, brother? I have I have a I picture on my screen. I have a picture. Right, on my that's screen. a Pauline possessed. Looks horrible, shitty, just like Awan's son would say. Now, I just said it's never been deciphered, it's never been transliterated, and it's never been translated. So, what is the point of showing me that? Okay, let me uh, let me oblige that question. Okay, so the reason why I, I pulled this up, now you called it a glimpses, uh, and I, I I have no confidence in your in your in your knowledge of what that word actually. You're not using the word. Hold on. In Egyptology, Pauline possess is when they scrape away a wall or a poppy rocks. You're incorrect, Wujabu. Hold up. Let's let's. You you will hear you will hear uh your one son talking about Pauline possess in Egypt. Come on, he let you talk. Come on, man. Well, they pseudo. They take they take pseudo shots. And then they'll, they'll talk too long. Me, I'm a 30 second to two minute knock you down. I already knocked y'all down. Public history, I regret for I've already defeated y'all. You've already been defeated. How many people? Are, one, two, three. This happened on the show. It's personal. All right. So, Lotus, uh, please don't compare me and my character and how I do and speak to yours. All right. Because I don't, I don't do that. I, you know. I'll let you talk because two people can't talk at the same time. So now what I was saying is that a palimpsest is not what you just said it was. It Anybody. Was. Incorrect. Okay. Yo, yo. Listen, yo, anyone he's trying, can. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's trying to make his best to let me kick him out. No, I want you on. Because <laughs> I want it's on record. Okay, let's keep going. Let's let's watch Wujawa bury himself. 
Oh, right. yes. Yeah. No, go ahead. All right, yeah. I got my coffin right here. All right, so now, this is the thing. Anybody on the panel, while we're while I'm talking, anybody on the panel can pull up what a palimpsest is. All right, and then you know you can share your screen and define it. That the that a palimpsest is not simply a, a scraping, a scraping away, as the brother just said. What you're looking at on my screen is not a palimpsest. All right, it's not. It is incised uh, carvings that are carved by you know whoever did it. Now the reason why I put this picture up is to ask the brother which which he, i already know that it's, it's going to be a dead end because of his statement but i put this picture up because this picture has some phrases in it that's near one of the near the seated figure i'm not even going to say who that is but near the, the seated fi figure that's in this picture where it, it speaks about uh the word that we're talking about now i'm i'm, I'm purposely not saying what the words are or the name of the, uh, the seated figure and everything like that because it tells you right here in the picture itself so my question is to the brother is one uh i'm gonna ask it anyway but he already made a statement that he's like it's not been deciphered so why are we showing him in the picture and so on and so forth but this is just for edification of everybody else that in this picture you'll see that this seated figure it has a title and the title is the title involves the actual indigenous um, name of what most people are calling hieroglyphs or the hieroglyphic Egyptian hieroglyphic writing system. All right. So now the easy way out is for the brother to 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 make a pre statement by saying it's never been deciphered. So why show me this? What's the point? Because because he knows what's coming what's coming up, which is what I'm doing now, is to show a picture and asking him to demonstrate because demonstration beats conversation every single time so if the brother um can bypass that way out and tell us what is this title what is this title that's uh in this particular um image excuse me brother Wujiao. can you hear me yeah yeah all right let's actually read the definition for palimpsest before we continue okay. a palimpsest cest is a manuscript or piece of writing material on which the original writing has been effaced to make room for later writing, but of which traces remain. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so, so you, you should be able to look at a palimpsest and be able to tell that there was a previous writing there that they've effaced or filed down and made a new writing upon. Okay. All right, I, I appreciate that, that Maru. And and let me just say this. So 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 now. Now this now, is not burying yourself. Hold on, hold on, hold on, brother. Wujal, there's one more. Something re reused or altered, but still bearing visible, visible traces, traces of its, its early. Keep so burying yourself. Exactly. I'm loving this. Keep going. Hey, keep going, y'all. All right, now hold That's up. <laughs> keep going. Okay, now wait a minute. Hold up. Now let me just say this, and then and then I, you know I'm gonna mute my mic. Now. See the in the the brother's character is not even allowing him to be wrong. This is this is why he's he's saying these little short little things he's saying right now. Keep burying yourself. Keep burying. That's real immature and childish. All right. First of all, I said that the brother does not know what the word palimpsest means. He's using it improperly. So Maru verified what I just said because I said anybody on the panel can look up the word palimpsest and verify what the definition is. Maru just read the definition and has verified that this brother does not know what he's talking about because the picture that I have on my screen is not a palimpsest. It is not a reused, reused uh, surface, uh, surface where you can see traces of the, of the previous carving. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So can you guys show me what Pauline Possess in Egyptology means since you guys are doing all the other stuff that's irrelevant to Egyptology? Why do we got to keep teaching you, man? You make the You guys ain't teaching me. I taught I taught that man about that word. Pauline Possess in Egyptology is not the same as what he's saying. Y'all pseudo. All right, go ahead, Wajal. Finish what you're saying, please. Okay, so now that we've gotten past the fact that this is not a palimpsest, because see, I'm gonna remind everybody, the brother. That's incorrect. When I when I showed the picture, when I showed the picture, the brother before I can even say why I am showing the picture, the brother the brother interjects a bunch of stuff. One, he says this is a palimpsest. Two, it's not been deciphered, and there and therefore, why show it to me? Uh, what's the point? So you got you to gotta keep in mind that these are escape uh, escape points that the brother's making before I even show tell why I even bringing the picture up. So so that, 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 that's a way for people to run. All right. So now I'm showing the picture. I'm going to repeat. I'm showing the picture because earlier the brother said that we rely on hieroglyphica and all these other words that he mentioned and so on and so forth, that the word was not metunetra and this, that, and the other. So I'm showing a picture that has a title of the seated, the seated figure that's in this picture picture the title in which is the name of what people are calling hieroglyphs or the egyptian hieroglyphic writing system so i'm asking the brother that for us for him to trans either transliterate translate what he's what is on this picture right here period demonstration beats conversation every time show and prove you finally done now, do you guys want me to do the Egyptology uh, Pauline Possess that people who are tour guides in Egypt talk about? You guys want me to hit you with that one first? Or do you want me to explain that the hieroglyphs have not been translated, translated, deciphered? Those are pictorial images, crappy looking ones that are not original, for one. What, what's, you Those are not. Just ask the question. Ask so the let me question. answer your question. Answer your question. This is what I want this you to do. I'm going to repeat my question. Because I was clear the first time, but I but I, I, I know how people have to try to question to, to try to get so now my question. Right. Because you're 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 dancing. So my question again is to if you can transliterate and translate uh anything on this picture, but more in particular, um the 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 signs that are uh related to the seated figure in this picture. All right. Now, I, what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to joke with us like you did two years ago. And then later on, say, ah, you were joking. Oh, you were joking. Information. I don't want you to joke. I don't want you to do it. Just finish your sentence. Just yeah. finish. I want you to be 100 percent serious and I want you to uh, do your best to uh, answer my question or my request. Now you don't have to because I can't make you do anything. But that's my request of you is if you can break down uh, who the seated figure is and, and the titles that are related to it. That the based on this, based on and I and I'll mute my mic and give you the floor. Appreciate it. Okay, now since you hopped around, I'm gonna knock down everything you said. Me and this man Wujawu and the brother name is Issa. He's a Muslim from out there in the UK. He will also admit that it was a debate and he was a moderator. I told him before we started, I can't take you serious because you don't know anything about Egypt besides what white people said. I joked around before it started and said I'm not going to do this in a serious matter before we started. Okay? And Issa, the man that was a moderator, he will confirm that. But right. let's get back to the, to the situation at hand. We're dealing with hieroglyphs, et meta, netter, et logo, right? 
Now, you're asking me again to do something that no one can do. Definitely not you. I'm telling you, whichever way you're going to go with it, whoever decipherment you're going to use, can you show us the black man who taught you how to do it? And I want him to be an indigenous Egyptian. So I'm not doing that. Whatever that thing you put up there that looks crappy as hell that Awan would laugh at. I'm going to do the favor of this. You translate it and you prove it. You show and prove that it was an indigenous Egyptian who told you that's what it is. Y'all can't answer my challenge, but y'all come at me with silly challenges. Okay, so I, I appreciate your response. And I just want to note for the record that in all of what you said is that you can't do it. That's really what it boils. No, you can't do it. We can we can do that all day. You can't do it. Meru can't do it. Alan can't do it. Sean can't do it. Asar Imhotep can't do it. None of you can, because none of you are indigenous Egyptians. None of you understand the indigenous Egyptian culture or language. Okay. So, 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 bring me an indigenous Egyptian peer reviewer up in here, and then we could go in on this. Hold up. I, I, I want, Set I want, it up. I want clarity. Set it up. Okay. Before we move forward, I just want clarity. No, no, no. You, you can't read it. You can't, you can't read it. It's a pictorial image. You can't read a pictorial image. You can only describe what is happening by an indigenous person from that landmass. Not, not Gardner. Not Gardner. He's a Caucasian from Europe. Not, 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 not resource. Do you have any? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me finish this out. They're not, they not going to come in here for this, bro. Let me finish this. They're they not coming in here for this. Let me finish this. They wouldn't waste their time talking to y'all, man. Right, they won't waste their time talking to y'all. Right, Ujawa might be able to chop it up with some of them. And I guarantee they don't call it Metanetta. They call it Souf, which you had no knowledge of, Meru. All right, now, now we can't talk at the same time. So all I ask in this conversation, you know, like if you say I'm long-winded, you, you long-winded or whatever, I, you know, but this is the thing. See, see, this is going in the archives because we're still alive. This, this is a preview. Yes, please. Put it in the archive. Show Awan this, how he debunks everything y'all say. Okay. Show it to him. Get, right. get, him on, get him on your Facebook page. Ask him. All right, just do me all a right, favor and let me talk, though. All right. This is a a a uh, preview of of December eighteenth of 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 how silly. How silly. Uh, no, no, it's not. I, no, it's not. No, no, hold on, hold on. See, no, no. I got to cut you off here. Oh I'm tired. Of Can I talk? Good gracious, man! Please just let me talk. I'm just saying. I'm just saying for the people who are watching right now and the people who are gonna be watching in this archive. This is a this is, this a, is a preview of, of 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 how it's gonna no, go down. No, it's not. Eighteen. Okay, you. No, it's not. Of course, you're gonna disagree with me, but let me talk. No, it's not. Okay, you disagreeing with me should not uh, allow you to cut me off, though. You know what I'm saying? You could disagree with me when it's your turn. You know, just show some some conversation etiquette. Goodness. All right. Now, you said a couple of things, and in and in everything you said, I'm talking about in response to my question to you. It all boiled down to the fact that although you also add, do you say I can't do it? Al, uh, Alan can't. Do Alan, it. None of you can. Okay, none of none of us can. But what what I'm emphasizing is that your answer to my my uh, request of you is simply that you can't do it. So let so let let's focus on you. You can't do it because my my request was to you. You can't do it. 
So your request is denied, sir. Because you can't do it. No man on this hangout can read anything that is in Egypt and have any kind of sense of it, any period sense of it, without sitting down mouth to ear with an indigenous Egyptian to tell you what it is. Okay, I understand. And, And he will tell you, no, 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 no. And he will tell you, this is not how they said it. This is the best way we can describe it today. All right. So you're greater than the indigenous Egyptian? That's all love. All right. Now, my question to you based on that statement, does that include you? When you said nobody on this hangout can do it, does that include you? Yes or no? Absolutely. Okay. Nobody on this hangout can do it. Okay, now. All right. So, so you have just, all right. So you have just said that two years ago. Okay, you have just confirmed what I'm saying. I don't understand why you have a problem with me saying it the way I'm saying it. I said, you can't do it. You can't my do it. My problem is this. You're, okay, okay. Let me, this, this will be my last time cutting you off because you, you do that. Okay, okay. Stop cutting me off. Okay, okay. Cutting me off. Well, you, you insult. You insult. You didn't quite insult that time, but you, you're going down that line of it. You know, the indirect. All right, but look, stop trying to stop trying to, to play the telepathic thing. You're not in my head. Stop trying to, stop trying to assume stuff. Cause I'm 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 not doing you. First of all, you talking about. I'm gonna repeat it. I'm gonna repeat it. Stop muting me, Garfield. But I'm repeat it again. Can you show and prove that indigenous Egyptian gave you what you're saying? All right. So one person got to talk at a time. All right. So we have established that that you can't fulfill my request. Why? Because you can't do it. You can't, can't either. I can. So you want me to show you? Now, now, because see the thing is, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm setting the stage because because you have we have a, this is weak man. No, listen, you <laughs> have because we did this two years ago. All right, now, two two years ago you did the same thing except now two years ago you were like oh I was playing and I was doing this and I was doing that you know you start crying you know what I'm saying so don't be crying now so this is the thing so today Here we go indirect so so today so today you're admitting that you can't do it. Two years ago, Two you years didn't do that at first. You tried to you do tried it, to and do then it. when you got clowned, then you you came back with like, oh, I was playing, and this and that, and there's some hidden information. Of course, I'm not going to say this and say that. So there's no excuse this time. So you admitted that you can't do it. So if you can't well, do you it, can't you have no, you're, not, no, qualified you're not qualified to even entertain this conversation. So really, you shouldn't even, I'm, I'm, you shouldn't even be a part of this conversation. So this is why, this is why I always do this. I show a picture because demonstration beats conversation every time. The moment that people talk, two minutes is up, man. Stop talking. The moment, the moment that people start talking about this or that has not been deciphered, this, that, and third, or you don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling you, the beginning and end of all these conversations is to put up a picture and put and put them to work. Just tell them to show and prove. That's it. Show it. Show it. Why? That's it. And this brother right here, Black Lotus, you cannot do it. By your own, you cannot do it. Now, okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. Ujabu, look at my avatar. Wait, I'm almost. You and you and no, 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 no. We go almost finished. We're going to do no, 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 no. We're going to end it all right here. We're not going to end it all right there. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Let's get it over with. Come on, come on. Prove, prove my avatar. You can end it on your turn. Let me just finish my turn. I'm real quick. See the. Prove my avatar wrong. Listen, listen, you're asking me to prove my avatar wrong and you bypass the picture I have up here. All right, so so this is the thing the beginning and end of all these yeah, prove my avatar wrong. And I'm talking yeah, about, I'm talking this, about brother this brother here, Black Lotus. I'm talking about Sarah Sunseti. I'm talking about young pharaohs out there. And no, I have nothing to do with about. those two people. I'm not saying you not do, saying brother. You. Let me talk. You don't have to keep interjection. I mean, are, do you, do you, you you're trying to you're talking too long, bro? Listen, then you could get off the hangout. Then no, nah, I don't try that. Debunk my avatar. Listen, are you gonna let me? My talk? avatar says Netter. Show and prove. 
I really goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the dude talk too long. I'm not gonna sit here and get twenty thousand questions in, in ten minutes. This is every day. Okay, with this idiot. you have to wait. You have to in take ten minutes, turn. and he can't answer my one question. Okay, listen, listen. If you listen. want more than that on on Thursday in the, on the Dagger Squad, and listen, we can man cave. Or what you want? Go ahead. Where you at? We can have a whole we can have a whole hangout on your avatar, brother. Oh yeah, please. We can please, do it. please do it. Please do it. I'm talking about me and you. Please. One on one with your avatar, with, with your picture of your avatar you got right up there. Okay, so right, hold my, on. Hold my, on. Oh, God. Now, my, my point is is that this brother Black Lotus, the brother uh Sarasun Seti, young Pharaoh, Dr. Walter Williams, and everybody else who makes the claim that, that the that the uh the Egyptian writing system, everybody calls hieroglyphic or hieroglyphs, has not been deciphered. None of these people, when you do what I'm doing right here. None of these people can do it. None of them. And none of them study the language. Period. So I have what I'm, showing, what I'm showing right now is demonstration that this brother, by his own admission, cannot do it. So what qualifies these people who can't do it to try to sit here and tell them people who do it every day, all day? All right. So on Wednesdays and Fridays, we do this all day, every well. day. Now I can break this. I could break this picture down for you right now. Now this brother right here is definitely going to disagree with whatever it is I'm saying because he has to to hold his position, but he cannot speak or prove that I'm right or wrong either way, because his whole excuse was one. First of all, he incorrectly used the word palimpsest, which this is not. The brother Maru read the definition, so he started off. Correct, man. Here we go. Ten minutes. All right, so so listen, so so my, my point is that is to emphasize the fact that you can't do it, and it's always people who can't do it that got them so much to say about it. And you don't have nothing to do with uh Seti and Pharaoh and Walter Williams, so on and so forth, other than the fact that all of you all say the same thing in terms of the writing system has not been deciphered. So in that so sense, in that you are you all are alike, and everybody who does that cannot do it. And what you do is you project your ignorance on somebody else who can. That's what's going on right now. All right, that's now. an insult. I mean, if you that soft to, oh. to to take that as an insult, then it is an insult. That yeah, is an insult, man. Keep okay. it scholarly. Okay, fine. That Keep is it scholarly. That okay. It is scholarly. It is scholarly. Yo, hold on. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, brother, brother Lily, Lotus, you said that all of the Egyptian um renderings is based off the hieroglyphica, the Egyptian hieroglyphica. Tell me, tell us who wrote that hieroglyphica. Nah, I didn't say that. Yes, you did in the beginning. What did you just say? Just say it again. If I said it wrong. Say it again. You said in the beginning that all these translations we have are based off of this, this uh, that European hieroglyphica from 1505 going on forward. That's what you said, right? We do have you on tape, you know, buddy guy. Hello, <laughs> yo, son. Don't I, I keep, I keep getting muted. I keep. Nobody. I keep getting muted. muted. I'm not muted. Okay, Nobody okay. I'm not muted. I'm not muted. Okay. Yeah, in 15. Okay, in 1505, you have Publishing History Hieroglyphica. This is where you get your Hor Apollo stories from and, and the other two people who I'm not going to name now. I gave Beirut the other two names recently, but I'm not going to uh, name them. Ibn Ibn Washia. Nope, Ibn Washia does not count. Don't, don't even oh, put Anthony him back in. Kurt. No, 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 no. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Because then we're going to post this in the book. We're going to read this. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Now I can't hear you now. Anybody can research this information. You will find that it was a pure Caucasian fact-finding mission. We can't hear you no more, man. And who they are. It was created for them to understand. Yo, can you tell them we can't hear us, man? We can't hear you anymore. All that cutting off. Y'all couldn't hear me? Now we know. Oh, shit. Can you hear me over here? Yes, yes. Okay. Publishing History Hieroglyphica was made for the Caucasian. It was not made for African people, Pan-African or African Afrocentrics. Okay. It's a curriculum called Publishing History Hieroglyphica, and it first published in 1505. Right. From 1505, you have Aldus Manutius. Feel free to go look this up, everybody. A-L-D-U-S. M-A-N-T-U-T-I-U-S. Please look up this information. Find out who these people are who really kicked off this stuff 300 years before the Rosetta Stone was found. And find out the differences between their work and Champollion's work and people before Champollion, who I don't hear you guys mentioning, like Joseph von Fryerboy Hammer Perth just, stall. Just go ahead. I just asked 1806. Question, brother. I just and then you got. Question. I'm, I'm explaining. No, you, that's it. Because I want to I wanna, I wanna say something. Yo, go off your. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not on my computer. Anybody could pull up Harapolo. H O R A P O L L L. This is the hieroglyphic that this brother is talking about. When you look this up in the beginning, it tells you that it may be pseudographic. In the beginning of this whole text, it tells you that it's pseudographic. Mute your mic. While he's talking. In the beginning of the of the Harapolo, so-called this hieroglyphica he's talking about, it said it contains 189 explanations of Egyptian hieroglyphs, right? When you scoot all the way down, it says this approach, speculation by hieroglyphs many of which were originally simple syllabic signs, was popular during Hellenism. Whence the early humanists down to Ashtonatus Krishna inherited the preconception of the hieroglyphs as a magical, symbolic, ideographic script. Now, when we look up this brother, if you look him up, everybody pop him up there, A-T-H-A-N-A-S-I-U-S, Krishna, called K-I-R-C-H-E-R. Lotus will tell you that this man never existed and never walked on the planet. Now, when you look this up, in the beginning of this whole paragraph, it'll tell you Krishna claimed to have deciphered the hieroglyph writing of the ancient Egyptian language. But most of his assumptions and translations in this field were later found to be nonsensical. He did, however, correctly establish the link between the ancient Egyptian and the modern Coptic languages. And some commentaries regard him as the founder of Egyptology. Krishna was also fascinated with blah, blah, blah. So when we start to go down to all of these people from Zoegia and um, D, D. Stacey and Young, they made a new system. And they had to do this in this so-called Royal Society Symposium to show their exact work on why this symbolic, magical stuff that you guys are making up is not correct and we have a different way. What I have failed to see and I didn't show you this numerous times, though, this is the cartouches that they found with Ptolemy's name in it, on a Rosetta Stone, Bernice, Cleopatra. They show you specifically that they deciphered the Greek first on that, on that Pacific Stone and how they used it 
to look at the demotic and how they saw these specific kings' names and these royalty people's names there. I have not seen any one of you dudes show us that that is wrong, and this is why it's not been deciphered. None of you have ever presented one form of evidence to show that that process is wrong. Until you can do that, Lotus, son, you need to fall back. back. Okay. I'm going to show you how it's wrong, and it's uh, ethically immoral in a linguistic field. For one, me saying Athanasius culture never existed is 100% true. They, they fabric. can you hear me? My bad. They fabricated the story of a man named Zaga Christos, who was half Italian and half Ethiopian. Who Yo, didn't say none of that? Whoa, whoa, tell the audience. I don't want to cut you off. I, I mentioned the man name. Anastasius Krishna, anybody can look him up. You can see what schools he went to, his universities. This person you're talking about, Zalega, please spell it. No, no, no. So that people can look it up. Zaga, Z A G A, Christos, C R E, I know Garfield get happy because I said he, S T O S. You can look up the wild adventures of Zaga Christos, and you will find that he is a person who they call Athanasius Kircher. Put it in the back chat, brother. All right, great. I know I got to go dig and teach again. Okay, fine. Give me a moment. You know exactly what Zach Anastasius Christian is. He's documented in history. You know who this man is. He is a fabricated story. Okay, so you are, you disagreeing with all them sources on that page, man. Really? Really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Just just well, like anyway, Pauline Possess. Anyway, no, 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 no. Just like hold Pauline Possess. You said you guys that are wrong. based off of this hieroglyphic, which has been dismissed. And it was not in, in that hieroglyphic. They never said that that was an alphabet or it had words that had themes and, and sounds and, and, and as an alphabet. That doesn't do that in the hieroglyphic. That's what happens later on, bro. And that whole entire thing. Come on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I understand. I understand the confusion in what you're talking about. Publishing history hieroglyphica has nothing to do with the manuscript you're talking about. Although they're the ones that brought that manuscript to Latin, French, and English, they cover a whole totality of Egypt and everything around Egypt, not just one manuscript. Publishing history hieroglyphica is the name of the Brother, scholastic right, organization. No, so you can, when you talk about published history hieroglyphical, I'm giving you what's supposed to be a fifth century document and they later found it in 1419, etc. And they start going in. Stop playing. Yeah, I don't. And, I, and I'm telling you, I'll tell you again, it's pseudo. That's the reason why Athanasius Kircher is not on the list of people in publishing history hieroglyphica. He's not on that list because he didn't wow, exist. Oh, this He's not on that list. He's not. I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. 1597. I don't see him. I got Rome. Zanelti. Aloisi. I got Gui. Gui. Gio. Leo. Franciscini. 1595. Paris. 1618. Jesuit Nicholas Kausin. Wasn't Athanasius Kircher supposed to be a Jesuit? Well, how can we have a Jesuit here that's not Athanasius Kircher that's being considered in publishing history hieroglyphica? Oh, Nicholas, Lord. Nicholas Kausin. You guys can't handle real scholastic work. 
Okay. You can't handle it. You cannot handle it. Okay? So that's why y'all not letting me finish, man. Y'all not letting me finish. I'm not, I'm not cutting you off anymore. Well, I want okay. you to do now. Just mute it like I do. You answer with no evidence. You answer with no evidence. You will not find Athanasius Kircher in any scholastic empirical. Really? Can I ask a question, brother? Can I ask you a question, um, Lotus? Um, now, the whole hieroglyphic stuff, right, that you're talking about, is that about translating what you said wasn't translated, the stuff that you're talking about? That's all, that's all I got to ask you. You said Austin Kutcher, whatever the hell his name is, is not there. But the hieroglyphica, is that about translating what's called the hieroglyphics by us? Yeah, some fake. Okay, yeah, so if, yeah. it's, if it's considered that, why are you believing that? That's saying that it's been translated, brother. Time out. I don't believe. I don't believe what they said. I go by what the indigenous Egyptian says, the indigenous okay. Sudanese says, the indigenous Kenya and Ethiopian says. I don't go by their word. Can you? I can, study can you it tell though. me when you went to? Can you tell me when you went to Egypt to do this study, please? You already know I didn't go to Egypt, bro. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. And, and if you do a question like that, you got to take it across. To everybody, but what I'm saying is, instead of me being a looky loo, a tourist, or a visitor, oh, looky the looky loo tourist or a visitor, I talk to the people. I got, you know? I got you. Now, all right. Now, so you right, answered so those, answer those questions half-ass. Half half now, the last <laughs> question. I want you to show me. I gave you that work, man. I want you to show me the method that they use to decipher the the um those cartouches that have their names in it, which furthered how they got the translation of these lists wrong. How was that process? Show me how was wrong. Wait, time out, time out, time out. You're asking a variety of questions. First of all, it's not a cartouche. Okay. A, ca a Caucasian came and called it a cartouche, right? Okay, I'm going I'm to break it down okay, to the source. This is the way you guys do your questions. I got to break it down. I got to go increment by increment because that's how y'all do. Y'all get five questions in 10 seconds. So, okay, it's not a cartouche. A cartouche is, when they're calling a cartouche, those are not names of people. Okay? Checkmate. How can you prove that it's not a name of a person? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. If they can't, okay, let me just say something. How can I prove that it's not a name of a person? Oh, let me just say something. Let me just say something. Hold, hold up. Before, okay. Before go, uh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll do that for you. First language, what was the first language that they? What was the first part of that stone they translated? You mean the fabricated, fake-looking, heretic nonsense on the Rashid Hajir? No. You talking about Rashid? The Rashid? The Rashid Hajir? No. Yo, a matter of fact, what is the Rosetta Stone? What is that? What is that? Uh, a Rosetta Stone is a fabricated artifact that the Royal Society created. Okay. Woo! Well, the Rosetta Stone is a the, the Rosetta Stone is a decree, and they found they translated the Greek first. So you telling me that that Greek that they found that showed that that was a decree, what was going on? And that that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Nah, it's 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 absolute Caucasian pseudo information. All right. I'm glad we on record. All right. Let me just say this. Yeah, absolutely. I I want everybody know this for the record. I do not believe the Rosetta Stone, which is really called Rashid Hijir, I do not believe it's a real artifact. And I won't believe it. Until until the indigenous Egyptian tells me it is, I'm not gonna believe it. All right, that's a that's a right. that's another one. All right, and this and this on, on record. All right, but um dang, I, I forgot what I was gonna say. And it's just you know, you 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 all just been discussing a whole bunch of things, and it and it really just comes down to because this is why I say this is a preview of of the uh, I can't even call it a debate on the 18th of uh, the 18th. No, it's not. Do you know how much stuff I'm holding back on y'all right now? 
Listen, it's ridiculous. Okay, ridiculous. You can hold the whole planet Mars back. It, it doesn't matter to me. Hey, I got I got to go with you. I just want to bless everybody with this. Go look up the word polyne possess. You can use Wikipedia usages in other disciplines in Egyptology. The word is used for text and. All right, cool. You wanted to go back to that because you were wrong about palimpsest. All right. So now this is the thing. Um, Fuck, I'm giving a scholastic review right here. All right. You mentioned here, here goes. A, I, I'm about to leave. I want you guys to be blessed with. Real information that they won't give you, okay? Uh, Go ahead, Wajal. Yeah, all right. So I, I just want to kind of bring it back to, to the issue because what happens in these kinds of conversations where people are constantly being cut off and things like that, this this is a this is a, a an unconscious tactic of people. You know, I, I've I've debate I've been debating for a good while, uh, uh, real debates. You know, in terms of you know how debating is really structured and things like that and and you know i've been a part of the debate team informal debate team and so on and so forth and it's things that you learn about debating debating is actual as an actual uh art just like basketball basketball has rules you know it has things you know strategies and all this kind of thing you, you learn about these things so what these conversations do is that or what people do unconsciously some people do it intentionally some people do it unintentionally unknowing that they're doing it but it kind of goes all over the place so we got to like back it up a little bit. The brother, the, the bottom line is that the brother said out of his own mouth that he can't read what most people know as the Egyptian hieroglyphic writing system, period. I mean, once that has been established by the brother's own admission, then the conversation is really over. He cannot edify anybody about it because he can't read it. So, so there's really nothing to gain from the brother in terms of the reading of the, the hieroglyphs if he himself admits that he can't you know if i can't fix a car then you're not going to keep coming to me to fix the car if i tell you i can't you know what i'm saying so i just want to keep it real simple and this is you know because all the other fluff fluff stuff and everything like that is is really just you know to add to the conversation drag it all out the brother can't read it now two years ago he didn't say that he claimed he could and then you know he tried to Brother Maru, as far as on the panel, was there and other people were there. It wasn't it was it wasn't a debate. The brother was trying to was say he can demonstrate it. And when put to the test, he couldn't do it. And then after the fact, he said he was joking. So two years, two years ago, he said he could. And then he was exposed that he couldn't. And now 2016, some time has gone by. He's smart enough now to just outright admit that he can't do it. So he just simply can't do it. And this is not an insult. I'm just saying everybody witnessed it. He, he, he out of his own mouth, he said he can't do it. All right. So that's that. But I just want to tell people for the for the education of the people who are watching this now and in the archives is that what you see on the screen. I don't know. if Can y'all still see my screen? Is it still locked on me? Yes, sir. OK, on the on the screen, what you see here, the, the seated figure here is what a lot of people may know as uh, Thoth or Tahuti or Jahuti. All right. No matter what name you want to say or what pronunciation you want to use, everyone knows um, who I'm referring to, the seated figure here. The um, ibis-headed human being seated on a throne. We call him enthroned. This is an enthroned figure. This is Jehuti. And you see his name right here. Jehuti, you see the ibis bird, raised bread loaf, two diagonal strokes here, spells out his name. The ibis bird is on a standard. The raised bread loaf is right here. Y'all can see it. I'm squaring it off. This is his name right here. I'm squaring it off. Jehuti. The next word right here is neb, which means lord, owner, or possessor. 
And then right here is the next phrase, which is what I wanted the brother to speak on, is this is the phrase medu necher. So this is saying Jehuti, who is Lord of medu necher, the divine words. Underline that again. Underline. Put your cursor back on that again. This is a square. This is square. This is this is the phrase medu necher right here. Okay, and and if you if y'all can see my square box around it, this is what this is saying. Medu necher. Jehuti is the Lord or owner or possessor of medu necher. And if you go into the culture in all of the texts, you'll understand that Jehuti is given credit. As a, as a nature, as a deity, or as the God who gave mankind writing, gave mankind mathematics, et cetera, et cetera. So it's only befitting for Jehuti to have this as an epithet, being Lord of Medu Nature. He is the owner of Medu Nature. All right, so this is what you're seeing right here. This is an actual Egyptian artifact. This is not some palimpsest that the brother tried to say. Uh, which is a recarving of something that was used. It's a reused item where you can see the, the old usage uh, beneath it, et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's, that's not what this is, all right? And there's many, many of these. I just pulled this up off the fly. This is just off the fly. There's a whole bunch of um, uh, sources where you can see this title being used for Jehuti, okay? So this whole phrase that I got in box now, again, is Jehuti, Neb Medunetra, which means Jehuti, the Lord of Medunetra. The brother said Medunetra is not the word, it's not the indigenous word, it's that other, but you're seeing it right here on the Egyptian artifact for yourself. Now, the brother cannot read this by his own admission, okay? I am telling you what it is. I'm reading it. Now, the difference between pronunciations, now, the argument that that, that brother and other people will say, including Sarasun Sethi, Young Pharaoh, and all these other people, well, they'll get into the pronunciations. Y'all speaking pig Latin, Latin, ite use ise. And all this and that. Pronunciation has nothing to do with understanding meaning. All right? Because when you read a book, you're not pronouncing anything. When you're reading silently to yourself, you open up a book and read it, and you're not reading out loud, you're reading, you're reading it for comprehension. So the pronunciations are an independent track from understanding meaning. People have to understand that. I can mispronounce a word all day, every day, but as long as I understand what it means, that's the point. Communication is, is a meeting of the minds to understand and comprehend. That's what it's all about. So, so whether it's pronounced Jehuti, Tehuti, uh, Dehuti, Dehut, or whatever the case is, is irrelevant to the understanding of what the meaning is. So this is Jehuti, Lord of Medunetra. All right. So I just wanted, wanted to say that so that people could be um, educated a little bit. Um, what's, the, what's the name of that stella? Um, oh. Like I said, I, I got this on the fly. I can find, I can find out the name for you. Um, I can find a name for you. But like I said, there's a there's a there's a, a plethora of things. Matter of fact, in the Paret M Heru, which most people know is the Book of the Dead, in a lot of the different Paret M Heru, you can see this exact same thing. So so that's more popular. If people have a copy of of the Papyrus of Ani, the so-called Book of the Dead or whatever, it's in there as well. It's in it's it's in the several of the of the place where, wherever you see Jehuti. Um, at inside that papyrus in terms of a figure the vig vignette uh, being drawn just look next to it next to his um, image like you see here this is close to his body and everything like that you'll see this exact same thing so you know you could take a screenshot or or rewind this um, video and look at it see how it looks and you will see the same thing even if you can't read it at this point but just look at the glyphs and you will see the same glyphs in the Pared Himeru and in the many other places but in terms of, of, of this particular artifact, um, I'm going to find the name for you. I'll get the name for you. I just don't have it off the top of my head. 
but yeah, that's that's it. That's all I wanted to say. You know, like I said, demonstration beats conversation every single time. Today was a hell of a Sunday. Dagger. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> she over there laughing. This shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cicero said we were arguing with a fool and he was correct. So we all look like fools arguing with a fool. Yeah. We weren't arguing. <laughs> well, yeah, we weren't arguing, but he intentionally came in to do what he did. And that's why he kept trying to bounce because he wanted to get under skin. And once he saw that he couldn't get under the skin and rattle, then, you know, it, it was, it was, his motive was clear. He wanted payback for two years ago. Whatever. Nah, this ain't no two years ago. This brother be back here all day, every day, so I'm with the same garbage. And, and stuff even worse. Talking about the Zulu from England. <laughs> Done, son. <laughs> but that was a good point that you brought up about um Harapolo uh, and stuff like that. Because, see, what you were doing was doing the inconsistent logic with that. Because Harapolo... They, you know, early people, early people believe that the, the glyphs had nothing to do with um, a writing system or language. They thought it was just all magical symbols and things dealt with, you know, invocation of spells or and whatnot. Yeah, that's why I wanted to catch him on because that's what he kept saying in the beginning. I'm like, bro, all oh, your all your stuff come. I said, no, the hell it don't. Like you. <laughs> There's numerous books written on it, but that don't mean it, it had to be agreed upon. They had their debate. They sat down. They showed the proof. I'm just waiting for one of them to show that the method that's used to uh, is wrong. That's all you got to do. This is wrong. That just, this, this, no, that's not that's not Ptolemy's name. No, it's wrong. And here's why. They never could do that, so I don't even know what's the purpose. And 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 this is something that people really got to pay attention to because the brother the brother was saying this as well. Uh, whenever this subject comes up, for some odd reason, people think that the burden of proof is not on them; it's on the people who um, who oppose them, because they're claiming that it's not hasn't been deciphered. So the burden of proof is on them. They have to prove that it wasn't. It's not us to prove that it was. They, have, right. to, they have to prove that it wasn't, and see that, and that's what happens. So you know, try to re reverse the burden um, and misplace the, the burden uh, in the wrong place. And that's hey. what people have to be aware of. Hey, well, Joe, let me ask you a question real quick. Um, I'm going to get off the live stream because we've been on for a minute and this shit is crazy. <laughs> I can't believe it's on so long and all this pseudo shit. You probably got to chop it up. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to let it rot, man. But um, peace and love, ladies and gentlemen, that's watching. So much people watching, though. Still got 56 people watching live. I got to go, man. If y'all ain't got no more questions, I got to run. You know? Peace, y'all. Yeah, man. And, 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 you know what I'm saying? This is, just, this is just, I need some medication after this. I really do. I renamed the show Amin Ra Squad Challenges the Dagger Squad. 
So you know that's for publicity. <laughs> Yeah, that's for publicity purposes. So you know what mm-hmm. it is. I saw I'm gonna be oh. like, yo, what you mean golf? Yeah, I told you before I did it. Peace and love. <laughs> Let me jump off the live stream, stop the broadcast. Peace and love, everybody. It's all love here. Meru, where you at? You studying? Meru studying that stuff, man. He's coming back to you, We're gonna catch you. And that's my dude. One thing with, with, with Meru, he's gonna study your source and get back and he's gonna tell us, I told you, I told you I was right. That's right. 